Painkiller Already, the Halloween episode, 410. Kyle? A few sponsors tonight. Postmates, Robinhood, Morning Recovery, GetQuip, Smart Mouth, of course, Overlord, uh, PUBG Mobile, uh, where you can experience PUBG Mobile, the mobile game IGN calls a remarkable technical achievement. PUBG Mobile is the on-the-go battle royale uh, at its greatest, with eye-popping graphics, super smooth gameplay, and a variety of exciting game modes. Download the official mobile version of PlayerUnknown's Battlegrounds for free by going to uh, the Android or iOS app store and typing PUBG Mobile. Collect a special reward using the link and promo code provided in this episode's description, Play Now, as well as Fallout 76. Uh, support for today's show, of course, comes from Fallout 76. Bethesda Game Studios, the award-winning creators of Skyrim and Fallout 4, welcome you to Fallout 76, the online prequel where every surviving human is a real person. Work together, or not, to survive. Fallout 76 will be available worldwide on Wednesday, November 14th. Pre-order now at participating retailers and play the beta. Games play best on Xbox One. Check them out. Check both of them out. So everybody's looking great. Yes. Woody, you appear to be a doll of sorts. <laughs> the Kyle, idea you are, was that yeah. I was the PKA marionette show, right? At, at, at one point, these things had working mouths, kind of, in the prototype. Uh, there, there, are, there are lines here that I, I could operate. Uh, I'm a puppet, of course, myself. Um, Taylor's head is gigantic. Uh, I don't know if it shows in the camera. It's about twice as large. as They have the same skull <laughs> as a starting point. We just puttied and puttied and puttied and baked and puttied and baked and puttied until his head was about human size. And uh, <laughs> one of Kyle's eyebrows moves. Um, yeah, it was a whole production back here. And, you gave me some pretty thick eyebrows. Well done. Well, Spot on. I, I don't know if you can tell because I, I normally have no eyebrows at all and now they just look kind of normal, but I have thick eyebrows too. <laughs> um it was a whole about two hours ago. It was like, all right, let's let's scale back the scope of this operation. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we, it's like a school project or the, the last hour of Iron Chef. It, it, it's just the sort of this like, all right, you know, due date's gonna come. Uh, what's the best thing that we can turn in? And uh, I think it turned out pretty well. It did. That's that's very high effort. Are there? Is it attached to you or is it behind you? I can't tell. There's it's there's like an IV stand behind me with this like marionette framework that we put together and counterweights on the ground that you're not seeing. It's a uh, it's a whole yeah <laughs> from the gym. <laughs> so these things I'm weigh imagining like twelve pounds each. Like it's a thing. <laughs> <laughs> 12 pounds each. What are, you, what are you gonna fucking do with those after this? Be like, well, I guess, I guess, I guess, I now I have little, little dolls yeah. for my co-hosts in case I ever want to torture them with pins. Hey, the they're voodoo dolls. I, I never want to see them again after the show. <laughs> that's, that's where we are right now. I wouldn't either. That's kind of the life cycle of uh, Halloween costumes. They uh. tend to go away. And Kyle, you uh, are you homeless or are you Jesus? I am Jesus Christ, your Lord and Savior. And I would think that a man of the cloth would know that. Of course, that was a test to make sure you weren't a false prophet, Prayson. Uh, <laughs> but I wanted to make sure I am, of course, a Gregorian monk. <laughs> <laughs> and I've actually been working hard on the character. I, uh, I've been doing chants to get it. And so I, just give me a moment. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> And it goes on for another three or four minutes. Yeah, several hours. Actually. It, hours if you just let it re replay. That's my favorite part of the 
favorite part of Halo is the yeah. Gregorian chant in the beginning. <laughs> totally. totally. It gets you pumped. It does. It makes you feel like, man, I'm fighting for the Lord. <laughs> that, <laughs> that's what it makes me think. So who else is itchy? No, I, I figured Woody's not. It's a pretty Kyle. comfortable costume. I'm, uh, I'm pretty sure there's a family of mice living in here. <laughs> it's, uh, it's very itchy. Um, the crown of thorns is surprisingly the least uncomfortable part about all of this. Although the rope is nice, especially when you don't wear anything underneath. That's nice. I can tell this isn't human hair, which is more <laughs> refreshing than not. You know, like because uh, if you're wearing fake hair, you wouldn't want it to be human, right? There's something odd about that. Are you wearing any human hair? I have um, two wigs and two beards, and the this is actually the cheaper of them, believe it or not. Um, the others are both real hair, but the the cheap ones uh, turned out to look much better. Okay, that's good. Yeah, I didn't uh, I didn't price shop the monks around. I found one and was like, "That's silly," and I bought it. So that was that was my that's thought process. So easy compared to <laughs> this didn't start today. <laughs> you know this 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 started. They have, ho- they have Halloween shops where you live. <laughs> you walk right in, talk to the overweight women who volunteer there two weekends a year, get your costume out the door. But they're never helpful. They like the one I went to where they wear shirts that are like, uh, just ask. So I was like, hey, I've walked around the store a couple times and I can't find the handmade tail outfit because initially I was going to wear that white bonnet and like the red handmade thing. And she was like, ah, can't help you. I was like, <laughs> All right, well, th- then take the shirt off, bitch. It says <laughs> I can help. So, oh, I had a, a real uncomfortable thing happen to me today that I know has probably happened to somebody before, but it's never happened to me, is I was, I was in an office building taking a shit. It was like a big building where there's like, a, like lots of different bathrooms. It wasn't like I went into one area where there's just one stall. It was like a public bathroom, and I went to take a shit, and so I was in there, and there was nobody in there, so of course I took the handicapped space. And as I'm in the middle, and actually, no, I'm wrapping up, I hear the door open, and I hear the sound of wheels. And I'm like, <laughs> ah, must be a janitor or something. You know how they'll walk in sometimes and like wheel their shit in and be like, oh, somebody's using it, and then they'll leave. And then I noticed after another second, I'm like, that sounds like, that sounds like an electric janitor scooter or something. <laughs> what could that possibly be? And I, <laughs> I was sitting in there, and then like I saw the sound got closer, and I saw the shadow of wheels underneath where I was shitting. Oh, no. And I was like, oh, I don't even know what to do. Like, I can't leave here in an empty bathroom and be like, no, nah, I was just shitting where you need to. Sorry, I, just, there, I didn't want to be in the other one. Is and there a so, window like, in the stall that you could climb no, out? No, I, I could see not, underneath it's an office building. Where, <laughs> where, his, where his wheels were. And so... I I looked under there and then I started hearing like a like a struggling noise. He had started opening the stall adjacent to me, the small one for oh. for non-crippled folks. And so he opened that and I was like I, at this point it's been about like 15 like I've been done <laughs> shitting for like a minute and I'm waiting for him to get all the way in there. And and so and so I can like try and make an escape and and he gets, like, what I think is all the way in, because I look under and I see, like, okay, there are shoes there. They're standing, so I don't know what the deal with that is. Like, this guy, you know. And so I start to open my outward door. Can't open it, because <laughs> his chair is there. And now I'm looking through a gap <laughs> at his chair, 
and all I can see is his, <laughs> him standing in the stall, struggling like a crippled person would, trying to get it worked out. And I, <laughs> I literally, before he could turn back around, I, I slinked my body like through the gap and like quick walked out of there and was just like, sorry, and then just and left. Slinking I, I through even, double proved you were not crippled. It didn't belong in that it, stand. It did. I, I did not belong in there, but I couldn't even face the poor guy. Like, I you just had to wash. yell, like, a meek, I'm sorry. As I didn't even wash my hands. I literally left and was like, I, I'll deal with E. coli. Hopefully that's not my own shit. That would be a wake-up call. But, uh, like, I, oh, that was, I felt so bad. Usually uncomfortable situations make me kind of laugh. Like, but, no, this, that was... That's, so here's uh, a lesson to take home is those aren't just comfy spaces for you to poop. They actually make those for people who need more space to who poop. Knew if, that, is this going to stop me? Is this going to stop me in the future? No, because I like my power grip. Like I like being able to really force it. You take you a know? wide stance. I take a wide stance. I actually, I put both my feet up on top of the toilet bowl like this. <laughs> and then I just shit down into it. A lot of splatter, a lot of spray. You but that's the way people like pooped gargoyle. in the wild. Did you know that? That's true. That yeah. you're meant to squat. And so really we make fun of China and India for being, you know, a couple thousand years behind, and we should. But because our way is better, but it is technically the way you're supposed to poop. That's true. That's uh that's a re recurring uh theme on the Larry David show on Curb Your Enthusiasm. Uh he gets caught shitting in the handicap stall and the guy and the handicap guy makes a huge deal of it. So then later on, Larry is actually injured and he's in a wheelchair and he and he's waiting to go into the handicap bathroom. And a non-handicapped person walks out and he goes, hey, what's going on here? <laughs> That's for me. He's like, I had to go. Then you wait. You wait. So, <laughs> so that's that's pretty funny. This actually happened to you. In my I, first I, I, job, not, not exactly what happened to Taylor, but there was a manager. Now, this guy didn't manage people, so he wasn't my manager, but he was like manager class in, in the office. And I used the handicap stall all the time, thinking that it wasn't handicap reserved. It was just handicapped accessible in the same way that I'm also allowed to use the ramp if I don't want to take the steps. That was the line of thinking. But this guy, every time he saw me in there, he would say, Woody, what are you doing? What happens if a quadriplegic with the spastic colon comes in this bathroom right now? That was his line. And at first I thought he was joking. And over time, I couldn't quite tell. And I worked in a call center. So you would have to like set your phone to be unavailable when you went to the bathroom. So he knew that I was going to the bathroom. And then he would go in there and check to see which stall I was using and call me out on it if it was the handicapped stall. So it happened all the time. I love that you wow. <laughs> I love that you couldn't quite tell if he meant it or not, even though he does it every single time. He was a funny person. Like it's quite possible that yeah, he, I still don't know. I still don't know. Can you imagine a worse life than being quadriplegic with a spastic colon where you're just like I need help right now! <laughs> right now! Like, <laughs> the okay. one part of sensation the good lord left me with is knowing when I'm about to shit. <laughs> and it's coming. Like, Fuck oh, it! What a terrible <laughs> life that would be. That's worse than, than like, life in prison. Like, in, in solitary confinement, right? Like, if that was a new age, like, freaky punishment, like in scary movies, where they're like, nah, you did something fucked. We're not just going to do this. We're going to cripple you and give you IBS pills. Does like, and now that's what you have. necessarily mean uh, colonoscopy, like those bags? I don't think necessarily. Yeah. No. no, no, it doesn't. So, no, your butt, your butthole would still work. I know. I, don't, I just don't think they have the, the issues, sensation to you, know when they're shitting. Right? Just, 
So it depends on the type of paralysis. But if their uh, if their colon is paralyzed and they're not able to operate it, then they get like these crazy compacted poop issues. So they have to get it. Hopefully, they've got an assistant who who gives them enemas, or perhaps just a a, a gangster granny to to reach in there. Because <laughs> we say and, neck down, right? Like there's and, no and break the turd up. Yeah. Yes. <sighs> well, that. That might be actually kind of, at first I was like, well, that sucks. And it's like, you know, a little prostate massage. I don't think they're <laughs> going to be massaging the prostate. They're just breaking up the poop. Well, you know, if, if I've got a gangster grandma, that'll be right there in the job application. You know, just, <laughs> just, just, just give me a come hither for about. Uh, yeah. yeah, just keep going. Just keep, <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. Pretend like you really want me to come over, though. <laughs> there you go, Granny. That's, that's... You need like a small wooden cooking spoon. Mm, no. Get in there and do some scooping. No. Right. Well, not for the prostate massage. Then you get splinters. But perhaps, perhaps some to, to break up the poop. A, a small wooden uh, implement might be the like way. a dowel. <laughs> <laughs> These are terrible I, ideas. I started with dowels. I'm up to rolling pins. <laughs> I mean, it's it's a little bit too big, so I'm giving it you know some some low grit sandblasting you know, to really get that good. Mm. Which one's the one that would make it comfortable? Low grit or high grit? High grit is what makes things smooth, right? For sandpaper. Yeah. Wait, what are we doing here? Are we sandblasting anuses? We're we're sanding the butthole down, yes, to make it smooth and 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 more appealing to the eye. Well, I was gonna sand That's the towel down works. to make it smaller. Right. Well, I've been doing this wrong the whole time. <laughs> yeah. You know, I I think if I had a lot of poop impacted, I'd take a pill or something, like drink a bunch of water or a bunch of uh, kombucha. That that makes you shit. And yeah. I tried it, and that stuff's way better than you'd think. Give it a go, people. A kombucha? Yeah. I... It's like this fermented thing that it's like effervescent, though. So it's like pretty vinegary, which I like in a drink, and it's also like very lightly fizzy, like a champagne almost. It's real good. I've never heard of it. Although in my nearly half century, I haven't found a clog up that can't be solved by coffee and fr- frosted mini wheats just yet. That shit is my kryptonite. Yeah, coffee will get it done. Mm. Like I drink coffee a couple times a month. And every time I do, like, I need to be somewhere in half an hour. Like, yeah. I can't be like, all right, going on a road trip, let's have some coffee. It's like, no, bitch, I can't, I can't risk that. <laughs> like, no, like, no, no. I got to make sure that I'm, I'm going to be home or somewhere where I'm comfortable shitting in the next 30 to 45 minutes. It simultaneously it makes me more productive and less productive together. It does. Because there's coffee. Yeah, I've got, exactly. We're not going anywhere for half an hour. Where's the, where's the worst place you've ever had to poop in public? Like, the worst bathroom. But think a gas station for most people. But there's also like concert porta potties, uh, locker rooms. Ooh. Those are both pretty shit. Our school locker room for a while didn't have any doors on the stalls because like people would like prank each other where they just like you'd be sitting down taking a shit and someone would be like, Gacha! I'd kick the door off. Like while you're sitting there and like <laughs> just be like, and then eventually after a couple of door replacements, they're like, boys, you know, you've shown that you can't handle doors. They and, were right. And so you just had to sit there and be and like, there's like a four foot, you know, wide, like scope where if someone's out there, they can just see you. Were you a, a door kicker, Taylor? No, no. You know, cause I wanted my privacy in there and I did not appreciate people ruining it for the rest of us. Now I'm sensing sarcasm. At first I was like, no, oh, okay. no, no, I want to be able to poop in private. Nobody wants to poop with a door open. No. Like Carl Pilkington in China where you have to like squat there and, and people can just walk in and see. 
Yeah, I, I, as I'm thinking about the worst ever, a hot, well-used porta potty is about as bad as it gets. I'd rather poop mm. in the woods. I, you know, I was watching. Uh, I was watching sweaty. Jack. I was watching Jack Ryan today, and there's this part where there are some people. They're trying to escape from Syria to like Turkey or something, and they st- they're being smuggled, and uh, they're, it's like a refugee smuggling operation type thing. And they stop for 15 minutes to refuel, and he's he's like, "You've got 15 minutes," and then we're getting back on the trucks and going to the coast. And they all go to like take a dump in this like refugee porta potty, but it's basically yeah. just a gigantic flat board with some holes cut in it and like blue plastic tarp sort of wafting around it gingerly for privacy. And at one point they sort of show you the hole and it's and this is the this is the women's hole, by the way. So it's the cleaner of the two. And it's just caked in shit. There's just shit all over uh. the hole. And, and a character gets knocked in the head and he falls into the women's shit pit. And I can think of no worse fate than to uh, get... Uh, he's laying there with the open wound in the woman's shit pit. By the way, I'm not uh, convinced women's is cleaner. That that's the better one. Um, well, of There'd the be two. way more blood in their shit pit. Oh, well, it's on. that they hover. Jesus. That's the issue. They, they hover. Well, they, in this case, they would all have to hover because you Everybody have to hover hovers. over a hole. Yeah, it's, it's, mm. a, it's a hole in a board. Everybody was hovering and... Someone had had some explosive. I guess with that Middle Eastern food. I mean, yeah, that's gonna happen. A lot of. I mean, we've all seen those uh, those videos. I think it's this woman like walking on a security camera, like this big fat woman, and she like is all by herself, and she stops and like lifts her her dress and just sprays shit all over the ground, and then casually walks away. Like there are five dozen of those videos on the internet, and. I empathize with those people because I remember having to poop under a, a fucking willow tree outside during a class trip once, and that was no fun. <laughs> no fun at all. You don't want to be that guy. But there's also no worse feeling than having to poop and not being able to. Yeah. That's... I'd much rather hold my pee. That's easy. Mm. I don't know because, like, if you hold your poop long enough, it goes back in. And you get like 20 minutes reprieve. You can get a second wind with regards yeah. to pooping. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you hold it long enough, the yeah. poop is like, he's saying no. Everybody back up. <laughs> but, but with piss, it's it's just in there. There's no backing up. It's just like, well, T minus 20 minutes till he either pisses himself or we rupture. That's it. Yeah. Those are the only two options. <laughs> That's true. That's why you need to, like, in the hospital, get. Uh, Cathetered all the time like if you're on tons of those drugs that like for pain and stuff because it like shuts down your ability to know when you have to pee and so if nobody like gives you a catheter you'll you'll just rupture and you I won't think, even know i've never had a catheter mm, i think I it's either it's one of my biggest fears yeah i've had a bunch of surgeries but i don't think i've ever had a catheter yeah it's, <sighs> it's one of my biggest fears is getting a catheter woody did did jackie hand make my lips because i gotta say if i if that she, puppet yeah if that puppet's complexion was just a, a wee bit darker we'd have a megan kelly situation going you're both on a little simian i have to say <laughs> whoa <laughs> you're both a little simian <laughs> well we are apes <laughs> he was supposed to talk at one point <laughs> and this is a kyle feature but his eyebrow kind of moves it was gonna it's all gonna be synced in there Taylor, on the other I hand do? His special attention was just ginormous head. Uh, all, he did have a sign that said, Democrats make America great again, but I, I didn't think you'd like it. Oh, so I wouldn't care. They're little microphones. The sign might be around here. 
Nice. Yeah, Kyle, those lips are a little generous for you, my friend. Because that, that, that's got some, you've got some dick sucking lips on that. Goddamn right. And now I know what I'm going to do with them afterwards. I, you I, asked I, before, I didn't have a plan. Now I do. I, I, I'm I, just I, saying, Woody, hanging someone from a rope with those kind of lips. <laughs> <not a good laughs> <one. laughs> I don't know. <laughs> this is, we worked really hard on this puppet show. <laughs> was, oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even notice the lips until you pointed that out. I'm just looking at the lips and I'm like, my lips aren't that big, are they? Like, like your and, your jaw went through a lot of evolution to to make this happen. Was, I, I I see yes. that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, you got that like like Lord Undertooth or whatever from Family Guy. That kind of look. Taylor's they turn. are terrifying. Are we wearing holes. pants? You know it. It's a kind of a waste-up show. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Are you wearing pants, Taylor? No. No. Yeah. No, I'm wearing this this itchiest of the Lord's robes. That's. <laughs> I, I, I think that the Lord intentionally gave itchy robes to monks to keep them focused on him. Because if yeah. they weren't praying all the time, they'd have to be like, this is, this is fucking rough. That's part of their penance, is the itchy robes, yeah. The and- itchy robes, the terrible wigs. Like, that's all part of it. I think in real life, though, they actually shaved this part of their head. More they like really friar, did, yeah. A friar Absolutely. tuck kind of yeah. look. They, they totally did do that, yeah. I'm Middle Eastern, or not Middle Eastern, Middle Age. Uh, a Middle mm-hmm. Age monk. And so we probably got, you know, frankly, Lord and Savior Christ, we probably got quite a few things wrong with the gospel. Like, like uh, sacrificing virgins. Was that in there? Because I was hesitant the first dozen, two dozen times, and then it just felt right. Well, the virgins are the purest of blood, so they are the ones to be sacrificed. And being a virgin myself at the tender age of 35, when I was turned upon by, well... I thought you you hung out with whores. Um, He did, but it was all above board. And he still couldn't get laid? Jesus Christ, talk about a sure thing. If Mary Magdalene doesn't Christ. put it, hey! <laughs> if, Mary, See, if you can't Jesus score with Mary Magdalene, then I was talking you've got to your no mother. Game. Your yeah. mother and father and I have been speaking quite a great deal about I've heard, you. They, yeah. they, they call me every night and they, they tell me of your deeds and or misdeeds, perhaps we should say. <laughs> so long as, <laughs> misdeeds. If yeah. you're telling them, then they might learn some shit they don't need to know. Mm-hmm. I was looking around for a Bible to like have as a prop, and I was like, "Man, I don't even know. I don't even know where it is." And so I gave up. Guess I need to buy a new Bible, and then I'm gonna like, as soon as I get the Bible, I'm gonna like flip through it like a thousand times, make it look like really worn and red, highlight random passages throughout <laughs> it, and put notes like "good shit" like in, in, the, <laughs> in the in the in the border. So when someone sees it, they'll be like, "This is a man of God." <laughs> the highlighting guy, means nothing. Cares. It starts yeah. and stops mid sentence, like across two. Yeah. <laughs> just... And the Lord saith unto him. Well, I guess he was only concerned about that section. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it's more that he was saying it, not what was said <laughs> that I'm concerned with. Uh, Which, uh, Jesus, thank God you're here. Which, what is the book? Because, you know, you wrote a pretty long book for us, and it's getting exhausting. If I, have, if I can pick one book or a couple to just say, fuck that, and not read them anymore, which ones should they be? Mm. Well, Leviticus. There's a lot of things in the Old Testament which, frankly... Are only we're only thrown in to appease the Jews, and um, personally, I 
I'm not the biggest fan of them. I, my 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 good friend Mel Gibson made a whole movie about them, and and, he, <laughs> and he's he spoke openly through me, of course. Jesus um, Christ, the original self-hating Jew. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was born uh, of of a Hebrew woman, yes, but my father was God Almighty, and and uh, so. and he's not Jewish, but it goes matrilinearly. So I'm sorry, this, you're ah, yet another lie from the Jew <laughs> to make. To make yours truly look bad. <laughs> you know what would be good? Is that I wish that you were black for this so that your bit could be like saying, you know, the, like the black Israelites mm-hmm. who will like stand and scream at people in, in New York and stuff and be like, Jesus was black, black. He was a proud black man living in the Middle East and, and like screaming at people. That would be funny. I was going to wear a sombrero and I was going to be Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jesus but- in you know, I like, I like the original Christ more. I, I do, too. Jesus Christ has a sweet ride, though, right? Nice big rims. It bounces up and down. Hydraulics and he, in there. Mm. Yeah, he, <laughs> he bounced across the Sea of Galilee <laughs> in his, <laughs> his lowrider, whatever the fuck they drive. Yeah, instead of the apostles, I got a bunch of cholos. <laughs> <laughs> See, I like, actually, I like your Jesus a lot because you're very white European bone structure. Like, you look like a painting of Jesus. Exactly. Like, we're the ones where they saw, like, Middle Eastern, a little darker Jesus. Like, like not even, like, European Jewish, like, Middle Eastern Jewish. Like, when they, if they saw a picture of him, they'd be like, ah, yeah, but... How, you know what? Actually, instead of that, look at this podcast dress-up guy of a guy in Georgia. He's got great bone structure, and I think it's going to bring more money into the church. That's the reason they did it. That's you know, trying to play right. off the pilgrims I, well, and make we did- money. The idea of a of a brown, Afro sporting Jesus Christ just just rubs a lot of puritanical people the wrong way, quite frankly. Yeah, they wouldn't care for it. It'd be like if they were like, actually, Muhammad, he, uh, he was a proud Mongolian. Ooh. Like, no, they would. They actually no, they probably wouldn't wouldn't care about Mongolians there, right? I Mongolians, they fly under the radar. I feel like I never hear anything about them. They're just living, herding sheep, riding horses. horses. And, that, and that's not milk. even a joke. That's pretty much what they do still. Yeah, they like, have they're like poorly paved people. roads. You don't need roads when you have horses. I, they have them and they're poorly paved. It's a thing. <laughs> I Megan Kelly, Halloween topic. She apparently is some hot in some hot water for not understanding why blackface is bad. More than hot water. I so heard. the discussion was simply that she was someone, uh, some white woman had dressed up as Diana Ross. You know the the famous uh, musician who's a black woman. Was it for Halloween or for a movie? I, I want to for say. Halloween. Okay, I want to say. I, I could be wrong about that, but it's immaterial. Um, but she basically said, "What's the big deal? She's dressing up as Diana Ross. Like, what's wrong with that? You know, this this isn't disrespectful blackface. Sort of echoing what Woody has said from time to time. And uh, now she has lost her show and she's fired from NBC. Of course, she gets to keep her sixty nine million dollars. So fuck it, right? She doesn't have a hood pass like me, so it's harder for her to get away with the things that I can. That's her problem. Yeah, you definitely have a hood pass. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I mean, I, See, Forrest wait, I, gave it to me. I didn't look into it, but was her thing really like, yeah, if they want to dress up as this person, you know, in a non-mocking way, that's okay. You know, I, I only like, read I about really, it. I, I didn't see the actual video. So, but I think that her argument kind of mirrored one that I've made in the past, which is like, 
they're not mo- the per- if I understand it right, they weren't mocking Diana Ross. They were just dressing up as Diana Ross because they liked mm-hmm. Diana Ross and they thought it was like a, a cool thing to be in the same way that people would do Spider Man or Captain America or Diana yeah, you Ross. can't do that. I yeah, could do whiteface. I, I, um, I feel like people white, are being snowflakes about this, I, and you know. Um, now look, if you're mocking a race, I don't like that. Right, that's mean spirited. It's a form of bullying. If you're just being that race for Halloween because you think they're cool, then I don't understand. I, I think people are well, being you know, they're too not sensitive. even being a race for Halloween. They're being oh, a, a person, person, right? You know, yeah. like that's that's not. They're not even like, hey, you know what? I should be. I'm going to be a a really offensive version of Chinese people. Or I'm going to be just a black guy with a lot of like yeah. offensive stereotypes. They're like, hey, I'm going to be this person who I kind of admire. I'm like, sitting here as an incredibly disrespectful version of Christ. Uh-huh. And yet, I'll let you know that it doesn't matter how respectful you're trying to be. And if there's a, a specific black person that you're trying to be, you can't do it. Unless you're Robert Downey Jr. Because he was playing a guy who's playing a guy who's playing a guy. I- and that's okay. That was hilarious. That yeah, was that's hilarious. funny because that was in a mainstream that movie 10 years ago. <laughs> that movie is fucking oh, excellent. It was really he was fun. nominated for an Oscar. Bad taste! <laughs> See? He, he was nominated for an Oscar for wearing blackface, and 10 years later, Megyn Kelly gets fucked. Well, I mean, to be fair, Megyn Kelly's ratings were shit, and they are probably looking for a way to get more advertising money out of it, and they're like, hey, uh, you're, you're fired for, thank God you said something. Like, <laughs> we, were, we were really hoping to get you out of here, and now you are. But, like, yeah, I agree with Woody's initial point of like, it, like yeah. Kyle's right that you can't get away with it. Like, there's no reason to risk it because your life will be ruined. Like, it will be over. It doesn't matter if you're not trying to be offensive or not because people will have fun patting themselves on the back about how much better they are than you. But like, there's a chasm of difference between a minstrel show in 1904 and being like, man, I I, I admire this black person, this person who happens to be black. I'm gonna be them. Yeah, if I, I went as Obama for Halloween this year. Because I thought he was the best president of my lifetime, and I dressed up as him, and I did it in a respectful way. It's not insulting, or at least it, if your intent isn't insulting, then some guy getting like offended on behalf of Obama, it, it just seems off target. You're white. You don't get to decide that. Well, I mean, I, that's what I'm saying. That's the way I the world flip is. flip it. Yeah, I'm with Taylor. I, I understand that there are people who operate but that ideally, way. But ideally, if you want to be Woody's gamertag for Halloween, knock yourself out. Go for it. Do the whole fan on your back and garbage can or garbage bag <laughs> wing and yeah. be Woody for Halloween. I don't care. It doesn't hurt my feelings at all. I'm kind of honored that you'd pick me. But unless you're a black person, you paint yourself white, and then that's offensive. No, I, you I don't get to decide that. Either. If they're being Woody, I do get to decide that. Why would you, why would anybody? Nobody's ever been fired for whiteface. Nobody fucking cares. No, no, of course not. They're not allowed to. I mean, but why would you either way? I, I, like, I'm not. I, I'm just telling you. She had several black people on the show to try to help educate herself. Uh, they all told her that she had fucked up. And then Al Roker comes out of nowhere, the whitest black guy in the world, and then he has to explain. When you've got Al Roker explaining minstrel shows to you, you done fucked up. He's explaining minstrel shows. Yeah, <laughs> like that would be funny if she was like talking about it like really gently, like, well, you know. You know, she just wants to be Condoleezza Rice. You know, we can take a <laughs> look at the picture right here, and there are like big lips and like googly <laughs> eyes and like the most offensive character. I and she's see, like, I see, see, I see, you know? this a president. I, I, I feel like I'm looking right at Miss Rice right now. Like, <laughs> if that was, if that was her take, that would be so much fucking funnier. See, I, I have no problem with this. Same one, really. 
<laughs> really? Okay. You know, I think minstrel shows are an important part of our history. <laughs> if, she, if she took that that hot take. Uh. <laughs> yeah. If you're not being disrespectful in your costume, if that's not what's in your heart, then, you know, to advance race relations, we need to stop, you know, throwing daggers about it. I guess you don't throw daggers. Throwing spears. Oh, my God. I just made it racist. <laughs> we need to stop shooting bullets about this. I don't know what to say. We need to stop, like, you know, attacking people. Are you dog whistling about crime in Chicago? I don't hey. mean to be. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, you know, people who are too sensitive and, and cause problems when they don't need to be, that's not good for, yeah, I know Kyle's doing his thing. That's not good for race relations. Kyle, can you absolve Woody real quick? Uh, there's, there's, there's no absolution for this kind of blatant right. race. I'll take the lead, Woody. You are forgiven. Thanks. Thanks for that. Yeah, I just... I actually can't forgive you unless he's on board. <laughs> <laughs> People who have purity in their hearts shouldn't be you know, thrown out to the wolves like that. It's... That's not what my father wrote. Uh, is that no, right? your dad was a dick, dude. <laughs> Of course he is. He is a jealous and vengeful god. You better smarten up or burn in a lake of fire. That's his game. I think your dad's cool with blackface. Oh, he's fine with it. Yeah, he actually... Didn't he invent it? He did. It was a punishment. And yeah. He, uh, when, he, when he cursed people. Mm. He yes. cursed mm. people by making them black? All the sons of Ham, that's yes. That's so racist. That's, that's, well, it, that's literally in the Bible. Where they're yes. like, and they were cursed with dark skin... From hereafter, and it's like reading back at that. It's like, ooh, this is one of those ones we don't talk, we don't talk about anymore. Like <laughs> in any church, they're not gonna be like, you know, Colleague today we're gonna Al talk about talk about black people and the curse of darkness. Like, <laughs> no, <laughs> no pastor is is leading with that, which is so funny because when you spend as much time in church as I did, you see, you figure out the cycle of things, and so when you finally like read the book on your own, you're like, oh. This is why we were on that cycle because that was like the good cycle of like wholesome things. Like, of course, they're not going to bring the cursed people to be black or, you know, beat your slave half to death. So, how long those... is this thing that Kyle linked where we get to it's... see Megan Kelly? Let's watch it. it. Yeah, it's time stamped. Uh, one I'm at 125. I hear you. The, the big screen wasn't set up. I yeah, take your time. I was just saying I'm at 125. Yeah, I'm good to go. Uh, I'm gonna be a minute. I, I'm sorry. No worries. She uh, she went from being real popular on Fox to not very popular on Fox to semi popular on NBC, and then not popular anywhere very quickly. It seems. Mm -hmm. Yeah, her show sucked. Got poor ratings. Became silly quite uh, right away, and then she, she said some stupid shit. It? No, I just watched Howard Stern mock it. Howard Stern was uh, giving shit to Norm MacDonald or something recently. Did you hear about that? Uh, that's surprising. He had Norm on the show um, to like defend those comments he made not too long ago. And, um, and they had a good time together. I didn't, I didn't catch him saying anything bad about Norm. Um, but but you know, I don't listen every single day. And I think he does like three shows a week now. Oh, maybe I'm mistaken then. Let me try and find this. Jesus is pro-vaping, by the way. He's fine with it. <laughs> well, while Woody works this out, I'll tell everyone about Postmates. This episode of PK is brought to you by a company we have lots of personal experience with. Postmates. You know what's great about eating your favorite thing? It's your favorite thing. And you're eating it. 
You know what's not great? Getting it. And the only fast things that are delivery are not what you're craving. Introducing Postmates, the app that adds a delivery option to your favorite restaurants. Imagine anything you want to eat delivered. You don't have to drive, park, or even talk on the phone to order. Just download the app and order. 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. Postmates will bring you what you want within the hour. You can even see where your food is and track your driver. You forgot to get eggs and milk? No problem. Craving a tasty burger? Check. Looking for the perfect bottle of red wine or a summer beer? Order up. Postmates is your new long-term munchies booty call. For a limited time, Postmates is giving you $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days. So to start your free deliveries, download the app today and use code PKA. That's code PKA for $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days. Save the hassle. Get the food you love fast at Postmates with code PKA. Hit him with another one. All right. <laughs> He's struggling. This episode of PKA is brought to you by Robinhood. Robinhood is an investing app that lets you buy and sell stocks, ETFs, options, and cryptos, all commission-free, and they make it so easy with their simple and intuitive, easy-to-digest app design. Now, with most other brokerages you could sign up with, they're, not gonna ch- they're going to charge you up to $10 for every single trade. But the great thing about using Robinhood is that they don't charge any commission fees. You can trade stocks and keep all of your profits. Whether you're a seasoned day trader or, or you haven't begun investing at all, You'll want to take advantage of this great offer now because Robinhood is giving away our giving away to our listeners a free stock like Apple, Ford, or Sprint to help you begin building your portfolio. So go sign up at painkiller.robinhood.com. That's painkiller.robinhood.com. I personally use Robinhood as one of my brokerages, and they're great because you can buy and sell cryptocurrencies on there uh, now as well as stocks. Check them out and check out our friends over at Postmates as well. Kyle's one of their biggest customers. I, I absolutely am. I was listening to Shroud talk about Postmates today and uh, in reference to Post Malone, you know, the, 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 the artist. I guess he's a rapper. Mm-hmm. Not, not a huge fan of Post Malone. But uh, Post Malone spent, I think, $40,000 last year on Postmates. Mm-hmm. That's got to be some kind of a record. I definitely mm-hmm. don't spend forty grand a year on fucking Postmates. That's crazy. Well, I got it going. I had to do a weird workaround. But it works. All right. I'm ready. Ready, mm-hmm. set, play. Broker really chime in on this issue? The fact is, uh, while she apologized to the staff, she owes a bigger apology to (laughs) folks of color around the country because this is a history going back to the 1830s. Minstrel shows to to mean and denigrate uh, a race wasn't right. I'm old enough to have lived through Amos and Andy, Mm -hmm. where you had white people in blackface playing two black characters with just magnifying the worst stereotypes about black people. And that's what the big problem is. And that's what the issue is. And following that, we had Megan Kelly on her show start with this. And I want to begin with two words. I'm sorry. You may have heard that yesterday we had a discussion here about political correctness and Halloween costumes. And that conversation turned to whether it is ever okay for a person of one race to dress up as another. A black person making their face lighter or a white person making theirs darker to make a costume complete. I defended the idea, saying as long as it, as it was respectful and part of a Halloween costume, it seemed okay. I learned that given the history of blackface so hot when she's in sad. awful ways by racists in so this country, sad. it is not okay so for that to be part of any costume, right. Halloween I'd or like otherwise. I'd like to wash her on the notes if she doesn't want to add to the divide <laughs> in the country right now, and then there's a standing ovation in that crowd. We saw All a variety right, of reactions. All right. Yeah, the, the main takeaway is uh, Al Roker's comments. 
I mean, I'll get that, you know, I can't convince millions of people they're wrong. And perhaps if I disagree with millions of people, there's a chance that I'm wrong, right? That's, that, that's, that go that way sometimes. But I don't know. I see where she was coming from. She wasn't trying to hurt anybody's feelings. She wasn't bullying. She wasn't putting anyone down. She, it, it was a sort of a can we move past this kind of thought process, which doesn't seem inherently evil. Yeah, uh, uh, it's never going to be something that's yeah. moved past in this Al, country ever. Al Roker is like, yeah, I had to live through minstrel shows. Yeah, this wasn't a minstrel show. Like, I get that. Minstrel shows were mocking a whole race of people, right? And, and that, we all agree, is bad. But When did, when did minstrel shows stop? Uh, I don't know. I, I don't. It was called Black Tuesday. It happened <laughs> on a... <laughs> the only one I can think of is 1978, the... the last of the minstrel shows. What's I've got the... it on DVD. I want to say when I was a little kid, there were certain Disney racist films that still existed. Like Jungle Book, I think, has hints of that. Um, not Jungle Book necessarily, but Dumbo has these crows. That's Yeah. So there's the yeah. crows in Dumbo. And Jungle, Jungle Book has people too. It has a, an ape, a orangutan that does some singing that's clearly meant to be like a black jazz band type thing. I don't know why you're laughing. It, I'm, I'm right about this. Because you called it a orangutan. What is it? Real orangutan? Uh, yeah, there's yeah. no H. All right, so the orangutan. Whoops. Um, that I think was not a really respectful display. You know, it was. I can see how people would be offended by that orangutan. But uh, yeah. Anyway, I just. I don't think the orangutan was was voiced. I, I want to say it was voiced by that white guy. He's a famous voice actor. Um, Hmm. Oh, not the orangutan. I'm thinking. I'm thinking of the bear in Jungle Book. I want to say the bear was voiced by the same uh, actor who voiced like the um, uh, in Robin Hood. He was also he was like Little John. That guy's got a great voice. I can't think of it. Bill Mm, Harris. Was that the guy? I love that guy's voice. I I love those old Disney cartoons. What's your favorite Disney cartoon? Like 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 the old ones. The 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 Disney movies. Mm. It's got to be old. Well, you know, Aladdin, Lion King, the animated ones, not the, not the digital shit. As a kid, Jungle Book was my number one by far. I love the Jungle Book. Bare necessities, them simple bare necessities. Yeah, I remember when my brother tore all the tape out of that uh, of the tape and ruined mm-hmm. it, and I was I was so upset. <laughs> yeah, I liked the Jungle Book too when I was a kid, but I really just liked the one song. That like the one song was enough for that whole movie to be the best. Uh, if you extend it, I think the best thing they've made is um, Frozen. But Kyle had specific Never seen rules. that one. Yeah. yeah, not that digital shit. The the the, the originals, um, right? Like like I I love uh, Robin Hood. Robin Hood was my favorite one. I love the songs that Robin Hood and Little John running through the forest, jumping fences, climbing trees, and trying to get away. Yeah, of the new ones, I liked Toy Story the most. I think. Mm, of course, yeah. That's that's super high rated. Chiz and I often. Up. Chiz and I argue all the time. He he refers to the Toy Story trilogy as the greatest film trilogy ever, and I I strongly disagree. As you might well, remember. that's that's silly, but uh, <laughs> it's a very good cartoon series for children. <laughs> so you know? I guess Taylor, you'd vote for uh, Lord of the Rings. I'm guessing for all time film series, probably Lord of the Rings trilogy. Yeah. I mean, he specifically yeah. said trilogy. Yeah, tri- trilogy. So yeah. that's why you can't vote for Harry Potter. You're true number one. Yeah, that's my true number one. <laughs> I love Harry Potter. I love Harry. I love Hermione. Hermione. I love all of the characters that I know their <laughs> names, but it would take too long to list Hagrid. Some of them you uh, can't say their names. Uh, Gay Gandalf. Mm, uh, yeah. um, 
and, and the rest. And the uh, list goes on. A uh, really white guy with the with the albino looking hair who seems Voldemort. to be mean. Oh, uh, oh no, that's uh, that's um, Lucius Malfoy. That guy, his dad's got a dope cane, liked him. That's a um, sick fucking cane. It is a sick cane. That guy who's always like Mr. Potter, uh, with oh, the black Snape. hair. Snape. Snape. You know, he seemed to always be in a sour mood. He did. That's an astute observation. Most people didn't and, pick up on that. And I think, like, and this is coming from paying attention to a tenth of the movie at a time, sitting in the back of a car, like on road trips years and years ago, while my brother was watching them. And that Snape guy, it seemed like he wasn't happy about not having friends, but then he didn't behave in a way that, that anyone would want to be his friend. You yeah, know? Very, people do that. Snape had the saddest story of any character in the Harry Potter uh, books. When you, when you get to the bottom of it, I won't spoil it for anyone who hasn't seen or Not read the, uh, the books from 20 years ago now. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, but, but man, when I, when I read that for the first time, I went to the midnight releases for the last three books because um, I, was, I, I was seven at the time, of course, not 25. Um, <laughs> but it was really sad when you, when you get – there's this like flashback in the book and you get Snape's real full story. And it, it, it's, it's sad. It's sad. It's, it hurt me right here. Did he always talk like that, or was he like molested or something, and that turned him into it? He was picked on mercilessly, and uh, he kept a deep, dark secret his entire life, basically, and uh, because he loved someone very much. Who was it? Harry Voldemort. Potter's mother. Uh, he loved Harry Potter's mother, and so uh, he protected Harry Potter for years um, uh, because of his love for Harry Potter's mother. I just want to interrupt and point okay. out for, for people who this simian looking version of Kyle is not hanging from his neck. There is a thumbtack in the top of his head. It's not a noose because I'm looking at it on screen thinking that's what it looks like, but he's not being hanged. <laughs> he's not being, it, no. you, you didn't, you didn't ledge a monkey for Halloween <laughs> no. and then defend blackface. That, because that's crazy. There's, there's a little thumbtack type thing at the top of his head. That it's, oh yeah. You I, nailed uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I I heard that 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 red-shirted doll actually actually spoke to a white woman in public. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> no, and they, that doesn't fly in North Carolina. You know the thumbtacks <laughs> using Manila envelopes where you like push them in and spread them yeah. out. That's what they're being held up by. Because it really looks bad over my shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> it looks terrible. No, that's funny. <laughs> yes. So Snape, he. He loved Harry Potter's dead mom so much that he that he hung, hung out with the kids and protected them. Yeah, yeah. And even uh, though they didn't like him, because they're like, this guy's fucking weird, probably. Well, he hates Harry Potter because of how much Harry looks like his father, and Harry Potter's father picked on Snape mercilessly in school because Harry Potter's father was like the cool, slick kid, and Snape was always the greasy-haired, um, n- sort of nerdy outcast. But he had been friends with Harry Potter's mother Lily in their childhood. But they were, but but he was sort of in the friend zone permanently. Uh, and Harry Potter has his mother's eyes, so he every time he looks at Harry, he's oh, reminded yeah. of all of these like terrible childhood uh, traumas. Is he a that, little turned on by Harry, where he's like, "I wanted to fuck your mother, but you're <laughs> all that's left," you know? And so no, he wanted to like no, give it to Harry. Never in a million years could I imagine being mad at some child because he looks slightly like his father who was cooler than Not me. mad, wants to fuck him. Is what he I'm doesn't saying. just look like his <laughs> father, the, though. The show. <laughs> he doesn't just look like his father, though, right? He, he's, he's sort of the embodiment of his father. He acts like Harry's Potter. 
or, or he acts like his his father acted. Put so this he's, wig he's on. Of, he's and cool look up and he, to me as you, you know, he, he, in your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, uh, I, I, that's one of my favorite film series or book series or stories. Like, like I, I would go that as far as that. Like, it's 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 top five stories ever written down. I think. Like, like I love the Odyssey. Um, I, I love fucking Star Wars as a story, not so much as it's been displayed. Oh, let's talk about this. So Disney is putting out the rest of the Clone Wars. Are you aware of this? Is it uh, the, the, the rest? Cartoon no, show? there's Clone Wars they made that they didn't release. Okay, I'd never seen the cartoon show. Well, they're they're making more Clone Wars. Oh, okay. But it's going to be on their digital service. So at first, torrent time. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm look. I don't steal content. I pay for my UFC pay per views. I, I purchase movies and t- and TV shows from Amazon. I, I'm proud to do those things and support the content creators that I care about. But fuck you, Disney. You gigantic corporation. So with with your lame ass streaming service that nobody wants to be part of. No, I'm gonna steal fucking Star Wars. God, I hope they're not a sponsor soon. I need to know what their library is, right? Because they're gonna. I think they're gonna rival Netflix's price. Are they gonna rival their content, right? Because Netflix has developed a lot of stuff on. Well, I don't know. Like it. What if out of the gate suddenly? What do they own? ABC? Does that sound right? I don't know. It's ABC or NBC. Uh, they own one of those. Like, if suddenly you get like a live TV service, a bunch of sports, and everything Disney has ever been associated with, all those movies, all those like, th- you think of Disney and you think of like their eighteen hit movies, but they've got their fingers in everything. They might instantly come out with more than Netflix has. Netflix right? just spent like two more. I, I wish I they knew tried the to get a loan for two billion more. They didn't spend it. They're just burning money, though. Um, A a new movie came out that I've been trying to get the boys to watch when they called Apostle. And it's it's, it's like in the year 1910, 1915, where this guy is going to like a cult to try to get his sister back or something like that. And there's all these crazy, torturous rituals going on. And in the the previews, there's all kinds of like people getting pulled apart and burned alive and holes drilled in their heads. And and it's spooky as fuck. It looks like it's a great Halloween movie. I can't think of anything. What's Netflix's great series? Like, what's their best thing? Because HBO's got a bunch of them. House I mean, of Cards. I was thinking that. House of Cards might be off, their though. best. I'm a big it, fan of uh, um, The Last Kingdom. Uh, big fan of The Last Kingdom. Um, that's else? good. It just doesn't get the recognition it's due. I think Ozark is really good. That's one of my favorites on there that they've done. Uh, maybe I'm biased because I like that actor. Whatever mm-hmm. the... Uh, the main guy in that is Bateman? Is Daredevil. Yeah, yeah, I like Bateman. See, I, now, Dare... I, I liked Daredevil enough, but I feel like if you start bringing up Daredevil in their top three, that implies that it's not great. Making HBO's top three is like Sopranos, The Wire, Game of Thrones, um, Orange is the New Black, um, Black Mirror, um, oh. Making a Making a Murderer. Um, yeah, I, I still don't feel like any up of those. The B team. Narcos. Yeah, none of oh. these are the same level as Game of Thrones or <coughs> HBO's heavy hitters. Excuse me. Uh, Narcos, very good. I didn't see that, so I won't. Oh, man. You, you should check out Narcos. Narcos really? is fucking strong. Yes. It was hmm. good. It didn't blow me away. I, I don't know, man. Narcos is very good to me, especially the first season. I know Chiz loves Orange is the New Black. I've never seen an episode of that. Like, that just, uh, it looks so boring to me. I'm current on that. I enjoyed the first season or two. It's falling off for me, but I like it-ish. 
yeah, yeah it's it's uh, I, I've never watched it either, and, and you know I'm not not interested in it, frankly. Uh, but American Vandal was fucking funny. The yeah, first season I of that. The, how's the second one? Is, have you guys seen I haven't it? watched the second one yet. That's the one where like they dose the lemonade and everybody shits in the cafeteria or all over the school or something. <laughs> For some um, reason, I I keep doing this same stupid thing, which is like, oh, 30-minute episode. I don't know if I want to commit to that. Instead, I'll commit to like four 15-minute YouTube videos. And, you know, I could have consumed some better content than I actually found. The number one thing that keeps me up too late at night with consuming content is I'll be like, oh, you know what? I'm going to go to bed in like 20 minutes. I'm going to watch one of those videos of those like fucking Filipinos or Indonesians or whatever, like silently making stuff and like building stuff in nature. Like they make a pool. They make areas to like keep their fish if they want to eat them right away. They have like running water and like these really nice areas. And I'll always end up watching like, Primitive At technology, least 90 minutes something like it. that, right? It's like primitive technology, but they're way fucking better at it. Like, okay, way better. And so you watch these guys and their little tricks that they'll do in like rice patties to like intentionally flood one and then intentionally deflood it as soon as they chase a giant fish into there. And so then they like, like they'll like keep letting the water loose and like chase down these gigantic fish. It's, it's really cool. But I always spend at least like 90 minutes watching them because it's fucking fascinating. I don't remember. I think, and you can tell they're legit because the name of their channel doesn't make that much sense in English. It's like uh, technology survival, or like <laughs> like some some kind of, of silliness. I thought. Do it, you guys ever I watch that I kind ha- of shit? I think I have seen that, and I I remember their channel name being in my head a play on primitive technologies. Like they wanted to like like the off brand version of it. Like, you know, I don't know, like, not yeah, very current technologies or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> not the modern. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Survival skills primitive. That's what it is. That's what their channel's called. Yeah. See, versus primitive tech. Like, it's, I don't know. One of you guys yeah, well, they're doing fall great. before the end of the night. Yeah, one of us is going to go. Who's going to go first? <laughs> I don't know. Someone's If dropping. one of us falls, is the other one going to be like, trebucheted across the room (laughs) (laughs) it could be it could be that could happen do you want to watch this video i have the disturbing one of the kid getting bullied sure uh all right i just saw it today and it's on my head a little bit like these guys really bully too hard i'm gonna go out on a limb here are you guys ready Mm -hmm. so i'm queued up three two one play so, if you're on audio, there's a guy on his knees, and he's kind of smaller, and there's a bigger dude standing there telling him to kiss his foot while his friend holds a real gun to his forehead. Like, they want him to stand up. Now he's punching him. The kid isn't even punching back, and you can see he comes up to about his nose. The big guy doesn't need a gun. It's still... just like that episode of um, Rick and Morty where the bully pulls out the gun, the knife. He's like, oh, I, don't, gee, I really don't think you needed the knife. You really had things handled before that. <laughs> Dude. So the big guy is not terrible for him. He's just lighting him up. Left, right, left, right. Punching him in the face. Well, that's not bullying. That's um, that's assault. That's uh, terrorizing. That's aggravated assault. That guy's 17, so uh, in Missouri, he's an adult. In Alabama, ah. he's a senior citizen. <laughs> oh, this is a Missouri event? 
I didn't know it was a Missouri uh, event. Are you sure, Kyle? Yeah. Okay. Uh, well. Oh, it's the top comment. That guy's I assume probably it's... not going to do well in juvie, where he doesn't have a gun, and there are bigger kids who did much worse things. So, <laughs> Or no, he won't go to juvie. He'll go to jail because he's an adult. Yeah. Well, he won't Hopefully like Hopefully they try that. him as an adult. I... That's what so, about the that guy holding the gun? The yeah. fucking pale of, of bullying, holding a gun to someone's oh. head and being like, "Fight me!" And it's like, "Somebody, somebody has a gun on me right now!" Like, no, no that's not bullying. Like Kyle said, that's that's criminal assault and battery, it, uh, like and brandishing. How many crimes are there <laughs> right there? I used like, to tell <laughs> the story. Like, so I would ride my bike home, and they drive the car over the curb and like block my path on the sidewalk. I thought bullying was bad then. Right, <laughs> you know, I didn't like that much. These guys, Jesus! It, yeah, that's extreme. That's a Jesus Christ. This is itchy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, don't take your name in vain. <laughs> <laughs> I can say what I want. God damn it! Holy me! Yeah. <laughs> I I also have a video of a bit of teen bullying. Um, what you're gonna What you're gonna want to know uh, as we cue this up is that the driver has found the young man who owes him a bit of drug money. Mm. Ah, it, I'm sure lots and lots of money, like cocaine and like heavy drugs, right? No, no. Oh. He, he, he's owed a paltry sum. Uh, and yet, Gator don't play no shit. And you better have Gator's money or else something bad like this will happen to you. And he gets his girlfriend to film with her cell phone so that he can show any other punks who might want to try to uh, uh, short him. This guy's very clever, I think. Yes. Three. That's what you do. Two, one, play. It's recording. Ready? Is it recording? Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Oh my Girls god. nervous. Folks in a car. <laughs> That's him in the red shirt there. I don't see him. Huh? Oh, they're accelerating. Oh shit! I see him now. Jesus. Now the windshield's ruined. Nick, oh my god! He said, fuck him. He said, I think he said, fuck yeah. I, I, I don't know, you could be right too. Nick just ran that kid over with his fucking car. See, you guys said you were posting bullying videos. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, is... I've, got this, I've got this really fun bullying video where three <laughs> hilarious Russians corner a homeless guy in the woods. And they, and they hilariously stab him to death as he gurgles. It's like, get over it, bitches. You know? <laughs> they're really <laughs> razzing him good. <laughs> they're, they're giving him quite a rash. That happened to all of us as kids, and it made us stronger men. <laughs> you remember when you were a kid and you chased people down in your fucking Ford uh, Fiat, whatever whatever goddamn thing that is? Like, and, Dude. Ah, that's terrible. I like the, I, 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 at first, I was like, well, he's stopping at the stop sign. I like that about him. But he should have stopped for pedestrians, too. That's, that's how I would have done it. He didn't it. only not stop. It looks like he got up to about 30, 35 when he collided with the, the guy. Yeah, for like what What could that, how much money could that have possibly been for a teenage $100. Maryland pot dealer? Like $100 tops, right? Like, like could not have been a large sum of money. And who sells drugs on credit? <laughs> uh, bad drug dealers. Mistake number one. Yeah. <laughs> I don't give anybody credit for anything. Have you ever no. sold anything to someone and they'd be like, hey, I'll... I'll get you back in a week or two, right? Did, Let me just take this TV set. And... Did you see this badass's yeah. picture underneath his mugshot? Yeah, 
Yeah, he's not going to fare well. No. He got 25 years. Well, 25 uh, he'll eventually years. be an adult. Toughen up. Or Nothing turns you into an adult faster than ass rape. <laughs> that's when you start seeing the true light and darkness in this world. And, and that's what's going to happen to him. Ah, man. He's going to run into Schillinger day one. Get a nice little anus tattoo, and then just get plowed. He's going to get plowed the way he plowed his Chevy Cavalier into that back of that kid's knees. Well, you know what they say, talk shit, get hit. Yeah. I don't know that he talked any shit. Well, he won't now. <laughs> he not through that breathing tube. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, hopefully that kid's okay. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Whatever. Whatever. If you wanted to fix him, you could, Lord. Um, that's that's not in the cards. Just trust me. That's it's not in the cards. No. Frankly, he's a bit of a prick. I, I mean, that's I why snapped. I'm not as affected by it. You know, he was a drug dealer. I if, mean, everybody uh, says I'm a nice guy, but I could snap my fingers and end like all hunger and disease. Oh, so he True. stole the marijuana Asshole. from the guy's friend. <laughs> I don't think he was a dealer. I think the, the guy, the victim, just stole marijuana from his friend. Now that he may have sold it on credit, that kind of ties in, but different. It's stealing pot in the world of stealing drugs. I imagine that like someone broke into my home and they don't touch my electronics. They don't go to like a safe and steal the guns. They like take my microwave or something. There's a piece of me that feels like stealing pot is worse. And I'll explain. When you steal meth, when you steal heroin, you're in a bad way, right? You need to get well by taking this drug. When you steal pot, that was a crime of convenience, right? That was, You didn't have to smoke pot. Pot's not addictive in the same way that heroin is. This guy stole pot simply because he wanted to kick back, eat Cheetos, and watch television. But he's still a thief. Yes, yes, but he's a worse thief because he wasn't, like, if you're starving and you steal bread, we all have a little bit of sympathy for what you're going through. If you're like at your wit's end and addicted and you can't survive without heroin, then I, I have a certain sympathy for the spot that you've put yourself in. But if you steal pot, mm. well, shit, that's, that's see, not, that's stealing when you didn't have to. I see it similarly to like, like if I'm starving mm. and I sneak into a Walmart and I go to the frozen section and I, inst- and I steal 10 DiGiorno stuffed crust pizzas and they catch me, and I'm like, I'm just trying to survive. I should be in way more trouble than the guy who went in and stole a bunch of tombstone pizzas because I went in knowing that I'm stealing something, and I still went for the high-margin, high-quality <laughs> DiGiorno stuffed crust when I just as easily could have filled my belly with the low-quality jacks with the terrible, terrible pepperoni. Mm-hmm. So, and so in that way, I think you should be punished harshly I for agree. stealing the DiGiorno stuffed crust and not harshly at all if you steal the jacks or the tombstone. It's because like then that's, ste- that's like a tacit admission of like, yeah, I'm stealing, but I'm stealing stuff that, that you're not going to want that much anyway. Like, to- like you're not just stealing bread. You got like a nice French baguette and, yeah. and, 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 some, and some fucking cheese, you know? Like, like, like no, no. You better you, not be stealing fucking... If you are trying to walk out of there with a 12-pack of Coke, no, nah, to prison. You're walking out of there with some Vess or Shasta, let, I say let you go. Or Unless water. Unless it's diet. Unless it's a diet. If they're stealing a diet one, then they're too vain. It's like, you don't even want calories. You were just looking yeah. for flavor, you little bitch. So, no stealing diet sodas. No stealing stuffed crust DiGiorno pizza. It's a very um, interesting criminal code when Taylor writes it. 
It is. It's almost like I'm making it up as I go. <laughs> <laughs> Chief Justice Taylor, I, I don't know that I can confirm you. They would be like, they, they, I'd be such a good Chief Justice because they'd be like, you know, we don't we don't know who has the majority. Like sometimes he seems to just guess. You know, we thought he was hardline conservative, and then he threw us one where he said, "Actually, I'm mandating abortions," and we don't know what to think. <laughs> I have an idea mm. so i i of course i watch joe rogan uh, uh you know maybe 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 10 hours a week or something like that i i, I watch a lot of joe rogan yeah i watch a lot of it as much as i can uh big fan they are doing something very interesting for october um not just sober october which we're all familiar with uh-huh. where they all stop drinking and smoking um they are doing a fitness challenge and it inspired me uh to start a fitness challenge with chiz and then I brought Taylor into the fold. And so then we decided after that, that we should just have a PKA fitness challenge, perhaps. So you use this device. I believe it's called an MZ3. It's, mm-hmm. It goes, it's, it's, not, it's not one of those um, like Fitbit things, which are quite inaccurate. This thing is like 99.4% accurate EKG. It goes around your midsection. Um, you, it's like a belt that you wear under your pecs. And uh, it me- it it had they have this proprietary unit of measurement to determine um, I think it's called an MEP or something to determine how much work you've done and I believe it's based on how often how long you keep your heart above its um, its resting point and how high above its rest resting point that you keep it um, and uh, Chiz created this URL to create a bit of a game out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but but the idea would be, and he that, says, don't share the URL. Yeah yeah, he said be very careful not to expose the URL to the viewership because they would you know fuck it up. Um, oh, that should have sent. Yeah, there we go. Um, he's got some suggestions for ways to make a bit of a game out of it. Chiz is competing. He and I ordered ours earlier today. Uh, we used their website, not Amazon, so that you can guarantee delivery. But. I think it will be fun, and this is what Chiz and I are doing, is that for the month of November, we're going to have a competition to see who generates the most MEPs, uh, which is what Rogan is doing. Rogan says he's been working out like these five, multiple times a day, five-hour-long sessions of working out, and uh, apparently he's generated hundreds of MEPs per session or something like that. Um, I've listened so. to Rogan talk about it quite some. He's trying to double up what the competition is doing. Mm-hmm. And there's a big part of me that's like, you know, you're on steroids, though. He's like, I'm doing shit those other people can't do. I work out five hours a day, but you're on steroids. It's it's not the same. You know, like, I'm such a specimen that I can do that. But, like, this thing about, like, exercising at 90% for five hours and then doing it again tomorrow, that's what steroids do. And then he's talking about... Is he competing against, like, fat people or against, like... Yes, Like, uh, there's a comedian named Bert who's in terrible shape. And... That's uh, helpful, though. See, see, this is is what's interesting about this competition is that... And I could be wrong about this, but my interpretation is that a fat... uh, Let's just say Chiz. Chiz is going to generate MEPs more easily than Taylor is. If we're both doing, like, 20 minutes of cardio... Then if you and Chiz got on a treadmill going 10 miles per hour for 20 minutes, his heart rate would be a much higher percentage above resting than yours would during that time. And so he would be generating more MEPs, 
right? So, so being out of shape, I think, is more is a bit of a um, an advantage. Yeah, it helps now, you out of way. now, of course, being on the TRT like he is, is is giving him some some ability to recover. None of us are on any performance enhancing drugs though, so that won't be I an tried. issue. So I suggest a stringent competition between us. And since we're going to go ahead and just steal their fucking idea, I say we steal the prize as well. And there is a PKA championship belt. Mm. All right. Hell yeah. The championship Let's belt has, has a centerpiece. And then there's like four pieces on the side. There could, there could be, you know, like, like I, I don't know. I, I, I want a vagina to represent me or, or, or I, I <laughs> to represent you. <laughs> yeah. To re- represent. Yeah, absolutely. And, and it, it's my favorite thing. That or food, I couldn't decide, so I'm thinking maybe just a taco. Maybe like a drumstick <laughs> in a cl- in a pussy. Yeah, I, I'm thinking just a taco, so that it's food and vagina all in one format. You know, we get a paramotor on on one thing. I love we this get, idea. I was going to propose we, it. I came up with it in parallel. I wanted to do it too. I was going to mention it on PKN. Excellent, excellent. Well, well, look. All we have to decide now is what the winner gets, what second place gets, third and fourth. Now, being the loser. Is go- is gonna have to really fucking suck. It's in the doc, right? So there's a there's a proposal on the awards. Did you read that? It's on the screen I, right now. I, I did. I helped compose it. I, I'll okay. read off a bit of this. So first place. Then this is this is loose right now. This is just some stuff that Chiz, myself, and a few of the our guys on our Discord sort of spitballed together. This you know this is in no way in stone. We should discuss this now and, and see if we want to make uh, changes. First place gets the championship fully customized. PKA belt. Uh, there's a link here, um, uh, you know, for the undisputedbelt.com that shows like what those belts look like. Um, you can put four symbols on there. Uh, Chiz suggested a cake shape. I love that. A paramotor. I love that he's owl. owning it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he's he's self-deprecating, uh, and um, and pays for nothing. In fact, their sensor would be paid for by the third and fourth place uh, people in in his proposal. Second place just gets a free sensor. Third place has to pay for second place's sensor as well as their own, of course. Fourth place pays for the cost of making the belt <laughs> and first place's sensor. So and it, their it, own, it, yeah, and and their own. Of oh, course. that would suck. It would really suck, 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 right? Who's gonna it get fourth in this thing? Suck, Taylor. Who do you, you think? Are. Go- <laughs> you are. Think it's me. <laughs> you are. Nobody's gonna outwork me. Uh, okay. I'm just I'm at a severe <laughs> uh, disadvantage because you have a this. job because you because got I have God. I have way less time than you guys to <laughs> I do know, this. I know. Like I can't just be like you know I'm gonna take half an hour in the middle of the day get my heart rate up like I I can't do that. Is and that so you backing out or is that shit. you just saying that it's hard? No, that's just saying I have a severe disadvantage going into this. You're and what this looks fittest. like it's gonna be is whoever does. Yeah, I'm also probably the uh, like. I work out the most, uh, like cardio, not the fittest. I wouldn't guess. Like I bet Kyle could outrun me, but like this, this seems like a cardio competition. Like I don't. If Kyle's doing all cardio, there's no fucking way I'm gonna be able to catch him with weight lifting. So I'm gonna have to start running, which I'm not gonna do. Which means I'm gonna have to start lifting weights harder or something, or just doing more push up I don't know. Maybe I'll have to run. If I start falling way behind, I'll have to run. I got, I'm gonna. I'm gonna be rocking the elliptical. Uh, and uh, and I, I think that's the that's the the, the path of uh, success for me. I live very close to a 24-hour gym. My sleeping schedule is insane, so I figure it'd be great to be able to go up there. See, I don't like people watching me work out, and I I, I find this to be a commonality among like 
everyone that I know. No one wants to be watched working out. And it's not necessarily about being judged or being next to some giant guy who's fit. It's not. And I, I, I love it when people say, no one's looking at you when you're in the gym. Meanwhile, I'm looking at everyone judging them all the time when I'm at the gym, right? Oh, look at that That's guy. That's so true. You said not him. I mean, he's trying, so good for him, but he should try harder. He, what did he start today? What a fucking, <laughs> you know, everybody does that. Everybody I know does that. And so I, I, what do you guys think about this list of punishments and, and rewards, et cetera? Is this something you'd be comfortable with? If, you know, the thing costs $150 and I paid $30 for rush shipping, so I'd have mine tomorrow. Um, that's not required necessarily. You'd probably get it within the next five days if you just ordered it regular. But, you know, that gets a bit expensive. I'm happy to do what, what, what we laid out there. But if anyone is not happy to do it, of course, doesn't want to force that upon them. Chiz is, of course, on board with all of that because he was right there when the list is made and he created that Google Doc. Do I have to make a, wear a special shirt every time I work out now? No, that's just uh, that's just them making another seventy dollars off of you if you're if you're silly. Okay, so what are you? What did you buy? I just bought the device. Yeah, I it's, think um, I have a so link. Just the MZ3 MyZone. Yeah. yeah. So I'm looking at this thing. I'm showing and it I to highly, people. I highly suggest you buy it from their website, Woody, because Amazon was telling me it was going to be like seven to ten days or something. Where, where, whereas for the same price, if I bought it direct from them, um, like for like not not with rush shipping, it was going to be like less than five business days. Yeah, I'm looking at this. So is it one fifty? Mm. Yes, it's the the MyZone MZ3 physical activity belt. Yes, it is a hundred and fifty dollars, and uh, like I said, Chiz and I paid thirty bucks for the rush shipping. Um, they're sold out of larges, so thirty dollars for rush shipping seems like shit. a lot. Well, you know, if you work hard, you won't even have to pay it. Wait, yeah, but I, I can't if you even work hard. You don't have to pay it. Yeah, yeah, because you would get first or second place where someone oh. buys it for you. Oh, I see. Wow, your thirty dollars shipping is covered too. <laughs> I feel like it should be. Yes, I, I, I can't even overnight a large. They're all out. You don't need a large. Large is for turtle people. Now, let me ask this. Is it okay to store up MIPS and drop them before due dates? I think it, it just does it automatically the, no. and like ratchets up, right? Let me explain this. It's Because I watch Rogan's show too. There is one guy, I forget which, they're concerned about him. He hasn't been submitting his MIPS or MIPS. So... Either he's not working out or he's stockpiling them. And someday he's going to sink and leapfrog everyone, potentially. I, I kind of feel like, sh I don't like that. Well, well, that's just not fun for viewership or, or for like camaraderie. We, we should like have like a weekly, uh, weekly update. Like, you know, we do the show weekly. So yeah, at, that's so what every I'm, time I'm we do a PK too. or a PKN. I don't like the idea of like thinking mm -hmm. I'm doing well. You. And then I'll, I'll just pick a guy. Chiz all of a sudden has, you know, an, an astronomical amount of MIPS and takes first yeah. place because he's been sandbagging. Yeah, that's sandbagging. silly. I, I just don't like the, like how extreme the money aspect is because just on the outside looking in, I'm going to lose this because I have... You are the youngest. I have, I have 20... Chiz is younger than me, and oh, okay. he's in much worse shape than me, so he's going to not have to work as hard to get the MIPS. Meanwhile, I have the least amount of spare time by far that's but and that's Jizz the thing that's concerning fickle. me. Yeah. Chiz is fickle, and he will get very sore 
And then he'll take a few pills to deal with the soreness. And then he'll take a little nappy poo. And he'll wake up the two days later and he hasn't got any mips. Historically, Jesus Fitness is very good for a couple of days. That's been his pattern before. Like, he will juice and, you know, go through torture. But not for months. Not for a month, right? Like, a, a whole month or something. That's... That's usually not how Chiz operates. He may this time, but not usually. Yeah. I don't know where yeah, I fall I mean, on all, this. How expensive are these belts? 130. Yeah. But, oh, oh. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The championship belt? I've never yeah. bought anything like that before. I, you know I'm how much go, those are? I'm no. finding out right now. Because I definitely uh, don't want to spend woo! $500 if, you, if I lose. That would well, be... Well, that's, that's what it's going to take because this <laughs> belt... This belt is $180. Okay, so literally, if you lose this competition, you're out $500. That is correct. I don't like that. <laughs> but I can I, you know, see where you're coming I, I'm, from. I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to bank a ton on Chiz just giving up. I'm 45. Like, like halfway through it. Like like halfway through it, because I I know if if I do it, I will not miss a workout all month. I'll probably add a couple extra. I I know myself, I will do that to be extra sure. But if I get to half to two and a half weeks in, and Chiz is still going strong, I'm going to be concerned. What because we could do? He's going to he's going to rack him up so much faster because his heart isn't used to any kind of physical stress. Taylor's and not so a it's bad gonna pick be, for first place. I don't know why you think that you're like you're trying you're fighting off fifth. I don't think he's got a fucking job. <laughs> I got, I got shit got, to do. Yeah, but we all went on a fitness kick and he hulked out, right? Like, it, I, I, if I'm a viewer watching this, I'm not picking Taylor for last. I'm trying to figure out why I'm not last. Look, people out there, I'm your betting favorite, right? Kyle's going to put in yeah. all the effort, all the time. I got the equipment. I, I already ordered shoes. <laughs> yeah. I ordered supplements. I ordered you fancy ordered socks. Shoes. We'll see. I ordered some cool running shoes. They weigh an ounce. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to get really into cocaine for a month. Just artificially (laughs) pump that heart rate number. (laughs) Oh, way ahead of you. You know what Addy I got? Damn it. Yeah, I'm just, every waking moment of November, I'm just pre-workouting into a cup. (laughs) I'm going to be snorting espresso. We're we're going into overtime mode here. Do you really see yourself as the favorite? Oh, yeah, absolutely. 100%. 100%. I've, I've oh, never seen oh. you work out before. Actually, I, I kind of just think of you as a guy who plays video games. I, I do play video games. See, but here's the thing. Kyle's got an elliptical. Like, cardio is going to be the, the thing that wins it in this. Like, yeah, I, I my heart rate definitely gets up lifting weights, but it'll be very disappointing if I, like, finish a hard workout and it's like, oh, I earned six MIPS. MIPS, I think you whatever. Might, well, uh, little I know by watching um, Joe's show... Your heart rate is based on the percentage that it can extend to. So if you're at like 80%, then you get a lot of points. If you're at 20%, then you get fewer points. I suspect mm. when you lift, there'll be some points there, but it, it's just going to earn at a slower rate than, say, someone on an elliptical. That's true. Because, I mean, if I work out, it'll take 90 minutes, 100 minutes, depends. And you're running. You can't run that long. And there's there, no fucking way you can run. There will, of course, years. be a, a there is of course a betting pool uh, that we're that we're establishing to 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 bet on us. I am, of course, your favorite. Kyle will be working hard to to make all of you very happy. Woody's old man heart will fail and crumble into the <laughs> dust. <laughs> old man days into the competition, he'll get chafed by the belt. It'll be GG. Chiz is going to work hard, and he may pull ahead to the lead in the in the early in the early days. Perhaps even the first week, 
but he will fall to the back of the pack and crumble like the turtle-shaped man he is by the end of the competition. And poor Taylor, well, he was never ready to begin with. The man has a job. <laughs> the man has a girlfriend who needs quite a bit of his time throughout the week. He has family that loves him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's going to hold him back. Ridiculous. Fuck. Sorry, Mom and Dad. Can't talk in November. <laughs> I'm busy. Yeah. I yeah, like I'll have this all idea. that time when I'm house hunting on the weekends to work out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Taylor yeah, has I'll, the least I'll, amount I'll of time, but uh, Taylor is by far the most proven workout enthusiast in the group, too. I see. I want to know what uh, Chiz's plan is. Like, it would help me kind of gauge where I think he's going to be if I knew his plan. Is he planning on picking up weights? Is he planning on going all cardio? Like, I can't imagine him going just cardio because he's too heavy at this point. He wouldn't be able to stay going long enough. So he's going to have to do something to do with weights, right? I'm or resistance positive. bands. I'm almost positive Chiss has a rowing machine. A rowing machine. That's good. Yeah. That, that's going to exhaust him quick, though, because like he, he doesn't work those. Like, And that's actually like, yeah, that's a lot of different muscle groups, but it's also you're going to be working the same muscle group. Life just, isn't fucking uh, House of Cards where you go down there and you work out the exact same muscle groups for two hours a day every day. You're going to burn out fucking. Um, you're going to wake up the second day and be like, oh, <laughs> oh, oh, I didn't even know I had muscles there. And then. So, Taylor, yeah, so, what would you? Because honestly, I thought I was just going to go outside and run. Go outside, run, uh, see what skateboarding brings. I think it won't work. I think I won't get high enough. Um, but that's the kind of thing. I'm just going to go outside and run. I like now that it's getting cooler out. I work out better when it's colder. I'm not a good heat person. And what I might do is Uber to dangerous areas of the city. <laughs> and then have to... Oh, oh, okay. It's like, God, Taylor's getting a fuck ton of mips. <laughs> I love that joke, but I do want to know what you would do. I, I, would, I would probably run like in the city or something mm -hmm. to augment it if I wasn't getting enough and then add like as of right now like I switch I usually do like eight different exercises five times or however many times for the set and then I repeat that entire list of eight five times and so what I'll probably do is change that list of eight to like 10 or 11 things to get an extra like 45 minutes an hour on my workout because so you're like, gonna you're gonna bank longer. on the notion that you'll get MEPs by lifting, by the workout you do now. I'm going to give it a go and kind of gauge it for a couple of days, I think, okay. and then and see where it goes. Okay. Yeah. And then if, I, if, if I'm way behind, I'm going to have to fucking run. Like, yeah. there's, there's no way around it. I think, yeah. I, I, I'm pretty out of shape, so I think I can hit my heart rate without, without a lot of exertion. <laughs> you know? uh, oh, yeah. If I'm running, I'm going to hit my heart rate so fucking quick. I, I can hit my heart rate jogging. Get on my level, Taylor. <laughs> yeah, I, if I clap quickly, I, I, can, I, I can get up there. Right. That's what I'm going to do. I'm, gonna, I'm actually, you know, I've been doing uh, hummingbirds, like leg lifts that are imperceivable to the human eye, like every time I do PKA. Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> if, I, if I get uh, MIPS or anything for like very minor, like moving around, like fast walking, like any kind of fidgeting or moving or something, I'm gonna I'm gonna win by far because I can't sit still for that. I, I'm constantly bouncing my fucking legs under here, like feeling like I'm gonna jump out of my socks. I've got the same idea, but I don't think I'm at fifty percent of my max heart rate. Oh yeah, probably not. Oh, is that what the bottom level is? You have to be at fifty percent. Yeah, yeah. So um, here I just had it in front of me. The zones are the fifties, sixties, seventies. And then between 80 and 100 is the same amount. So you're kind of working harder than you need to if you're at 90%. Um, 
Yeah, it's probably a safety thing, too. You don't want to be right there. That's what they theorized on the Rogan show. But yeah, so in the 50s, you get one per minute. In the 60s, you get two per minute, 73, 80 and higher, four per minute. So you're, even if you hit 50% of your max heart rate lifting, like you might get, you know, what would that be? If for an hour, you'd get 60 MIPS, whereas someone else uh, could maybe run for 15 minutes and match you. What I might, I'm going to buy a DDR pad. And get really good at dance, dance, revolution. Oh, that's what I'm going to do. I'll buy another monitor to have behind while we're doing PKA. And I'll just... <laughs> dance, 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 dance. I, uh, and yeah. I'm going to do all of it in this outfit, so I'm burning up. I don't know. Good Part idea. of me is like, I'm going to start running. I'll get good at it. No, I won't. I've started running before. 15 minutes and I'm exhausted. Yeah, yeah running good fucking idea. sucks. Yeah. Like, and you know what? I'm if okay. Number one, just predictions. Kyle's wildly overestimating his running capacity. Uh, Chiz having very I don't know Chiz's workout background. I don't think he has much. He's probably doing the same thing. You know, everybody does when they get into a workout thing. We're like, I'm gonna make myself do this. I'm gonna make myself do that. No off days, no breaks, and then you get five days in with just uh, delayed onset muscle soreness, and you're like, all right, just one break. Just water break. I think we'll muscle take a break. soreness. What kind of amateur are you? You're not taking your ice baths? No. Even, no. It's I'm not, not. going to stop it. <laughs> I think I'm the oh. only one here who's done an ice bath. Taking for real. candy <laughs> from babies. You're not taking yeah. ice baths. Yeah. Bath. Have you done a real ice bath, like neck deep? Yeah. Yeah. Of course I oh. have. I've yeah, done yeah. body parts, like, you know, knee deep. But Yeah. That, I would prefer that because, like, nothing gets your heart. You know what? Just if you want to boost your heart rate, Hit sitting in an ice bath. This is another thing I'm worried about with this uh, with this game with the four of us is that I don't believe for a fucking second that each and every one of us aren't going to be trying cheaty little things to get our heart rate up artificially. Where we'll be like, all right, just a little bit of cayenne. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh. Ah, ah, yeah. ah. I'm scared to death. Kyle's going to strap that fucking thing on Dax and, and let him free. <laughs> that's your workout you just let dax out and you're like oh i can't stop <laughs> no we'll put the thing on no, dax you put it around the dog like <laughs> yeah, stick a taser on his ass and send him running yeah i've got great dates they're only good for three minutes or so <laughs> yeah no, no putting it on your dog no putting it on your friends because uh, i have enough friends I, I have a friend who's literally a personal trainer that if i asked him was like hey buddy uh, an ex-marine if i was like will you just wear this you know, for your sessions, like he he would. I would never do that. Yeah. And actually, he probably would. He'd be like, "Do you have like a heart issue? Do you have something under your, your <laughs> fucking shirt? You sure you should be training me?" But yeah, th- this could be fun and motivating. I like how it's a uh, more multifaceted than just weight loss comparisons, which is good because that would totally be unfair to Chiz. Because you know, starting that high, you're obviously gonna shave off way more and just net pounds. I think you said it backwards. Of- Did you mean unfair to Chiz or unfair to us? Well, unfair to uh, us. Unfair to us, yeah, yeah, yeah. It too fair to Chiz, okay, you know, because he lose you know thirty pounds in the time Kyle could lose probably six. So, because are we? Are you in a skinny version right now of Kyle? Are you in a middle version? What's your weight? What's middle your weight? version? I'm at about one nine five. Okay, what's your? When, where do you feel fit? Like, what's your fit weight? One seventy five, right? Or one like eighty? Uh, about one eighty, one eighty two. Okay, so you're you're about 15, 13, 15 pounds higher than you want to be. I don't know. When's the last time you ran? Uh, last month. How far did you go? I ran a mile. Okay. 
that's that's really doesn't even count. Yeah. One mile. Taylor, yeah, how, yeah. how far could you run if you had to run right now? Oh, I could run a few miles. Yeah. I don't think I could. I think I could run a mile. I, I could run. I, I could jog. I mean, without stopping. I could like, jog at the speed of a brisk walk. You know, maybe longer than a mile. Right? Maybe even like two or three. Like I could do that. Like, you know, it looks like he's jogging, but that guy's barely going anywhere thing for a while. Yeah, a lot of hands fooling yeah, people. Yeah, I, I didn't like, but if there's any like kind a, of link to my stride, I'm sorry, Kyle, then I think a mile. I'm not that fit. Yeah, I, I did like a seven minute and 40 second mile or something like that. I didn't sprint or anything like that. That's a pretty slow mile. Yeah, I don't think I could do that. That is a pretty slow mile. You really? But, I mean, 740? It was a, it was a jogging mile, though. It's not like you were trying yeah. for time or something. Yeah, I'm just jogging. 740 is, is not the mile you get if you do that thing that looks like jogging but at the speed of walking, right? It's faster than that. Yeah, I, I think the fastest mile I ever ran was like sophomore year in high school. I think I ran a six thirty. Yeah, and even I that was, wasn't that good. Like we had a runner who ran one in like five oh eight or something insane. Yeah, I, mine was six forty five. That was my best mile. I hated running. Yeah. I had to uh, run a six oh seven. Well, I had to run a six thirty, and I wasn't that good at pacing myself. I ran a six oh seven because the guy next to me did. But yeah. uh, well, this should, not today. I, <laughs> I need a while to ago. overnight this tonight. I think I'm going to wait till tomorrow and then overnight it and see if they get a large size back. They, that would they, be ideal. You don't need a large. I, I think large is like for real big fat people. Are we doing what the month of person? November? Is that the goal? Um, well, we'll see. We'll see when we get them. You know, like like November makes sense. But if we all have them the day after tomorrow, then we could start then, or the day after the day after tomorrow. Like whenever we all have them, I think we should start. Okay, I'm down. All right. Yeah, I, that I'm gonna I'm gonna predict the rankings. I think. I'm hmm. curious where you'll land on this. I think Kyle's gonna be one. Huh. Because I, Kyle is starting from a position of I will not lose, similar to where I think Chiz is starting. But Kyle has the physique to pull that off more easily. I think Kyle's gonna deal with less soreness than Chiz. Uh, number two, uh, it really depends on how many MIPS you get for working out. Because if you get a decent amount, I'm num- I think I'm going to be number two. Like if you get a decent amount. If it's all cardio uh, and you don't get much from weightlifting, I bet Chiz is number two. If cardio is heavily favored over weightlifting, I'm going to get last. What you could do, Taylor, like if, if you go light on your weights and, and there's more movement, then uh, that you know if, if you choose like if, if you did like 10 pound weights but you just tripled the length of your workout then that would be extraordinary i think for this like if you were doing like that that exercise where you've got like a weight in the front and you like squat down and then stand up and then push the weights above your head yeah. or something like that i feel like that's like if you're doing 30 minutes of those that's an extreme workout i think your heart rate's going to be pounding like th- three minutes in yeah, I mean, I do, like, supersets, which get my heart pounding. So I'll do, like, chest press and then directly from that get off the bench and do farmer's walks with them. Yeah, and, like, doing do a circuit. Until, until failure and then do dips. And, like, I, like, I do it pretty pretty high intensity when I do it. And my, my heart's pounding. So, yeah, I, I just don't want to get last. I just my don't want to be will out be worthless. Bucks. I lift with Colin. And he moves so slow that we like completely rest between sets. We completely rest, not just between exercises, but between sets. I get too much rest, and I have to fuss at him to, you know, keep it snappy. Yeah. I, my, my lifting will not get my heart rate up. 
uh, there's a, I'm looking at this thing like, look, I have proven again and again that I sometimes tap into a work ethic that could win this thing, right? Mm -hmm. You know, like it, it, if I set my mind to it, I could be that guy. But that is exactly the person that Taylor describes as losing this, right? You know, and I don't know that I'm invulnerable to that. I could get last. I'm you, it all comes down to to cardio versus. I worry heavy about cheating. I worry heavy about cheating. People I'm, are going to find a way. That, but how realistically, like, how could you cheat at this? Like, is it? The Dax thing does would it work. Only, I think does, no. I don't think a dog thing would work because you'd be like, huh? Well, that's not how fast humans. It's going to slip speak. off the dog's chest onto. First of all, Dak. His name's Dak. I'm I sorry. Don't, I don't give a shit. But Dak would not let me near him. Okay, like, like, like I, I can't. <laughs> that gets people think right that, up. You can just dance by the cage. Like, like that, that's not a joke. Like, like that dog will attack me and perhaps and shred me up to to hospitalize hospitalize me if I tried this. Second of all, if you put it on his chest, it would just slip down to his like groin area and they'd kick himself out of it. Third of all, even if he was my friendly dog and it fit him, I don't take that dog for runs or walks. That dog does his own thing. That's Kitty's dog. She plays with that dog. I have it's funny that, that you that clearly dog. thought about cheating with Dad. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. I, well, I just thought about it right now. I know it doesn't fit him. I already tried. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, mean I, I have no interest in, in, in cheating. But I mean, if you were going to cheat, I think you would want a ringer. Like Taylor suggested, like that's how you would cheat. Is you'd get mm -hmm. a ringer. Yeah, yeah, you'd get some ringer, and and, and that's I do not have any cheat. ringers in my life. Uh, the friend I hung out with the most just moved away on van life, so he's not going to help. He drove well, away. Honor system. Did, what did I, I say he did? He moved away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he did drive away. <laughs> I'm moving. Where, man? We'll see. <laughs> Dude, he sends me pictures of like places he's in. It's kind of neat. But, um, uh, yeah, so I, I'm going to have to just earn all my stuff normally. Yeah, I have no interest in cheating. I, I definitely honor system. Fucking, what, what's that scout? What scouts? Is the scouts on her three fingers or two scouts. fingers? Is she a, is she a what kind of gal is a scout? <laughs> scouts honor. I want to say it's head. three, but I'm not. It's been a while. And scouts honor. <laughs> Are you sure it's not like a whole hand extended to the sky? <laughs> <laughs> I was going there, too. I didn't want to do it, though. I was like, that'll be a new meme. <laughs> Here's me with the fucking Kyle hanging in the background <laughs> making a Hitler sign. I'm not originally, doing it. <laughs> originally, I had a much more offensive costume. I was considering being a being a woman uh, and, and going going getting full like ladies' makeup, getting a clean shave, getting a, a pretty girl wig, nice dress, and some fake boobs. And I was going to come as like Hope's new roommate. Hi, you're not. What's your problem, Woody? You don't support trans rights. <laughs> well, that's just here silly. At, she has a private room. Here at UNC, we're very accepting. <laughs> oh, I'm so fucking itchy. Uh, dude, I'm excited. I'm kind of excited for the rest of the changes this makes. Like, I'd love to drop weight. I've gained a few pounds back, and I don't love that. Um, I'd like to do more. I'd like to wake up and start exercising as a way to kick off my day, right? I, I'd like to have my... I remember I was at the show a couple weeks ago. I'm like, man, I've been going all day, you know, right since it started at 11. <laughs> and, uh, uh, you know, I'd like to start my day at 7 or something, right? Like, with the, that's about sunup right now. And, uh, you know, go out, get some cardio in, come back, have some coffee and breakfast. Like, that'd be a nice way... I, I'm excited for the whole lifestyle change around this. I hope I do well too. I, I wouldn't asked, mind winning. Uh, I just asked Chiz a few minutes ago. You know, 
what you, you know, because we were discussing what Chiz's plans were. Mm-hmm. I, he said, I says, Chiz, what is your workout plan? I'm not sharing that, lol. It's a competition. Well, my so secret of getting Chiz's... up and working out is <laughs> is out is out now. Like, you know, like, yeah, like, it, so I have a specific workout in mind. Knowledge is so vast that he couldn't possibly. He's like, well, I'm going to do keep it on the DL, but it's called a jumping jack. <laughs> 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 and it's funny because it's all new to Chiz. He's just like, <laughs> <laughs> I've been doing this new jacks, thing. It, yes. it's, called, yes. it's called yogging, I believe. Yogging? Yogging. It's a French thing. You know, <laughs> he, but he gets like two into little kid things. He's like, it's called the. You take a. You get a bunch of third graders with a parachute and you <laughs> lift, it, lift it up. And then, <laughs> uh, oh, what else? Uh, what, what, what could he possibly think is so such a good thing? Like, it's just going to be cardio. I, I have one that I honestly don't want to share as well. And, oh, come and, on. And it, it's nothing new, but, but it, to me, it's, it's like, yeah, that's the thing. That's the thing right there. That, In the spirit of fairness, come on, let's talk about what our tactics are going to be. I think it's a heavy bag. I think it's working the heavy bag. I, I really do. Because I've done that in the past, and mm-hmm. and like the goal is to like mirror what a fucking professional athlete would do and do five minute rounds. I don't know if you've ever tried to do a five minute round, <laughs> five minute round on a heavy bag with sixteen ounce gloves, and just do one two one two one two one two three. Oh my fucking god, dude! Do not post video of yourself hitting a heavy bag. Because everyone that watches has like Floyd Mayweather as their point of reference, and they'll be like, yeah. "Kyle's really not very good." Yeah, not even, look, look how uncoordinated he is. Look at his feet; they're not moving right. Yeah, I've seen yeah, Tyson this is just to get my heart rate up. <laughs> I don't care about any sort of form. Just, All they've it's seen almost is... like he wasn't Golden Gloves for his entire life. Yeah, <laughs> and having bad form is going to make it more strenuous. So you want to have bad form. Like, you don't want to be efficient in your punches. You want to be big, wide, heavy, you know, slow. I was thinking I I, I could do, you know what I might do that would be fun? I don't know how well it would work, but uh, pick up ice hockey I would enjoy. Unlike Taylor, if it's at noon, I don't give a fuck. (laughs) I can just go. (laughs) (laughs) If they have pick up ice hockey at like 1 p.m., because up north they used to have that a lot. Um, like men's leagues, yeah. No, no, men's leagues tend to happen stupid late, like two a.m. and stuff. And that, but pick up like stick and puck, or even pick up hockey where they actually oh, play the games. That'd be fun to do. I would like mm-hmm. that. I, I, I might add that. That would get my heart going, and I would. I find it much easier to play than to work. Like if that makes sense, work out versus play. And uh, I could do that. That's a strategy for me. I'm gonna wear it 100 percent of the time that I'm fucking over the last month or the next month too. That's a good idea. Well, we're going to learn a lot about you. <laughs> you see, I don't think it's going to... It's Looks gonna like you save. had a really strenuous two-minute workout at 10 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> Your heart rate went from 60 to 120, and then then you went to sleep real quick. <laughs> <laughs> and then right to sleep. <laughs> Looks like... What was that, a night terror? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, another yeah. ace in the bag. Someone who has night terrors. Oh, <laughs> oh thank God. Uh, just a few more m- mips. <laughs> yeah, this is going to be fun. I need to think of more creative ways to get my heart up. I love that Shiz is keeping it secret. Yeah, I, he, like like it's something. I like, do I, think like, you can't maybe. stockpile these things, though. That would be the that would really ruin it for me. I want to know where I stand on this, kind of fairly. Well, we should have to like re up it every week then. 
Or even, like, you could, I think it's syncing. Like you sync it with your computer. So I, I don't care if, it, if you get behind by a day or two, but I don't think you should be able to sit on them. That would just be no good. Well, yeah, we'll, we'll have updates during, during PKN and PKA. That makes sense because that's every like two to three days respectively. Yeah. Um, one thing that, that Chiz is suggesting now, because you know, I'm, I'm conversating with him as mm, one would say. Because that's a word. I, I, it actually is. We found out, but but you I know. looked and it's informal. It oh well, so quasi word. Um, he I, I, he was like, well, what are the rules? Because they're starting the betting now. Uh, what are the rules? And I was like, oh, you know, the ones on the Google Doc. And he's like, well, that's lame. That was just a that was just an outline. And and I was thinking like one of the things that we've got right now, right, is that fourth place pays for like second place's belt. And the cha- and the championship belt. So they're mm-hmm. the ones who are coming out with like 500 total, including their own belt. What we could do is split the cost of the championship belt between third and fourth place to lighten the burden on fourth place a bit, but add a further punishment to fourth place that is either A, embarrassing, or B, painful. One challenge so like, with that is third and fourth become the same Oh, no, no, no. That, 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 uh, okay, I see where you're Monetarily, going. they're the same, and, and fourth isn't quite so extreme on the monetary end. Now, third and fourth have to come out of pocket for like um, 170 and a half is uh, 85, uh, plus the belt is one. 230 each, plus their own belt, roughly. Um, but but maybe, maybe you do that so that monetarily, third and fourth are identical, but there's an a terrible thing that fourth place has to do. Like, just off the top of my head, like, if I was fourth, I'd wear a Hillary Clinton shirt, wear a Hillary Clinton hat. Just off the top of my head. If Woody was fourth, trumping it up. If, um, or maybe you eat one of those horrible ghost peppers on the show. Or you get pepper sprayed or tased or um, something like that. And it's just off the top of my head, you know, it's a terrible idea to get tased. I don't want to get tased. I mean, and that that is the idea. I don't like the ghost pepper or anything too spicy on the show because like, then it's like, all right, and they're out of commission for the next hour. And like, I, maybe I you do it at the end of the show. Yeah. You know, I don't like uh, the shirt idea because I feel like it's not hard enough. I'll wear a Trump hat. I don't give a darn. Like that's not, yeah. doesn't hurt me too much. And I don't think it hurts you guys much either. I would, I would dislike it very much to, to wear a Hillary. I, I would sincerely shirt. dislike it. If I had to buy and wear a really nice Chicago Blackhawks hat and shirt for a show, I wouldn't like that. Mm. How about this? We might have custom punishments. Custom punishments. Oh, that's good. Yeah, like 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 we would decide what the fourth place person has to do based on their likes and dislikes, right? Like I I, I would not like an I'm with her shirt. That would be. I would humiliating. really hate a MAGA hat. That would crush me. I I don't want to have to eat a lot of you. cauliflower <laughs> on the show. I don't care for cauliflower, and that would be a custom punishment for me, especially if it's raw. Raw, there's well, nothing Woody, nastier than raw cauliflower. Woody would have to drink a pint of alcohol on the show. How much is a pint? That is that. Can I do that? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. You've had more than the pint on the show. Yeah. Yeah. But you'd have to drink it at once. No. <laughs> you just have him be dead twenty minutes later, just vomiting. Yeah. It'd have to be a custom thing. We'll have to think about the punishment. I. I don't know. Let me. Let me I'd like and dislike the Chicago one. That's a good custom one for me. I'm trying to think of stuff I would not like to eat that also wouldn't interfere with the show. Let me do a, an ad here while yeah. I think of some things. 
Bad breath is a gross, embarrassing problem that impacts everyone at some point in their lives. Fortunately, it isn't your fault. Smart Mouth Mouthwash knows that the real cause of bad breath, and they know that just two rinses a day can solve it for good. But first, what is bad breath? Bad breath is a natural consequence of bacteria living in your mouth. Naturally occurring oral bacteria consume protein in your mouth and give off sulfur gas as waste. So when you smell that rotten egg bad breath odor, you're actually smelling sulfur gas. Using alcohol to kill, to kill germs or trying to cover the odor with a minty mask won't solve the problem. To solve a real problem, you need real science. Smart Mouth uses a clinically proven, patented, two-liquid system. When poured, the clear sulfur-eliminating solution combines with the green zinc ion solution and activates. The activated zinc ions seek out and bind the bacteria in the mouth, stopping them from being able to consume protein or release sulfur for 12 hours per rinse. No sulfur gas means no bad breath. You can find Smart Mouth in the oral health aisle of your local uh, favorite supermarket, pharmacy, grocery store, or online, at, or online at Amazon. And that's what's important here because for a limited time, you can go on over to smartmouth.com slash PKA and get 20% off your Smart Mouth mouthwash or toothpaste by entering code PKA promo at checkout for 20% off your purchase. That's smartmouth.com slash PKA and use PKA promo. Yes. Go buy it on Amazon. Check it out. I know you'll like it. We all do. And you're you're going to need to make sure you have great breath when you go out on Halloween today. Or, what, five days from now, whatever it is. Because you're trying to get laid. You're going to find some sexy little cat woman or something. Mm-hmm. And you're, gonna, you're just going to be hungry for it. But you'll also have been drinking that evening, so your breath won't be good. That's why you need smart mouth. So get it on Amazon. Check them out. Buy them through Amazon. It would, uh, would make us look good to our sponsors, and we appreciate when you do that. Yep, definitely. So. And uh, we've got a brand new sponsor. This is Morning Recovery. Maybe if you're going to be partying hard, you're going to want this stuff. Remember a few years ago when you could go out, have a few drinks, and bounce back the next morning like nothing happened? I just learned about the way to help you bounce back like the good old days. Morning Recovery is engineered to help your body detox and rehydrate after drinking. Make uh, Morning Recovery your new pre-drink routine. Drink one Morning Recovery before you go to bed to help your body detox, rehydrate, and bounce back. So you can be your fuller self and do more the next day. Designed by an ex-Tesla uh, engineer and world-class scientists, uh, Morning Recovery combines the latest research and best ingredients to boost your liver's natural ability to break down alcohol. Morning Recovery's secret is DHM, a plant-based superhero ingredient shown to help accelerate the decomposition of toxins in your liver. Plus, it tastes great. With over 1.5 million bottles sold, and if you don't love it, get your money back. There's no reason not to try Morning Recovery, and they have a special deal just for our listeners. Go on over to morningrecovery.com slash PKA for 20% off your entire order. Get 20% off your entire order on a 6-pack, 12-pack, or a 24-pack, or the 84, the 84 party pack at <laughs> morningrecovery.com slash PKA. That's right, an 84 party pack, morningrecovery.com slash PKA. Check them out. I'm excited to uh, to receive this, and hopefully I get it soon so I can try it uh, this Sunday after after Halloween festivities and see uh, see if uh, if I enjoy it, which I'm sure I will. So, yeah, check them out. You and your 83 closest friends. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna be set for a year with that. That's really cool. Yeah, that. <laughs> uh, I believe Taylor's gonna be uh, sent some pretty soon. He's getting a. Uh, I don't know if he's getting the 84-man party pack or not. <laughs> I um, hope so. But, but <laughs> it comes in a, it's gigantic. It comes in a pizza oh. box. <laughs> he's definitely getting a... a I'm going to have to start drinking more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Well, I need an excuse to start drinking again. Yeah. But uh, but we'll we'll get some first town evidence from Taylor after a, a hard night of <laughs> drinking. Yep, I'll need that for November to make sure if I wake up and I'm like, yeah, I'm not feeling really a workout. Take a drink of that, have that superhero formula rinsing through my body, fixing me, and I'll be pumping iron before you know it. Or maybe even getting an Uber to East STL and jogging back. Sky's the limit. So in closing on the uh, on the competition, uh, since it hasn't started yet and there's still a bit of time for you guys to give input, I would love for you guys to give us input about what these punishments and perhaps rewards could or should be. Um, you know, maybe you guys are a little more creative than we are. Uh, you know that you know you know what we like and dislike if you've been listening for four hundred some odd episodes. I really so don't want to drink a pint of alcohol. I feel like well, that's I so that much. I, I know, I know, I, but it's been on my head, and I get that not liking it makes it good. But mm-hmm. like you guys are literally like putting on a shirt you don't like, <laughs> and meanwhile <laughs> I'm vomiting all night long in the toilet. Like, what if it, you had to wear blackface? That seems so much uh, worse. Actually, than... <laughs> I'll drink the alcohol. <laughs> that, like, like everyone else is just wearing a shirt they don't like. This is so unfair. Yeah, I mean, you know, I'll wear a pink want... shirt. It's not my color. No, we all have to wear blackface for the duration of the competition. And the winner's <laughs> the only one who gets to take it off. <laughs> you know, that could be a thing, too. Maybe there's minor punishments for, like, like let's say we do the first week's check-in. You're in fourth place. What do we do to you? Hmm. Just saying, that's just an idea to throw out there. So yeah, give us your input. Put it in the comments down below. Loser shaves um, one eyebrow. You know, and look in the comments if you see an idea that you like, give it a thumbs up. If you don't like it, you think it's yeah. fucking stupid, then give it a thumbs down. And uh, and you know, we'll we'll use that as a bit of a rating system on here over on YouTube. We'll figure out what uh, what works, what doesn't, and maybe we'll add your idea. And if you do, guess what? You're getting a special prize. A thank you. <laughs> Thank you that you just received from <laughs> Jesus Christ himself. That was it. You just got it. That's a preemptive thank you from your Lord and Savior. All right? Lamb of, Lamb of God here. Just, just letting you know that I appreciate what you've done. Thank you. I felt that. Yep. I felt that. Kyle, did you pay $30 for shipping so that you could start collecting MIPS earlier? Is that what happened? Oh. I just don't understand. No. It's like delivery in one to three days is $6, but overnight is 30 I wanted oh, to ensure that I got the thing. I, I'm certainly not going to like save up extra MIPS. This thing had this thing is all digital. You're gonna be able to see when the MIPS are occurring, right? Like, there's no cheating here. There's no way to like fool a digital it's online. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so skeptical. Yeah. Well, but yeah, Chiz and I both ordered the thing, and we made we ordered it overnight to ensure that we got it on time and that we could start the thing at the very least by uh, the the first of November. Did you ever give your uh, your ranking prediction, Kyle? Did I miss that? Um, I think I will be first. Um, I think that either Woody, uh, it, I think Woody could be second if if he uh, if Chiz doesn't have the resolve or the stamina. Like if he if he just gets really sore or if his back acts up because as we know Chiz has some some serious back uh, issues. Like like he could have an actual medical disqualification, which will not nope. allow him to escape any financial ramifications. Turtle man. So if that happens, um, then Chiz could easily fall to third or even fourth place. But if that doesn't happen, I like Chiz's chances because of A, free time, and B, um, I feel like getting him to like 90% of his resting heart or 90% of his max heart rate, which is, de- is going to be determined by the device. Like it finds your max heart rate and alerts you every time you reach a new max heart rate. Very cool feature. Um, not a sponsor, by the way, at all. 
um, I think that he could really do well. Otherwise, I feel like Woody, who is going to work real hard and, 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 and try at this a lot, plus he's got free time, he's got workout equipment, he's got a lot of free space to run, I feel like he could, he could be a strong contender. So I'm not sure. You, however, Taylor, also a very competitive person, mm-hmm. and, you, and, and, you, and here's the, here's, I, I'm not an expert on how these this, this scales work, so I would imagine that you have excellent cardio right now, at least better than most of us. So mm-hmm. I think that you're going to be capable of getting yourself to 70% your max heart rate and maintaining it for a longer period of time than mm-hmm. any of us. So we'll have to outwork you. Um, we'll have to outwork you. We'll have to do more workouts than you because our work, we won't be able to maintain 70% of max heart rate for as long as you can for a given time. So it's really hard to say, but if I had to guess, I would say myself, Chiz, Fuck, it's hard. It's hard based because of all the things I just said. Yeah, I'm ha- I am equally struggling, right? It's hard. I could put Taylor in first or fourth, right? Mm-hmm. I-, I have no idea, but it, both of them seem reasonable to me because uh, you get the least amount of time, but heck, we've done sort of fitness-based things before, and he's winning, so uh, I think yeah, Chiz I no is my, in my fourth. Mind. Chiz is my yeah. fourth, I think. I-, I think there's going to be something that trips him up, maybe the back, maybe just... You know, his enthusiasm wanes. He's my fourth. Kyle. That's the one thing that's given me some confidence is that I, I can tell you right now, I will not miss a workout. I will not skip a single thing. Like, I'm not saying that like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go fucking hard. It's like, no, I, I won't miss one. I can promise you that. Like, but I don't know the same for Chiz. That's what I'm not sure. He will. It's a matter of when, not if. He will have to skip a couple workouts because his body's just not used to it. Like, he's going to have to. I'm, I don't I'm know definitely... why, but I'm going to say, I don't have a good reason. I'm going to say it's Taylor, Woody, Kyle, Chiz. But, but I could shuffle them and, and come up with just as good an answer. Imagine how, like, cushy this is going to be for the three of us if, like, October 3rd, Chiz is, like, texting us, like, Ah! <laughs> my back and it's like have we started yet <laughs> it's like, All right, well, I, i'm just gonna keep working out the way i have because i'm not gonna be out 500 yet. <laughs> yeah yeah but uh, hopefully I could, nobody gets hurt you could shuffle it up anyway i don't know why though i think Chiz can't win i i, I bet Chiz is listening to this thinking that i am underestimating some game strategy that he's got working i don't know how you could get lice from a costume store <laughs> wig that you just purchased and unwrapped, but I think I'm getting it because this is the <laughs> least comfortable thing I've ever worn in my life. I'm so uh, tempted. I, I, you know, I, I'm not normally cheap, and I'm hoping not to even pay for this myself. But it's one thirty with free shipping on Amazon, and it's one fifty with six dollars shipping on the other. And I buy what everything. What was the warning about Amazon that it takes longer? Yeah, like, we, we were it's not we, Prime. Yeah, when I ordered it, it was saying like five to ten business days or something like that. And, and, you know, it could ruin the whole competition. So, yeah. Well, I'll right. over- well I'm not going to ruin the whole competition. I'll just. Yeah, I'll... One to three business days. That's definitely by November 1st, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. November 1st is a week from today. So next Thursday. That actually works pretty well. Yeah. Yeah. I need to. 
I'm going to have to like start waking up early and working out because usually like Thursdays today is an off day for me. I'm going to have to work out Thursdays too. I now. can't wait to be putting on the PKA championship belt around this waist. Are you going to try and pump up some some muscles in the competition too, Kyle? Or are you just no. going hard? You're not, no. not going to try and get a little I'm tone. Going for little... Speed. Just speed. I'm going to be slippery. You're going to be slippery running across right. water by the time you're done. Oh, I'll be walking across water. <laughs> Wearing my PKA championship intercontinental belt. Intercontinental, global, <laughs> uh, uh, spiritual, universal. I'll be the universal PKA champion. Ooh, yeah. I wish this, <laughs> I wish this mustache would stay where it's supposed to go. It hasn't stayed for more than one second all night. <laughs> no, it's just no. been right in front of your mouth. I just Those bought my once. belt and pre-registered it. So it should come programmed, I guess. That's excellent. Ooh, so I I'm in. I, I, I'm excited about this. I'm hoping it fixes, not fixes my life. Like, I'm so, it's so ruined. But I'm hoping, this is- yeah, I'm hoping I can finally find joy. But no, like, if my sleep schedule got better, which has been actually improving lately, and, uh, and, and I don't know, if I just woke up, worked out, put, some, put an hour in, and I don't know, did well in this, I would feel really good about myself. We'll see how this goes. No matter what, there will be no losers in this competition because everybody is going to be doing more than they would normally do. And that's the real takeaway. That's too wholesome for me. Someone will be losing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, You'll be able to tell who's losing like two weeks in where we're like, well, at the end of the day, guys, it's just important that we're getting more fit, helping our lives, really you know, making sure. I can only be myself. Everyone else was taken. You know, it just, <laughs> can you do yeah. <laughs> You know, guys, we're having fun in games here, but the important thing is we made a change in our lives. You know, and we <laughs> like something really gay. A really <laughs> small one for one of us, but uh... <laughs> oh man, yeah. we'll see. I'm very excited I, about this. I uh... should we make? I, I want to know how much weight Chiz loses. I'm I don't sure think he's going to divulge that to us, but I want to know. He'll tell us. Yeah, yeah, it, it he might not want it, it shared, but uh, but I would be interested. I want to know how much I lose. We'll see. I, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Resistance exercise is the best way to lose body fat. So that's but not not what this is. But we'll see. <laughs> that's not what this is, but <laughs> well, that's a thing too. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I intend to do both. But uh, I mean, Speaking I might of, uh, kill myself. Of being overweight, here's a really nasty story from some cunt I think in New Zealand, who was getting married and she was jealous of how fit and pretty her sisters were, and so she like made her wedding to make them look bad in it so she would look good by comparison and even went so far as to like in the couple months leading up to it convinced her sisters like yeah we're doing like a weight loss shake every morning and she was sabotaging her own sisters pouring like weight gainer shakes into their shakes and like they gained enough weight that they had to like get their dresses taken out and this this whore (laughs) this absolute bitch is like even saying like uh like what are a couple of her actual quotes I went so far as buying a weight loss shake and emptying the contents. Uh, uh, th- she talks about how she loved the day. She looks back on it and is happy yeah. with how she looks And now, better. when I look back at my wedding photos, as I often do as they're displayed around the house, sometimes I feel a twinge of guilt that I'm standing <laughs> there glowing and gorgeous in my bridal gown and my sisters are looking washed out and chubby. <laughs> yeah, she literally picked bridesmaids dresses happy. That, were, that were colored yellow because she's like, oh, that yellow will make them look bad. Like, they'll all look bad in yellow. That'll make me pop in white. Like, dude, if I read this article and learned this about my, ne- my now wife, 
Like, that would be it. It'd be like, you are a duplicitous cunt. Did you know that? My God. Everything wow. you're saying is true, but it's a little funny, right? Like, like. Oh, it's funny. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little funny. She's, like, she swapped out their stuff with weight gator, put them in yellow, and and hung the pictures around the house. Well, it was always known that I was the alcoholic daughter, and so I dosed them with fentanyl for a month, and now they start shaking after 20 minutes. So who's the, the good <laughs> daughter now? You know, <laughs> now my problem's not so bad. Both you of know? my <laughs> sisters are gorgeous. I mean, stunning. I always felt like Jan Brady in the middle. I wasn't as hot and popular as my older sister. I wasn't as cute and fun as my younger sister. But I found a man who loved me for me, and I couldn't be happier. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I couldn't I, be happier unless I, I sabotaged my sisters <laughs> to make it even more about me. I didn't Jesus want to be reminded that on my until my last day on Earth that I was the plain sister. Ah, uh. the day went off without a hitch, and everyone had a great time. I never thought for a moment on my wedding day that I wasn't the center of attention or the most important person in the room. And now, when I look back on my wedding photos, oh yeah, that's what you said. I feel, I feel happy, but then looking <laughs> Jesus washed Christ. out and chubby. That's what a, a sociopath! This is a sociopath. Real petty bitch. Although it is kind of funny. It's not like she poisoned her sister. She just, you know, made him a little chubby. I assume right? her so sister bounced right weight, back like to their. But the. People have like I, I my theory is people have a natural weight that they kind of gravitate toward. Whether that be because they have a diet they gravitate toward or a genetic or whatever, they just their sisters. When she stops slipping weight gainer into them, we'll go right back to who they were. Oh yeah, yeah. But I mean, I would not like my sister anymore if that were the case. Would be like, really? Wow, you're a bitch. It's like yeah, when I get married, I know you're allergic to artichoke. And so I'm going to sneak you one of those before. So you'll be all puffy and unable to breathe, laying there all purple and hideous while I'm getting married. Yeah, like, <laughs> like King Joffrey. I couldn't be any happier. I stood there with my fun sister and my dead one. You know, like, <laughs> laying there suffocating. Oh, what a whore. Yeah, but a funny one. It is definitely funny. Uh, so uh, Sarah Silverman says that Louis C.K. masturbated in front of her. Have you seen that article? I did. I didn't read it, but I saw the headline. <laughs> is, it, is that what all it was? Oh, uh, pretty much. She made it really, really clear that she was consenting. And she described herself as his peer. Uh, some might disagree, but just the same. She didn't see herself as someone who like had a power imbalance with Louis C.K. and, and uh, you know had to say yes. So uh, she, she's not casting him as a criminal at all. But she is like, yeah. Yes. He jer- he'd be like, hey, can I masturbate in front of you? And she's like, sometimes. I was like, yeah. That'd be funny. And other times I was like, fuck no, let's do something else. And uh, I, I guess... Yeah. How long ago was this? Was this when he was doing it with the other women in like 2002 or something? Or more recent? I'm scanning. I didn't catch a... Because they've both been successful for a long... Sarah Silverman's been more famous than him for longer. Yeah, you might argue, and I'm going off my foggy memory, that like come 2005 or so, she could have been even bigger, right? Was she like dating she Jimmy was. I think she had a show time? at the time. Yeah. Jimmy um, Kimmel, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, um... Uh, anyway, uh, she didn't feel like, I, I just thought it was fun that she liked to watch Louis CK jerk off sometimes. It was, um, it was her sister. Whose sister? Uh, Sarah Silverman's sister. Uh, when she, when she was 18, uh, she dated Louis CK and after they broke up, uh, they went on this road trip cross country and, uh, I guess they, they shared a hotel room and he'd let her know that like, Hey, every morning. I'm going to be masturbating. You can go out in the hall if you want, but it's happening no matter what. 
And uh, and so the other day when that hashtag was going around after uh, Sarah Silverman was on, I think maybe the Stern show, but maybe not. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, she she tweeted out with that with that hashtag and talked about that experience. Well, you, the way that you said it, you implied that it wasn't Sarah Silverman, but it definitely was. I've got the article in front of me. It's uh, Sarah Silverman's sister. Sarah Sil- Silverman revealed on Monday that commu- comedian Louis C.K. used to masturbate in front of her with her consent. I don't know. That's a little ambiguous. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's, I, I'm, I believe they did that with Sarah Silverman, but the incident that I'm describing where they dated when they were 18 and... Um, okay. And that they went on this road trip together. That that's her sister. He he masturbated in front of a lot of ladies. So the, the by happenstance he ma- he did it in front of two sisters. I mean probably more than just two sisters, right? They right? hopefully twins at one point. I mean, ask your wife. Has she ever seen Louis C.K. masturbate? I will Ch- circle back are. with her. <laughs> yeah. Odds are. I mean, is she a woman? Yep. Does she live in the United States? Yep. Well, fifty-fifty at this point. That's that's what I'm getting. But. uh... But yeah, anyway, I don't know. That's the whole story. She said that uh, he used to jerk off in front of her, and she thought it was funny. Uh, I'd, I'd never been to this Reddit you linked earlier, Kyle, called I'm a Total Piece of Shit. <laughs> but uh, some of these are pretty funny. Yeah, I like that they one. They really are pieces of shit. They really are pieces of shit. It's like yeah. people, like, like moms who like uh, pierce their kids' ears, things like that. Which is, where do you fall on that? Um, I'm okay with it if it's a if it's a girl. Um, I I think that that's a pretty a common thing, you know. Um, so I, I got no issue with that. No, it was a it was from one of the stories he linked earlier in our chat. But here's just the Reddit okay. uh, link. Yeah, I, I'm okay with uh with with because I I don't know I it's most girls have pierced ears and now now if they go crazy with it and like get like all up the low like up on the cartilage and stuff yeah like like maybe that that's a little excessive but like a regular ear piercing like i got no issue with that you know of course i'm as we all know um i'm okay with any sort of child mutilation at a young age well that makes sense (laughs) (laughs) all right i've got another uh another horrific story that's Halloween themed. It's not really, but it's close to Halloween. So it, I'll just, uh, the kids are wearing costumes. We'll pretend that. Uh, so these two girls were standing in a bathroom and were foiled. And apparently they were planning on stabbing and killing the girls who came in to use the bathroom and then cutting their bodies up with a pizza cutter and disposing of them. And thankfully, an adult walked in and we're like, hey, you why are you standing in here with knives? And they, you know, shut it down. But yeah, that was a real thing. Apparently they were going to like sacrifice the see, blood to I, the devil. The first half of this plan, I can kind of see working, right? You got numbers, girls come into the bathroom, unsuspecting, you stab them, they die. Cutting them up with the pizza cover, just cutter, just seems like the wrong tool for the job. Mm-hmm. If I've learned nothing yeah. recently, it's that you need a bone saw. Oh yep. yeah. You need a bone saw. And like, if you give me a pizza cutter and a dead body, I'm not going to be able to cut through a body with a pizza cutter. It's just not going to happen. An 11 and 12 year old girl, they couldn't even cut a pizza with a pizza cutter. <laughs> That's about like, true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, there's no fucking right. way this is going to work. It literally says here, according to the officials, the 11 and 12 year old girls said that they were Satan worshipers and were going to drink the blood and eat the flesh of the students they killed. And then the girls planned on killing themselves. Cool. Yeah, I don't think this plan was going to work at all. Maybe the murder. 
I, I really doubt there's suicide, and the pizza cutter thing is just bullshit. Yeah, here's, here's the plot. Uh, the 11-year-old spent the weekend at the 12-year-old's home, and on a Sunday, after a day of watching horror films, they devised a plot to kill several students at the middle school. The girls decided they would attend the first period classes, meet in the bathroom, where they, wait, where they would then wait for smaller students and overpower them, according to the police report. They did not want to attack larger students, the report says. Using knives tucked under their clothes, the plan was to stab their victims and cut their throats. The preteens conducted internet searches on how to kill someone with a knife and what type of wound would cause the victims to bleed out the fastest. Upon killing each victim, this report says they intended to stack him or her in a bathroom stall and wait for the next small student to enter the bathroom. After the students were dead, they would cut them up and eat parts of the dead flesh. Uh, the, the girls aimed to kill between 15 and 25 students. <laughs> and they didn't even Ambitious. get one. Yeah. yeah that's, you know, say okay, what you will. Becky says we want to cut into eight slices, okay? <laughs> they read up on how to use a pizza cutter. <laughs> <sighs> Roll vertically. No, don't let it slant. Yeah, this is a... Uh, they should probably be uh, taken away for a long time. Probably really? maybe even forever. At 11? For- They'll be uh, totally how- different people by 13. How old were those Slender uh, Slenderman girls that, that literally sacrificed a girl to Slenderman that barely Wait, survived? What? You know, remember those those two girls who were like twelve and thirteen or something that took that other girl out in the woods and stabbed her a bunch of times and s- to sacrifice her to Slenderman? Shit, no. <laughs> they were both yeah, twelve, it appears. And the it looks Slender like three of them. Three of them, twelve years old. Well, again, they'll On- be different people by fourteen. On May 31st, 2014, in Wisconsin, 12-year-olds Anissa Weiger and Morgan Geyser lured their friend Peyton Leutner into the woods and stabbed her 19 times in an attempt to impress the fictional character Slenderman. Leutner crawled to a road where she was found. She recovered after six days in the hospital. Uh, Weiger and Geyser were found not guilty by reason of insanity and in February 2018 convicted and sentenced to long periods in mental health institutions. I wonder how that really goes down. Like, does anyone know if you're not guilty by insanity? Do, like, I don't think you just get to stay at a resort. I, I think you go someplace that sucks. And yeah, then when, if you, you become Mexico. sane, do you become guilty also? Like, no. I, no. Probably happens, like, how quickly you become uh, sane. If, like, I, day I, six. I saw yeah. that you do in a movie once. So yeah. that's a thing. <laughs> no, that you know, when, once you're sane, you're, you're good to go. You're, you're healed, right? You were sick, not, uh, not criminal. <sighs> I mean, this is pretty criminal. And also, thank God they're so terrible at stabbing. Stab someone 19 times and they recover after six days? What were they stabbing him with? Like a, like a butter knife? Like I said they had like a butcher's knife. A butcher's knife? Well, then those yeah. are not very deep stabs. Well, they're, they're little girls, you know? Yeah, but they're stabbing a little girl. That equalizes. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. That's a good yeah. point. It's not like they're stabbing me or you or Woody. Yeah, I could take a stab. Oh, I'd, I'd, this girl can I'd, take I'd a stabbing. I'd sacrifice both of them to Slenderman. This girl can take 19 stabbings. I'm impressed. That's nothing. Hmm. I could take 40 stabbings. <laughs> 40? <laughs> 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 stabbing competition. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? How many mips per stabbing? Whoever survives the most stabbings wins. Loser the, dies. At the end of the month, Kyle's like taking the lead by a ton. He's like, actually, the secret was about you notice my when I leapt off about two weeks in, I actually started cutting. And like you're like pulling out these gashes all around your arm. Uh, that would not be worth the five hundred. No, no, probably what? not to develop a mental illness like that. Um, it's hard to find out how 
not guilty by reason of insanity works. It's super rare to be like act to actually get off on insanity. But it, to be fair, there's nothing more insane than stabbing another little girl to death so you can sacrifice her to Slender Man. Like that. Yeah. That is that is insane. Yeah, I believe I believe that they were um, insane. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. like that, that by definition is pretty fucking crazy. All right, would, they were. Your, uh, I guess your spiritual or lordly, uh, godly rather punishment be for these gals. Mm. Well, spare the rod, spoil the child. I think Dad <laughs> said that. Uh, that was wow. my mother. <laughs> Not even in the Bible. <laughs> uh, my father told your mother that, and she knows how to follow instructions. She went a little, went a little out there. I think she also read that part about beating your slave half to death, and it's mm. A-OK. Mm-hmm. Um, I, 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 but she also read the passage about never using a stiletto shoe and an ice pick at the same time. Listen, Always I thought <laughs> the Romans were hard on me. <laughs> But I was looking in on you from time to time, and whew, whew. I mean, rough the, go. the the Romans didn't really give a shit one way or the other about you. Oh, they gave me that cat some nine tails pretty severely. I'm going to tell you right now. I don't know if you've ever been whipped into your back is nothing but a bloody mess. Well, I mean, Woody has, but but I don't know if you <laughs> have, Taylor. But it is. It is oh, painful. I flagellate myself all the time. Well, of course you do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a monk. Praise mm. you. Oh, I feel <laughs> right here. You feel it? Hey, what if I kiss way lower on the cross? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. That part of this cross is a little salty. <laughs> a, little, a little bleachy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Thank you, my I, son. I wonder who the guy was who was like, yeah, and if you want to, if you want to join our order, you have to wear these clothes. And, you know, it was a dude who had a really dope place on a mountain, who like everybody else had left the monastery, and he like had a really cool thing. And they like showed up, like I want to, I want to serve the Lord as a monk. And he had to be like, yeah, well, you gotta wear these awful clothes. Okay, I'll do it. Ah, shit. Uh, you, you gotta, you gotta cut your hair. Give me a minute. <laughs> okay. Okay, you got to do this. This is a new rule. I just got this from God. And they're like already getting razors out. Like, okay. And he's like, fuck. Shit. You got to, okay. You got to get up and pray in the exact same spot. So 60 years from now, a kid on a trip in a college exchange program can come and take a photo of where your feet have carved out a little bit in the wood from how much you've prayed over the decades. Like, yeah, of course I'll do that. Like, that's, that's the real history that they're not telling you about Christianity is it was a bunch of cool cats trying to keep monasteries fun. And then a bunch of losers showed up and took it seriously. <laughs> and you can confirm this, Christ. That's exactly what happened. Um. <laughs> See, the reason we cut it like this is because we imagine where the crown of thorns is and we remove the hair within. I like to imagine I, I, that it was one monk with male pattern baldness and he was like, you all have to look like me now. <laughs> I <laughs> like to think that, that, do you need to remain a virgin? Do you have to stay celibate? Of course. Right. Uh, so I, do monks I don't yes. know, but in my head, that haircut is designed to facilitate that. It does help with running the ladies away. Mm-hmm. They don't care for it. It's practically a head condom. Your head looks like a cock. <laughs> it's really... Like, it would be a happy day in a monastery to, like, start losing this. But <laughs> then you're like, oh, thank God, now I'm just bald guy. <laughs> now, like, I won't get made fun of every time I go to market to buy more wooden shoes and robes. 
<laughs> or whatever the fuck they wore. So I'm someone actually in South monk, Carolina uh, who 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 made peas fuck and invented things about evolution. <coughs> Howie Wendell, I think his name was. Ah, uh, yes, that's yeah. who it was. Yeah, he he bred peas. Do you guys not know this? He made peas fuck. I, I know we didn't cover this in school. Um, he did that hereditary thing, right? Like he came up with the whole thing that shows how traits are passed on mm -hmm. with like uh, with like plants, right? Yeah, I think we yeah. Should cover this, but how, I forgot how the guy's name. Yeah, how this is like Mandel? Ninth, this yeah. is like eighth grade fucking science or something like that. <laughs> he was a mm -hmm. germaphobe yeah, was, yeah. as well. Also a germaphobe. <laughs> uh, I loved his work on Bobby's World. <laughs> uh -huh. uh, not so much on America's Got Talent. Pretty annoying. More of a Stern fan there, but um, okay. Stern didn't <laughs> contribute as much to the the world of biology. So it's it's kind of even for me. Back in the day, like you could get so much credit for bullshit science. Where like this dude was just in a monastery and he's like, oh no, I mixed these peas with these other peas in the same plot and then like different peas grow and people are like this guy knew that he could put peas together and it's like no he made a mistake hey, and then he, like, he, ran, he ran for, with it you know he, he, he figured <laughs> it out over time you look so much like a monkey on camera in real life it kind of looked like you a little and then the eyebrow do you know because you often make faces at the camera it, but man this is Simeon oh yeah the resemblance less. is uncanny <laughs> When it was a work in progress, like he I, actually for a long time the jaw wasn't even attached. Now I was like, I see it, I see it. And then Taylor's head, like, but when you put the jaws on, <laughs> get, they, look ghoulish. <laughs> they look ghoulish. And I, I, I'll just stop. Um, if I found so, that hanging in my home, I'd call the authorities. <laughs> she tried really hard on these. Oh, of course, but it's still like a, it's a Halloween creepy thing. Like that, that's the point. Like, okay. I don't think that's what she was going for. Yeah. She, it, we were supposed to be like a PKA marionette show. I was going to make the mouths move. Something, some features were not implemented, and <laughs> the mouth on this guy is it's it's like a minstrel show or something. It's really <laughs> terrible. I like it. I think it's funny. I feel bad <laughs> about it. Like, oh, who cares? Uh, Kyle certainly doesn't. Kyle, you know you're a beautiful man. Oh, that's not why. That that no. That, that, I, I, this depiction of me is not offensive in any way, ex <laughs> except to people of color. <laughs> uh, yeah, everyone knows this. This is you know. This is her I, best I, effort. <laughs> Jackie's best good. effort. <laughs> Jackie, Jackie's best. Yeah. Effort, yeah. Brought to you by Third Reich Productions. <laughs> <laughs> it's so bad. <laughs> <laughs> terrible. We were supposed to be puppet. I was like, I had... she's got a KK can do attitude. <laughs> <laughs> I, had, I had like, you know, I was supposed to be able to control yeah! them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look at you dangling there. Boy. Yeah. <laughs> I got your ear, boy. <laughs> Don't oh. you ever speak to a white woman in public again. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh. <laughs> 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 uh. So, the Powerball was $1.6 and a South Carolina man has won. He is unidentified at this point. Mm. In related news, Wings of Redemption has not streamed in three days. Coincidence? Mm -mm. I think not. Mm -mm. That would be awesome. Fucking hilarious. That oh. would be the funniest thing ever. If Wings won the fucking lottery. If Wings was a billionaire. A billionaire. 
that would be the greatest turn of events ever. I would. It's almost as good as if I had won. I bought ten tickets, didn't win, but if Wings won, oh my god, I, that that would be so fascinating. He wouldn't. He wouldn't do what we would do though, because I feel like we would all probably make a YouTube channel of nonsense, right? Like, like we'd utilize our, our current audience and be like, hey guys, guess what? This week we're doing PKA from Mount Everest. Yeah, I just flew everyone up here and uh, I built a palace on the, on the <laughs> world's highest mountain and here we are. And it cost a billion dollars. Bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, now I'm out. <laughs> this, this is Mook Mook, my Sherpa. <laughs> we actually purchased him as well. <laughs> I... Yeah. I, I like to think that I would do like so many other people. I'm not even going to change my lifestyle. I would just make smart decisions. Maybe, you know, like a little thing here and there. But by and large, I'm happy with my house. I'm happy with my truck. Like, we're all good. Like, I don't need anything. Um, I do so much spiteful shit. I, I, I just like to like, like I buy all the land around Woody. Every bit of it. In a circle. <laughs> and, and I do horrible things to it that would drive him crazy. Now, I'd only do this for like six months. Then I'd buy Woody like a nice new house somewhere else. But I wouldn't <laughs> tell him that was coming. i just ruin his life for six months and drive him insane for the lulls. Like there'd be a sewage treatment plant to his left. Jesus and a fucking and, and a fucking sex store emporium to the right with mm. glory holes in it. And like creepy men you like walking in. Because I don't like things. this sewage plant idea at all. Oh, it's coming. It's coming. <laughs> And we're not going to treat the sewage. We're going to store it. It's a it's a sewage storage <laughs> plant, and we store it in open sloths, just 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 out in the open, so it can steam dry. <laughs> and just 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 ruin your life for like six months, and you'd just be cursing my name. And then I'd be like, I, I'm just kidding, Woody. I've been secretly building you this lovely mansion over here. Well, how nice and of then, you. And then you'd move into that. I would. Build... And then I'd start all over again. <laughs> you wouldn't be a billionaire for very long. Oh, come on. This is, these are like a million dollar here, a million dollar there. I have a thousand million dollars. Okay, and I mean, fair enough. And you invest like half of it, right? Like, like, like in something very conservative. You only need to gain like a percent a year on, a, on $500 million to, to, to be making crazy money, it's right? It's a real problem, though. Like I become a billionaire and someone wants to like kidnap my children. Uh, oh, yeah. You don't want to tell people. See, that's, you got to be careful it's about that. It's hard not to. Some states you have to. Out. Some states you have to. Devolt, you have to come forward. Some states you don't. South Carolina is one of those places where you do not have to come forward. Um, but if you do have to come forward, you're absolutely right. It's a little scary. And it makes international travel a, a virtual impossibility. Like you certainly, you have to pick and choose the countries that you're going to be enjoying your vacations in. Like, like, like most of Europe is fine. Canada is, of course, fine. I don't think you want to go south of the U.S. border, though. You could, if you go south of the U.S. border, <laughs> like what would it take to like go to somewhere in central or south america and be like all right i'm gonna give you 100 mil and this little section on the coast or whatever where you don't have any like industry or anything just a nice little coastal area this is my country now mm -mm. Like, no, i'm gonna you... build a wall on it i'm gonna build and it's gonna have a moat too it's gonna like the wall and the moat are mostly aesthetic it's gonna be very lord mm -hmm. of the ringsy in my country and like why wouldn't that be allowed like brazil would be cool with that Give a little teeny little. It wouldn't even show up on a map. No, it's easier to buy an island. Like like Chiz and I were looking at the private islands the other Shit, day. You're right. And for like thirty five million dollars, you get a banging private island. Like no joke, a big fucking island. You go back just ten years, and it's like yeah, but you need infrastructure, right? You don't even like camping. You know, to have your oh, own you island. But nowadays, it, Elon Musk will solve that shit for you in a month. 
You know, you'll put in a solar farm, and now you're there. Thirty-five mil for the for the island. Another thirty-five million to like add a boat dock and a pier and your house <clears throat> and a solar farm and water treatment and everything. And now you've got an island fortress where you make the rules. And, and then you start siphoning off Blackwater employees, making your own militia. Before you know it, you start taking islands without paying, but you I'll still build this. dope resorts and things on them. Black Ops 4, Battle Royale, your ping is going to suck. Um, I don't give a shit about forget. my ping on my private island. <laughs> no, I have zero ping because I'll be hunting the most dangerous game on my island. Mm. Ah, children. Yes. <laughs> with pizza cutters no see see if you got your own island you could just hunt real people battle royale style right i feel like you could make that within the rules right like it's like oh is there some international rule that makes it illegal to hunt people no no yeah yeah no no there's no rules that beat your country's rules china does shit all the time just because you own your own, your own island doesn't mean you're your own country that's a separate thing well, but well, I'm going to make a flag, and it's going to be really cool. I'm going to make an anthem. I'm going to hire P. Diddy to do it. Um, <laughs> no, who's like a... Kanye. Kanye, that'd be funny. He's yeah, crazy. hire him. Yeah. Have him and Taylor Swift duet it. That'd be good. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so, it'd be so easy to waste money on an island. You could just go to the Philippines, buy one of their little shitty islands... Yeah. Make good buddies with Duterte or whatever his name is. You know, like he'll, he probably wants to go and cut loose sometimes when he's not executing drug dealers. He can come hang out at my place. No executing drug dealers here. He can show up with all whatever his drugs and do them on my island. At, Look at this. Or these he'll are, execute me. It's a these risk. Are, these are islands for sale. Mm. All right. You can, I'll just price them high to low here. These are like, like these are not little sp- Specks of land in many cases. I mean, some of them are okay. Like, like some of them are, but some of them are fucking enormous. Here's one for sixty-two million dollars in uh, the Bahamas. It's four hundred and sixty acres. That's really big. I don't have a good grip on how big four hundred and sixty acres is. It that's would take a square mile. I can't convert it, but I just know what it is because I've like, been on parcels of land and known that they were that. Real big. Like, it would take you a long time to drive. Or, it, it would take a long time to drive around 500 acres. Just Imagine, a, like, a 250-acre lot. Double it. The, That's, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a square mile is 640 acres, if that helps people. That's quite a bit. Yeah, so it is, you know, uh-huh. mile by a mile. These are so fucking cool. Yeah, I definitely buy my own private island because I think that that there's nothing you can brag about to a woman that's cooler than that. Like you can you can be like I've got a I've got a Bentley, and that'll definitely get a a, a ton of ladies to just bite immediately. Like no matter what, like you sure. don't have to have any game at all. Like private I got jet is next level. And private that jet still is doesn't super compare to level. island. But if you're like, hey, I, I it, it was nice meeting you and everything. I'd like to hang out, but. We're about to hop in my plane and uh, go to my island. What what island? You going to the Caribbean? No, no, I own an island. It's called Kyletopia. Yeah, I'm very vain. Uh, you probably <laughs> picked that up already. Um, it's called Kyletopia, and uh, it's it's in the yeah, it's in the Bahamas. You want to come? There's one four thousand six hundred acres in South Carolina. That's real big. 
That's really big. And it's in South Carolina. I didn't know there wasn't. I bet it's useless. Uh, maybe You'd this have is to what, go wait. China with building the marsh out or something. Is this, is this Wayne's investment property he's always bragging about? <laughs> does he have an investment property? He claims he does. I bet his mom really owns it. I bet his mom really owns everything that he owns, and there's going to be a rude awakening someday. I hope it doesn't work out poorly for him. I would feel bad. Yeah. I don't wish for bad things to happen. They just do. <sighs> now you I'm got speaking me in a Jesus, place. Speaking <laughs> of Jesus Christ right now, by the way, not as cut. Uh, here's a two-acre island in Canada. I wonder if I could afford it. Like, how much is a two-acre island in Canada? There's a whole list of them that are, like, under half a million. Um, um, but you can, you can sort by, like, price uh, low to high. Let me do that. Most of them don't have the price on it, it seems. Oh, that's lame. Okay. Um, Seoul, Tavern Island. God, that's cool. Even this little one. Okay, here's... Whoa. One acre for... Oh! $21,000. One acre island island? in Nova Scotia. Here's a six... This is a shit island here. Um... Maybe PKA should, you know, go in on an island or something. Yeah, I bought an island, but it's shit. That's <laughs> <laughs> that funny. That, now, that's, that, that would be even funnier, right? You tell them, hey, you want to go to my private island? They're like, holy shit, yes. <laughs> and you, you, take, you charter a seaplane, and you take her to a swampy-ass, like, <laughs> shithole with a tent in it. And you're, like, chopping your way through the brush. Not even charter a seaplane. Like, you, you load up on some Boston whaler that smells <laughs> like fish. <laughs> you bought Three ah. Mile Island? <laughs> <laughs> That's so yeah, bad. it's cheap. Essentially located. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's a bunch of islands for less than half a mil. I don't really know. quiet here. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like all these pictures are taken at low tide. The high tide, it goes from like three acres to one. <laughs> yeah, that, that's fucking cool. That That's the kind of like extravagance that I, I would definitely do if I had a, a billion dollars. Um, you know, oh, I think, yeah. I think that you, what you want to not do is get into is get into things that like keep costing money. I think having like one of those private planes where like every time you want to like show off, first of all, just keeping it parked somewhere is very expensive, and then the maintenance is very expensive. The pilot's very expensive. The Did fuel's... you hear Chael talking about this recently? No. Okay. But I just you know I I I know a couple guys that have them, and I'm aware that it's it's a big expenditure. Like the Brent, uh, that that guy in Texas has one, right? And I mean, first he's got to build a runway, so there's a little bit of cost, but it doesn't keep coming. Then he has to have the thing parked somewhere, and when he wants it, he has to call him and have him come bring it to him because he doesn't have his own like hanger. jet he, hanger. You know, it doesn't make sense to keep it there, so he keeps it somewhere else. So he has to pay just to have it brought to him. That's fuel and maintenance because like every hour of operation requires like an hour of maintenance or something silly like that. There's a it might have to do with the pilot too, right? Like his pilot wouldn't. You know, the pilot is by the plane, not by him. Of course. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Although although he's got a knack of like whenever he wants someone to work for him, like you know, that that ranch out there is such a paradise. Like a lot of like his that chef that he's got is like mm-hmm. he works on a, at a an amazing private chef that works in a five-star restaurant, but he's happy to come out there and cook for hmm. pennies because he gets to come out there and play, you know. 
Yeah, that Chael Better Sonnen was saying. He, now, Chael's got some money, right? You know, Chael's earned a lot of money in his uh, lifetime. And he was like, never own anything that costs a lot of money to own. He's like, that will drain you dry. And it's like, yeah, yeah. I'm not sure I'm following that advice, really. But um, th- that makes a lot of sense. Like, you know, a plane is a great example. A boat is a pretty good example. You own those things. And you just have to keep paying them, you know, whether it be slip, like boats deteriorate pretty quickly. So you have to have them washed all the time. You have to pay for where you park it. You have to you know, do all sorts of things or it just gets worse and worse. Planes, time passes by and you need to replace things. And just like boats, every part on it is stupid expensive. The mechanic you hire for a plane has certifications that make him very expensive. And you own things that are expensive just to own. Like you can buy an expensive thing. Like if you get your wife a nice ring and that's her that makes her happy that doesn't keep costing you every year, but a, some things do. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And there are, you know, there are, there's a such thing as a appreciating assets. So it might make sense to, to spend some of your fortune on those so that if you ever uh, want to get your money back, you can. And a lot, you know, real estate's pretty fucking good about that. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Especially in the long term, you know, maybe there's going to be short term. I sometimes wonder what this place should be worth. Now. The, the, my area is kind of booming, uh, mm-hmm. and it hadn't always been. Like, <laughs> we'll see about that. <laughs> the <laughs> um, like when remember when like the last housing boom, like Vegas shot up, Florida shot up. Research Triangle Park didn't, um, but lately it seems like it has. There's a lot of places that shot up, and and they're making all these big investments and properties and i'm like is this gonna be good for me in a decade like could this be something really substantial isn't it gonna burst again at some point because we still give out subprime loans to people who can't pay them off i hear you and i've had that same thought um i've been betting i haven't really been betting against the economy i've still been investing but emotionally betting against the economy for a couple years now and i've been kind of wrongish this year but the thing about real estate is we're due though like even we're kind of on the cycle for when it should happen the thing about real estate is, even if it even if it does burst, it'll it it'll fill right back up again. There'll be a you know it, it, it might go to. down, but it's going to go back up again. There's not going to be it's not going to be like 20 years from now your house is worth more than it than it is now. I mean it, it's going to be. It, I mean yeah. with inflation, it especially. doesn't help the average person at all though because they have to lose their house and sell it for way less than they we're thought about they were going to end up selling tech. it for. And then people, <laughs> well, I'm I'm just saying for normal people like they're not nearly as fortunate. It's like. Your whole life is lost in a way. If yeah, if they can't can make the be. payments on it, yeah. yeah. If your house mm-hmm. goes down in value, though, you don't necessarily stop making your payments. You just made a bad investment. Yeah, yes, so much. Yeah, your ears like this, like the the top part of this is so, like th- this part. <laughs> I, I wish I had kept the fucking placard that shows how big this is supposed to be on someone's head. <laughs> Because for me, I look like I'm wearing a yarmulke, like with this thing. When it was like the guy in the thing, like had his you know prayer and cross held, and it was like all the way down, like very, very far down. No, very quickly realized I should have tried this on the store, but I'm sure someone else already did, which is why I'm gonna have lice. <laughs> See, Kyle, you should have just got a regular headphone bud for this episode. I should have, but I just bought these. My uh, my Astros quit working, so these are the um, the audio. What the MX M fifties maybe? Yeah, That's the very... AT ATH uh, M fifty X, the red and gold edition. I like them. They very look very fancy. I, they're highly regarded as uh, outperforming their price point, and and they've just mm-hmm. had a good reputation for a long time. 
Yeah, I, I asked uh, asked a few people, and uh, Chiz and a couple other guys recommended them highly. Um, there were some guys who were saying I wanted an open back uh, mm-hmm. headphone because the sound stage was so nice. But it's like I'm not a DJ. I'm not like mixing any any uh, any hot beats over here. So uh, I, I want a closed back uh, headphone headset. How do you like it so far? What has been your opinion? Um. I'm using them with the Astro Mix Amp. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only problem I've got is if I jiggle the wires too much, I get some uh, crackling and popping. What, mm. But I don't, I don't know that that... I wouldn't blame that on the headset as much as I would... I don't know. Bad connection else. somewhere. Bad connection. Or the, maybe the cables that came with it. I don't, I don't know what's going on. But uh, I, like the, I like the sound quality a lot. I mean, the Astros are not a bad headset. The, the A40s or whatever that I had, that's a $300 headset. So like, they, they certainly weren't a bad headset, but I, I would say that these are, are really nice and I, and I like them. How's know? the uh, comfort is a huge deal for me. Not for you, maybe. No, no, no. I'm, 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 I'm frustrated with my, my, my locks. I can see of, that. Uh, <laughs> of, of hair here. Uh, I, I'm not, I'm not shrugging at you or whatever. You yeah. would never do that. You I, would on wash the, his feet before you shrug at him. These things, I'll look at what they are. Like AKG something. Q701. Something like that. And uh, they're super comfortable on the ears. They're really light, and I love that about them. Sometimes I find the top center of the headband to be a little itchy. Mm. I don't know why. Like It just presses down and sort of moves my hair in a way that gets annoying. I've got a... (laughs) I've got one iPod earbud that I wear. (laughs) Got a HyperX. Has an H and an X on the side. Sound out of left and right. headphones (laughs) headphones <laughs> mm. fits over the head nicely with adjustable <laughs> i don't know if you can hear that <laughs> adjustable and it plugs handily right into your computer for listening mm, but not and your i bet iPhone. it is a little a little cheaper than, than <laughs> what you guys you guys have but also probably i don't know like kyle yours looks fancy as shit it looks like something one of those pro gaming gamer guys would wear I suppose so. Uh, Woody's is probably quite a bit more expensive. I don't remember. I, would, I think mine are like a hundred and fifty, maybe a hundred and eighty, somewhere in there. Some of that. Woody's looks part. more like a like a pro, like professional audio mixing or something like that. Like, it, are those are those game? Is that a gaming headset, Woody? No, or, it's it's uh, meant to mine. I'm just, I just I okay, just looked so it right. up. Uh, Two ninety is what it mm-hmm. what it would cost. And um, yeah, it's the open soundstage and it's supposed to be like a reference thing. So if you mix the different volumes together, you get a really accurate sound. As opposed to like if you were to do it on, say, Beats by Dre, then it would be so bass heavy that when people listen on something else, it wouldn't be what you were targeting. Mm -hmm. Um, And and we know it's worked out great. PKA audio mixing is historically top notch. So it was a a good investment. It really made me good at it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That's good. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm. I've done pretty well as far like, like those Astros I got for free, mm-hmm. and uh, you, so this did, is the did first. Did they like sponsor you, kinda? Uh, I was at uh, a convention and they just handed me like three boxes of Astros. You know, now that I, I bought my first Astros, but now that you mention it, yeah, they have shipped me a couple of pair along the way. Um, yeah, those uh, those red ones that I wore forever. Like I, maybe I was at E3 or something like that, and uh, and you know saw them and spoke to them a little bit and they they were just like here take what what color you want and like mm-hmm. like i was like i want red and he's like oh i want pink <laughs> and you know and we just and i was like well I, i'd like an extra one for my razor blade here that razor just gave me it costs <laughs> a lot more than what you got there just saying 
They're like, oh yeah, here's one for your mobile gaming experience. What was the like, one that? Uh, what was the event that broke it? Like, did you get frustrated and slam them oh, no, and you run them over no. with your chair? Um, literally nothing. That, that I've always been very careful with them. I've never dropped them, but the left ear started going out, and it was so. Um, it was such a. It, it didn't like go out and crackle and pop. It just stopped working one day. And I literally thought I was going deaf in my left ear <laughs> because like I, I damaged this eardrum one time with a mortar. Um, like I was dropping mortars in the tube. A couple of years ago. Yeah, like seven years ago. I was dropping mortars into a, the tube and they were exploding next to my left ear every time. And uh, and that really hurt my ear. And so I was like, shit, I'm going, I'm going deaf in my left ear because I'd be gaming. And it's really noticeable when you don't have stereo, when, when, when suddenly you're just right ear only. And I was like. Oh God! And I was like getting Q-tips and like, 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 like maybe my ears just filthy. And I'm like, like, no, no, my ears clean. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, maybe I need to like bump my eardrum to reinflate it or something. <laughs> I was, I was, I was on the verge of going to an ear doctor. And then like, first I just slapped the side of the the headphone to like try to impact my ear, literally, like maybe make some suction. And then uh-huh. started working. And I was like, oh, it's the headset, dummy. <laughs> what the fuck? Of course. And, and it started and it started working, but then it would stop working. And and when when it became like annoying, I was just like, well, I'd, I'll just buy a headset. You know, um, you made a funny video where you dropped the mortar in and it only went like three feet. Was it about that yeah. time? Was it like, like... That, it was that day? Oh, okay, yeah. Yep. My friend's mother busted her eardrum. She was using a Q-tip, you know, and improperly, of course, because that's how you use them. And she had it in the middle, and then. For one reason or another, she raised her arm and she used her shoulder to impale the Q-tip through her eardrum and like damaged it. And she was pretty much deaf in that ear. She said it like could kind of sort of work, but not really. Yeah. And uh, the doctor was able to fully repair it. I don't know what the procedure's like, but she's fine. Yeah, my drunk, abusive grandfather apparently slapped my grandmother in the ear once and uh, deafened her in that ear for the rest of her life. Wow. Just Jesus. by hitting the outside of it like that? Yeah, he slapped her in the ear so hard, yeah. It's weird that wow. that doesn't happen in fighting more then. It is, right? Like and I I like I they would don't think slap when you, each other like I know, I know. Sometimes they do. Right? Like if you're yeah, in the clinch. He's right. Like if you're in the clinch and you're trying to like like if I were in the clinch with somebody and they were getting the better of me and I and you've got like this much movement you can do with your hand, those punches don't hurt, especially a pro- they they're annoying. But to a professional mm-hmm. athlete who gets punched for a living, he's just going to weather them. But a bunch of fucking slaps to the ear. I can see that getting me off of you real quick. Oh, yeah. It's like oh, a pressure. Oh, MMA thing. news. Like, like, we got to shift a little bit to MMA. Ben Askren, right? Mm-hmm. Going to UFC. Tra- they're, they're trading DJ away. I couldn't be. I think that's the best trade imaginable. Because let me, let me say this about DJ. Phenomenal athlete. Maybe the GOAT, right? Unfortunately, the guy's five foot two or whatever, right? And he's just... For whatever reason, fans don't find that as interesting. I, I, For I people who aren't, he, weigh, he fights at the 125-pound division. Little fella, but he might be the most talented of all time. He he was on this crazy winning streak. Like he defended his belt like 11, 12 times or something. I think that's the record. And then he, he lost his last fight out. But it was close. It was split decision. We I, I assumed there'd be a quick rematch. But no. UFC hmm. apparently is trading him to, uh, what is it, one fighting championship or something mm-hmm. like that? Some other organization for this guy named Ben Askren. Wait, they can I, do that? They can just like, trade to different no. organizations? Well, uh, everything Kyle are. said is right. They're effectively trading him. They're, they're, like, they, don't, they can't actually trade, 
but they can release this guy from their contract at the same time mm-hmm. he releases their contract with the you know that the so it's all assumption. but a trade. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, Practi- it, pra- practically it's a trade. So this guy they're picking up. I've I've only watched his highlights on YouTube, but I've heard Joe Rogan talk about him with great reverence. Mm-hmm. You know, they're always saying, "Oh, it's a shame that this guy doesn't get to fight in the UFC that he hasn't ever, and he probably will never, et cetera, et cetera." That's been the the, the story behind this guy because they talk about just how incredibly talented he is and how amazing his wrestling is and how powerful he is for his size and how he just out wrestles anyone and everyone and just embarrasses people. And and I watch his highlights and he's like riding people. He's like riding this one guy, and he does like that rodeo thing like this, and then pow! Like, like, <laughs> like, like he's like showboating on people, and he he he, uh, he tweeted out something about humbling a Russian or something like, which is of course a a message to Habib. Um, so he'd have to drop down to one fifty five for that, but I believe he fights at one seventy. Um, he fights at one seventy. Now one does a thing. I forget the specifics of it, but they changed the way that fighters weigh in, so everyone went up a class. So he might weigh in same day, you know, which, so you wouldn't want to be all weak and, and such. So 155, I don't think, is a big move for him if he were to do weigh-ins like UFC fighters do. Uh, Kyle, he's undefeated, uh, but he hasn't faced the same kind of competition that you would if you'd spent a career in the UFC. He's an elite, super high-level grappler. Uh, I think he's world champion, definitely. Silver like a, medalist or something crazy like that? Like, like I don't know how wrestling... NCAA champion and All-American and uh, just really well regarded for his grappling, which suddenly is cool again. Like, grapplers used to be the boring people that people didn't like to watch, but there's a lot of excitement around Khabib, so he would be like I, that. I think that, like, as someone who's not nearly as into it as you guys, I think that grappling versus striking thing comes down to how interested you are in MMA. Like, if you are into it and mm-hmm. you kind of get what you're looking at, you enjoy watching grappling, whereas... You do not if you don't know what the fuck you're watching. Because I then, like, I, I've watched word. it with people. Yeah, and, like, people will be like, oh, this is so boring. And, like, I'll be like, I, I it kind of is. Yeah, you're right. I don't know nearly enough about the moves they're doing down there for me to appreciate the technique. Right. Like, I, but I do appreciate one guy getting a heavy hand right to the side of the head. It's like, oh, I know what he did there. But if you've he done it, you're like, oh, my God, he just went from you know, a half guard to side control. Now he can put mm-hmm. so much more weight into those elbows. You know, his, his own controls his own body. Like, I, I get that. I'm still very excited about Ben Askren. It's kind of a shame, though. It's a, I, is he 33? How old is Ben Askren? I, I don't. He retired. He retired and said, you know, I don't want to fight into my old age. He's 34. Uh, and that is uh, getting there. That's old for a fighter. It's, yeah. it's for any professional sport. That's getting up there. He's going to be past his peak, and uh, so it's. I don't, I, I can't, I'm trying to make another sports parallel, and it's just stupid. But yeah, it, we don't get to see what he might have done. He's 34. I th- I, I'm excited to see him, and I'm. I, I frankly don't care that DJ's going. Oh, I, I just I've got one more thing I want to slip in. He said something. Ben Askren did it, maybe Twitter or Instagram. That really burned into my head. He's like, have you noticed that no one has called me out? I'm coming to the UFC. Not a single person at 155 or 170 has said my name once. And I'm like, motherfucker's right. No one's talking. Like, people talk about going to the UFC. Everyone puts, everyone's like, yeah, I'm going to welcome that bitch myself. This guy's about to see what the top-tier organization is like. He's been over there and won, having a good time, over there in Strike Force, World Champions, whatever. Like, when Gilbert Melendez comes, they're lining up. They want to show that guy what top level is like. No one's talking about Ben. 
Everyone is like, I hope someone else gets him. I'm not down for yeah. that. I'm excited to see. This uh, this next card doesn't excite me at all. It's basically just uh, Cormier, Cormier versus... Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and look, I... I, it, it just, is it 230 uh, or 231? 230. I, and I just don't see anything happening but Cormier uh, out-wrestling this guy, out-working this guy, out-cardioing him. I, I just, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't mm. see how uh, Derek Lewis can win this. I mean, I see how he can win it. There's there's one clear way he can win it, and that's mm. by punching Cormier in the head and knocking him fucking unconscious. But I don't think he can do that to Cormier. Derek Lewis, I like how you just know, abandoned... The He's, mustache, 100%. Now. <laughs> <laughs> Kobe, Derek Lewis is the guy who, who was exhausted and got worked for three rounds on the Conor McGregor card and then knocked the guy out with a few seconds left and said his balls were hot. Well, now he's getting a title shot. So that's kind of fun. Uh, Wyman versus Souza. That's sort of interesting. I hope Wyman come, comes his back. His balls were hot? What, what did you he didn't mean see by that? that? Oh, balls was hot. Yeah. So this guy, Derek Lewis, usually when you win a fight, you try to look like it was easy for you. Like you, you try to be like, yeah, I could have gone a few more rounds. Derek Lewis got worked for like two and seven eighths rounds out of three. And uh, with maybe 14 seconds left, I'm a little shady on the details. This guy's got cannons, cannons that he throws. And he's throwing them and hitting air all fight long. He hits this guy and the fight's over. Just ends it with this big punch. After the fight's over, he lays down on his back and just sucks wind. He doesn't give a fuck. He takes just, his shorts off. He's just trying to, yeah. And then he, he stands up and he takes his shorts off and he's standing around in his underwear. And everyone's like, what? He's in his underwear. And, and it's, it's like a tight, I don't know, spandex maybe type thing. Oh, yeah. And, Athletic uh, underwear. Yeah. And Joe Rogan interviews him afterwards and he's like, why'd you take your pants off? My balls were hot. <laughs> Joe <laughs> Rogan's like, yeah, I understand. <laughs> What's he gonna yeah, say? Yeah, you know what? They probably were hot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pro- probably. So, so he's fighting uh, Cormier, Cormier for the uh, for the title now, and that's kind of fun. The Weidman fight is. I love Weidman. I just he's been hurt so much. But this guy, the first fight of the night, Israel Alessandra, the style bender. I'm very excited about him. If he beats Brunson, maybe a title shot. Definitely gets himself in that elite tier. Yeah, this is not the card I pay for, though. This is the card that I find one of those shady streams for. Yeah, I see where you're coming from. Not paying for this. Yes, Taylor, it is indeed ad time. It's Mm. It's time to tell everyone about Get Quip. When it comes to your health, brushing your teeth is one of the most important parts of your day. Quip knows that. They've combined dentistry and design to make a better electric toothbrush. Quip is the new electric toothbrush that packs just the right amount of vibrations into a slimmer design at a fraction of the cost of those bulkier, traditional electric toothbrushes. And guiding pulses alert you when it's time to switch sides, making brushing the right amount effortless. Quip also comes with a, with a mount that suctions right to your mirror and unsticks to use as a cover for hygienic travel anywhere, whether it's going in your gym bag or your carry-on. And because the thing that cleans your mouth should also be clean, Quip subscription plan refreshes your brush on a dentist-recommended schedule, delivering new brush ads every three months for just $5, including free shipping worldwide. Quip is backed by a network of over 10,000 dental professionals, including dentists, hygienists, and dental students. Most, most toothbrushes don't get named one of Time Magazine's best inventions of the year, but Quip did. Find out for yourself, uh, find out for yourself why. Quip starts at just $25, and if you go to getquip.com slash PKA right now, you'll get your first refill pack for free 
with a Quip electric toothbrush. That's your first refill pack for free at getquip.com slash PKA, spelled G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash P-K-A. I use my Quip each and every day. It's fantastic. Favorite toothbrush I've ever used. I am not going back to anything else. It's great. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, big fan. You want to use electric toothbrush, my dentist says, because you can clean your teeth without damaging your gums. That's right. So that's the thing. Yep. Our next sponsor has me very excited. Mm. I have been following this for, um, I don't know, when the trailer came out a few months ago. Uh, I am I'm genuinely very excited to see how this goes. It's, it's a few of my favorite things mixed into one. What could be more evil than Nazis? Producer J.J. Abrams dares to imagine an answer in Overlord, a thrilling, pulse-pounding action-adventure with an unexpected twist. Set in Nazi-occupied France a mere hours before D-Day, Overlord follows a team of American paratroopers who are on a mission to destroy uh, a radio transmitter atop a fortified church. The desperate soldiers join forces with a young French villager to penetrate the walls and take down the tower. But in a mysterious Nazi lab beneath the church, the GIs come face-to-face with enemies unlike any the world has ever seen. You'll have to see it to believe it. This movie has all the elements that you would want and uh, want. Horror, sci-fi, action, mystery, and since J.J. Abrams is the producer, you know there will be a lot of surprises. Don't miss Paramount Pictures' Overlord in theaters November 9th. Rated R for strong, bloody violence, disturbing images, language, and brief sexual content. Ooh-hoo. These are a few of my favorite mm-hmm. things. I am very excited about this movie. Um, I... I if you watch the trailer, if you don't want any idea of what's coming, then I, you know, take just take my word for it. it looks really good. But uh, if you want to know what's up with this, and and I don't think it's a huge spoiler to know, uh, watch the Overlord trailer on YouTube. Uh, you will be pleasantly surprised. It looks very freaking cool. It it reminds me of a few video games I've played. Very excited to watch this movie. Yeah, I'm. I started the trailer. Uh few seconds ago it looks really really cool yes very bloody very gory very violent and it's got that world war ii gi kind of uh kind of kind of thing going for it kind of like dingy grungy dirty like boots on the ground kind of feel yeah like, very, this is really cool like saving private ryan meets dawn of the dead or something like that very what's cool. the best world war ii movie of all time saving private ryan that would have oh. been my vote too i didn't want it to be lame but that yeah. really is the best I was, you're, that is really good. I had Fury in my head, and then he said that, and I'm like, I want to switch. <laughs> yeah, Saving Private Ryan wins. The, the real question is, what's the best Vietnam movie ever made? Because you could go back and forth between uh, Full Metal Jack, uh, Platoon, Thin Red Line. There's a, there's a lot of really good Vietnam It's movies. definitely not Full Metal Jacket. I, I think for me it might be. I liked it more than Platoon. I liked Platoon more than Full Metal Jacket. If you talk about the whole movie as an aggregate... Like, because Platoon never hits the peak of Full Metal Jacket's beginning, but Platoon maintains better throughout, I think. I agree. Whereas the really good part of Full Metal Jacket is more than undone by the really bad part. So, like, I agree. net, net, it's lower. Yeah, you guys have the popular opinion. I liked the second half of Full Metal Jacket more than other people did. I also agree that it dips. It's not as good as the first half. But I thought the second half was interesting, too. You shoot women and children? Yeah! How can you shoot women and children? It's easy. You just don't lead them so much. <laughs> is Forrest Gump a Vietnam movie? Does that it count is, as a Vietnam it, movie? I, I, I consider that as well. It's such a small part of Forrest Gump, though. You know, it's such a crazy, like, spanning the mm-hmm. the breadth 
of like that golden part of I, I suppose of American history, you know. It it covers so much shit. We all know but Born on the Fourth of July is the top Vietnam movie. Yeah. That was There's awful. A... That was hard <laughs> to make it through. It. You haven't seen it? No. I, I, they had high aspirations, you can tell, right? It's like a three-hour movie, three and a half, I don't know, super duper long. And uh, they just, they really wanted to make something that was great. But for me, it just drug on. And ah! I forgot a couple. Mm. Apocalypse Now. You ever seen Apocalypse Now? I'm sure I have. It's um, The plot's not I'm sure I've seen it. Head. I don't remember much. It's, um, it's where Charlie Sheen's dad goes behind enemy lines to get a colonel who's gone crazy, played by Marlon Brando, who's like, I think he's maybe in Laos or something like that. Like, he's across the border. He's gone crazy. That is a very good uh, Vietnam movie, and it's it's weird. Um, the Deer Hunter. I've heard you're, of that, but never seen it. You're missing some very intense shit if you haven't seen Deer Hunter. There, um, there's a scene where... Rob, um, Robert De Niro and um, Christopher Walken have been captured, and the Vietnamese are keeping them uh, in like this. Um, they're like on this bamboo shelter that's in the river. They're they're like above the water, mm-hmm. like, and underneath it, in the water, chest deep, or maybe even like head deep, and they have to like tread water and hang on to shit. Are De Niro? Christopher Walken, and a bunch of the other GIs. And the Vietnamese above bring up two of them every now and then and make them play Russian roulette, and they bet. And, they're, and they hold them at gunpoint. I, it's a, we, I don't know if you want to watch that scene right now, but it's one of the best fucking scenes I hon- ever. I honestly don't want to watch it because the way you're describing it, I want to see the movie now. It's, it's just called Deer Hunter? The Deer Hunter. And the now, deer to, be, hunter. to be fair... That scene's the best part of the movie. Um, <laughs> then I don't want to watch it right now. The, the, <laughs> yeah, the, the rest yeah. of the movie is a little meh, but that scene makes it a great Vietnam movie. Now, another one. You probably forgot about this, but our old, my personal friend, Mel Gibson, mm-hmm. made a little mm-hmm. movie called We Were Soldiers. Ooh, I've never seen We Were Soldiers. You haven't seen that? Mm-mm. That, that is one of the movie. best that military funny. movies of all time. It's also got that guy with that, that fantastic mustache whose name's escaping me. He was in Big Lebowski. He was in Tombstone. Um, and he, he's like Mel Gibson's second in command. I believe it's about the first major battle of the Vietnam War. And it's also like one of the first battles that the Air Cavalry were involved in. And Mel Gibson is the commanding officer of this Air Cavalry unit or whatever. I don't know like military jargon as far as like the mm-hmm. unit sizes. Oh, but- this one with... Uh- Sam Elliott, the Marlboro Man guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, I, I saw this a long time ago. Very good movie. Very yeah, good. I agree. Movie. Yeah, I really like that movie. And you don't know, I don't know my history that well, so I didn't really know how it was going to work out. I don't know if we're going to win, we're going to lose, who's going <laughs> to make it through this thing. No, look, yeah. I, like you know how. No, that's no, fair. It's, it's, the war, we fun. all know how it goes, but the battle, like I don't know the yeah. battle. I don't know how that's going to go. And I agree, hundred percent. It it was fun to watch. I like yeah, that. You know a good like all-time war one, if we're just talking about all-time, was uh, Downfall. Have you guys seen that? Wait, about Hitler, yeah. It's a German movie, and so you have to read subtitles, but it portrays Hitler better than any movie I've ever seen. Because too often, 
Like, I feel like in those movies, they go over the top with Hitler, where they make him, like, so evil that it's, like... So at no point was, like, he trying to win or something? Like, he was just all out for evil? But, like, with this movie, Downfall, they, like, show enough of humanizing stuff that it actually makes him scarier. You know, because it's, like... It's the same way that if you're watching a serial killer movie and he's just a... Uh, uh, just wanting to kill and there's no rhyme or reason. It's not that scary. But if it has, like, a thing where, you know, he'll sit down and have a cup of tea with a girl randomly at a tea party and you're thinking the whole time he's going to do something fucked up and then he doesn't. Like, that adds more creepiness to it. There's another layer now to discover. You know, he's not just doing this willy-nilly. There's a reason for it. Like, like Saw. Like Saw, exactly. Like, if Saw were just bloodless and, and like, just bloodthirsty 100%, it wouldn't be as interesting. Like, in the same way... They like they showed Hitler's madness and his evil, but they like they made it even creepier by showing like his like oh I love I like my dog or oh I really am getting along here oh this lovely German couple or whatever like it 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 felt more real than other World War II movies and it, it was it like gets it friends. gets fucking intense at the end like it, when they're in the bunker and I don't know what the fucking German actor's name is who plays Hitler but he kills it. Fucking I think kills it. His name was Hitler, apparently, because mm-hmm. he looks just like him. It, he, he does look like, just like does, him. He does an amazing job. What were you going to say, Woody? What it's like to be Hitler's friend, I hope? Yeah, or or someone in that class, right? You know, it doesn't All have right. to be Stalin's friend or even a guy who's really wealthy, but you know that he was awful to make it happen. So I, I watched ton of documentaries about both hitler and stalin because once you get started on netflix they, it's like youtube it keeps feeding them to you mm. and i um in hitler's case he didn't have a lot of close people the people that he trusted the most were the people that were with him in the very beginning when he was speaking out in those beer halls and there was one guy in particular whose name's escaping he was cross-eyed that's that's the most defining characteristic of him i remember but he was hitler's main bodyguard and and hitler used to like joke around that like i better better hope that heinrich back there is is you know being sharp on the the day that someone comes for me he might hit me instead you know he's like cracking jokes and like that and himmler hated this guy himmler ran the sss i want to say unless i've got bruno gesh bruno gesh name yeah and and himmler hated how close this guy was with hitler because he was like hitler's friend meanwhile himmler was like an underling who who hitler was always like pitting others against so that they're all of his underlings are always fighting for like mm. Hitler's attention and praise and and to rise in the party and to get more responsibility and more power but this guy just seemed to be he was drunk all the time he get into arguments with other SS officers and pull a pistol out and like get violent and he'd always get a slap on the wrist and like even when he like I think he pulled out a pistol and shot another SS guy just and, undeserving like, of his post yes Yes, he seemed undeserving of his post, but incredibly loyal and loving of Hitler. And, uh, and so that, that seemed, from all the documentaries I've watched and stuff I've read, to be as close as Hitler came to having a friend. Mm. Uh, Stalin, on the other hand, seemed to have no friends. Stalin was so paranoid and crazy that he was liquidating anyone who would like... Most of the people that he kept with him for long periods of time were either so stupid he really picked people who were stupid loyal like they they were stupid enough and loyal enough that he knew that they wouldn't they either easy to manipulate they couldn't uh, they wouldn't aspire to try to take over for him and uh and they were dumb they were dumb enough that they couldn't if they wanted to which you would think would work against him but he was very successful at what he tried at the things he did you know they called him the iron man for a reason 
uh, a real evil, evil person. He killed millions and millions of people. Yeah. Maybe that's too evil then. And I wonder what it's like to be a friend with someone who, who would the, is there a super wealthy old school, old money American family starts with a V Vanderbilt. I think Vanderbilt. I'm thinking of. Um, so you're thinking of like old, like, like Vanderbilt or who's the railroad guy, Rockefeller, Rockefeller or the, the, the Rothschilds Oil. with like all the central banks Some and everything like the, the old their money kind of ruthlessly. You know, they would just really twist the knife and put other people out of business and ruin families and fortunes so that they could be what richer than rich, you know, mm-hmm. like, like, like these are people who wanted for nothing. Who's, whose great, great, great grandchildren were going to have more money than they could spend. And they're still twisting the knife. And it's like, but if you're their friend, is it like, dude, fucking Rockefeller's great. We go out fishing. He's really sweet. Loves dogs. You know, mm-hmm. and meanwhile, he's a life ruiner. You know, he, it's a good argument against straight up libertarianism because it's like, ah, uh, because this is what you're gonna get. You're gonna get a handful of people who control fucking everything. Like if you don't, you know, force you know them to break up or have some monopoly control. You and your politics talk, Taylor. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> he, no, totally. Me, yeah, yeah. My, we my want left, Amazon and Walmart controlling every fucking thing. I hear that's, you. That's gonna be a thing, if, dude. If, I am the problem. I, am, I buy yeah. everything through Amazon. I can. I will find something for sale somewhere else, and then see if Amazon has it. And someday I'll regret that behavior. In ten years, these are going to be your options: smaller, like like Kroger style grocery chains that are nice stores, but they're just more grocery. Uh, Walmart uh, and Amazon, because Target sees themselves as like Walmart's competitor. Walmart does not see Target as a competitor in the same way. It's the same way that if I was like standing next to Joe Lozon, I'm like, yeah, we're about to like get in a little brawl. I'm his competitor. I'm his competitor. Like even though like you know he's trained and he's way bigger and stronger and faster and, and knows all the moves and you know knows I'm 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 about to fight him. That means on the same level. No, 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 no. You're just in the same business. You don't see it as a competition. Like Amazon and Walmart are the know. only two titans. Home Depot used to think that about Lowe's. They used to, but I mean, the world has changed so much with e-commerce, and, and some things like home improvement stores are going to have to always stay physical. Things like Lowe's, Home Depot, even Costco is staying. You're going to get lumber from uh, Amazon, probably. Like Costco is distancing themselves from e-commerce and not really paying attention because they kind of see, like, well, our business model is people come in, load up on shit, and then come back two months later. Like, you know, you're not going to order a thousand boxes of Cheez-Its on Amazon. I mentioned Lowe's and Home Depot because Lowe's became their peer, I think, anyway. Mm-hmm. Um I, and I, it's maybe I'm coming from biased view. I only go to I go to Target. I only go to Walmart if I'm like out of town and I don't know the options. But I'm a Target person. Just okay. used uh, to it. Most people are not <clears throat> like uh, Target dominates like uh, Minnesota, for example, because <clears throat> that's like Minneapolis is where Target's founded. So they like dominate that. But where you are, like you're in the distinct minority. Where all of us are in the the SEC conference, Walmart beats the shit out of everybody. Or even though you're ACC, it's close enough. Yeah, I was going to let it read, go this week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's really easy to see the difference between Target and Walmart. When you walk in, look to the left. If there's a Subway, you're in Walmart. If there's a Starbucks, you're in Target. And that says everything there is to know about those two chains, right? Like, like you, are you a Subway person or a Starbucks person? I, well, I, I would rather... I would rather pay more at Target personally just because I'm dealing with a different kind of clientele. You know, the people around me are of a different cut of cut from a different cl- cloth, I suppose. 
Walmart, there's some real fucking freaks in Walmart. There, there, there there's are. some fuckers in there. And but it's, it's way cheaper. Uh, the is thing, I, the reason, I, yeah, it is cheaper. Like, yeah. The reason I like Walmart more is that Target does this thing called skew rationalization, which is what some retail distributors do, which a skew is a stock keeping unit. That's just like when you put like this can of, you know, if it's they sold vanilla Coke item. Zero by the single can, you know, that would be one there, like one stock keeping unit. And what Walmart does is they just take whatever the top performing stuff is and they load it up with that. Like, they load it up. What Target does is they'll rationalize it and go, okay, well, is there really any, are we going to make that much more money if we carry more than the top three or four SKUs in each given category? And they go, well, we won't make that much more, and this makes it a lot easier to have relationships with our, you know, producers and people who make our merchandise. And so, yeah, we'll do this. And so, basically, that's why when you walk into a Target aisle and you see cat food or detergent or well, detergent's a bad example because that's all Procter & Gamble. But if you walk into some other specialty aisle, you'll see like two or three, maybe four options of something. You walk into a fucking Walmart aisle, a hundred options right there. Like that's why I like Walmart more. It's very easy to walk into Target and them not have what you need. Whereas Walmart, they will always have it. Hmm. I got lost because it sounded like you said the opposite at one point, that, that Walmart carries the top three. No, yeah. then I explained it. It's Target that carries like the top three or four. Okay. You know, they, they carry the, the best performing SKUs. Walmart will go much more in depth and fill out, you know, different, more more selective. And that's and the reason Walmart can do that is because their their user base is so much larger. So they can make a higher margin off of a, a, an item there, knowing that oh, this isn't going to make us uh, or not a higher margin. This is going to make us not that much on a margin, but it's a destination item that we know that Target doesn't carry, and so we'll we'll steal that consumer. So Target has fewer. Target has way fewer customers than Walmart by no, a, by an insane excuse. amount. Yeah, Target? yeah. Okay. Overall, they do. Yeah. So if you're looking for something specific, Walmart's your bet, or okay. Amazon, which is why Walmart is scared to death of Amazon. Yeah. Yeah, Amazon. I don't know. Amazon's customer service been really good. Sorry, that was probably really boring. <laughs> Not to me. Every once in a while, you know, something doesn't come right, something comes damaged or whatever. I call Amazon. They're just like, hey, I'm sorry that happened. We can get a UPS guy to your door to get this, you know, returned, and it, it, it's it's the service you'd hope to have. So mm-hmm. I try to buy through them. Yep, I I really enjoy Amazon's uh, service on everything. I've never had an issue where something came and I. Like, like I've, I ordered, if I order some pants and they don't fit, it, and you send them right back, they'll send you some more, or they'll just give you your money back. They don't care. You can, if you order an item and it, you're like, oh, shit, three days later, you realize that you ordered that from China, and now you don't want it because it's going to be three, three weeks before you get it, just cancel it. They give you a bunch of options to choose for why you're canceling it. Just pick one at random. They don't care. Just cancel it. They'll, they'll send it back right back to China. They, they're just cool about everything. They never fuck you over. You can just lie to them, I'm, I'm sure, you know, and be like, just use an item and send it back, I bet, and it'd be all cool. Yeah. No, I don't, I'm afraid that if I am not a good customer, I'll somehow not be treated well anymore. So. Yeah, of course. I mean, we've got a guy who comes to the PK Hangout every, uh, every month, by the way, if you'd like to become part of the PK Hangout, link down below, PK Patron, uh, Patreon, uh, 50 bucks, you get to hang out with us for uh, two to four hours, depending on... Uh, how things go every month, and it's a grand old time. We should probably do that really soon. Check your yeah, email. Really soon. Yeah. yeah, maybe maybe this weekend. Um, but but one of the guys, and it's pretty shitty, buddy. <laughs> because one, 
you're setting a bad example for African Americans. And two, <laughs> which one could it be? <laughs> it's the it's the only African American gentleman who comes every week, every month. But what he does is every hangout, he goes to Best Buy, and and buys a microphone, like a like a Blue Yeti microphone or a Snowball or whatever the fuck they're called, and uh, and maybe a headset too. Does the hangout with us. Then he returns it to the fucking store and gets his money back. And he does this every month. Every month. I think it's great. He's got some great <laughs> stories. He's, he was talking about, um, we're just not saying his tender. name, so I feel like, I, yeah. Yeah, we're not, just don't say anything identifying. We're not giving away any identifying characteristics, so I feel like I can like like tell Well, him. you said he was black, so that's down to three. Shit! In our, in our audience. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, I, I believe his name is Mr. Black. Mr. Black will um he was he was seeing this young lady and she invited him to he picked her up off tinder and he like goes to her dad's boat or something and they're like chilling on the boat and every time he tries to get a little frisky with her he can't get past like first or second base somewhere in there he, he can't get to third or fourth and he's getting very frustrated and the gentleman enjoys a bit of marijuana it seems and he has some sort of a vape pen that that that, that utilizes marijuana and uh and he said that at some point, it went missing. Like a couple of them went missing. Like not the 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 product itself, but like the battery part of his vape, like like the main like stick part. It, they went missing, and she's like, "Ah, who knows?" And he's he's like, "I know, bitch, you stole my shit." So he stole her Amazon Echo. <laughs> he just he goes, "Now nah, I got an Amazon Echo." <laughs> he's Alexa, got- who do you belong to? <laughs> Wrong, bitch! You mind now? <laughs> <laughs> he just stole her fucking shit, and I'm like, oh, this your your feet. You're really living up to some bad stereotypes here, Mister Black. Mmm, <laughs> this isn't looking good. This isn't looking good. <laughs> but I like that guy a lot. He's a yeah. he's, he's a fucking cool guy. He's got good stories. Um, he's always funny. I, I won't say what he's going to school to do, but it's very impressive. Um, and uh, and, and uh, like him a lot. Cool dude. Uh, and the same can be said for the vast majority of the guys on there. Uh, we had a it's new a guy last group. month, uh, Noah, and uh, we, we, we gave him a real hard time when he joined. Um, and and I, I was like, ah, maybe we're too hard on him, right? Because we were, we, we were like, you know, we we're ragging on him because he, he looks like uh, Hurley from Lost. And I, as soon as he joined the call, I was like, oh, I loved you in Lost. And everybody cracked up and laughed at him. And I was like, ah, maybe I was mean to him. But maybe thought, I was mean to him. I, <laughs> <laughs> I, I wasn't the one that said I loved it when he sings somewhere over the rainbow. I didn't say that shit. I mean, I did link the video afterwards. But anyway, that guy's a five hundred dollar patron, and uh, he hung out with us the other night and played uh, Monopoly uh, for for like two or three hours or something Rinto like that. Rinto Fortune, you mean? Yes, yes, not <laughs> Monopoly. <laughs> and it turned out that did didn't everybody win but you? And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and Noah. Oh yeah, and so no- we played three games and. Woody and I were not expecting a win. We pulled one out. Hey, maybe that's what's going to happen with this fitness challenge. Maybe Woody yeah. and I are going to be so sure that we're not going to win that we'll wake up at random times and be like, you know what? I, I, it seems like a jog in place time right now. Okay. <laughs> and they're just like, honey, where's my chest strap? Like, <laughs> it's going to be so much work it. to win this. You got to roll a lot of dice to beat me, motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, I did. Go ahead and join our, our, our Patreon. You know, have a have a good time with us. It's 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 really fun every month. I enjoy hanging out with those guys. And uh, and speaking of that, I wonder if we've got any AMA questions here that would be interesting to answer. For that's uh, that's 
a mere ten dollars per month. We answered did, a lot of them last. Did we answer the one about uh, making four twenty a smoking episode? Yeah, that doesn't work for any of us. Yeah, we don't live in legal states, so in the same way that it would never be a good idea to like commit ourselves doing Grand Theft Auto, it, 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 like what you're asking for is a bad idea. If it ever is legal in all of our states, at the same time, we'll discuss a 420 episode. I have the additional thing, like, so my daughter's not allowed to smoke pot. That's that's a thing. Uh, it's especially important to Jackie, and I would prefer that she save that until she was over 25 or something. I don't know. Is it, I don't want her doing it. And uh, if I were to do it, that would be pretty hypocritical. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If she was, If it was legal, though... You could always be like, still no, because I think what, what's the age of for legal? It's twenty one, right? Same as alcohol. Typically, it's not eighteen. I think, I think you're right. Yeah, twenty one. Yeah, it's twenty one, and she's not even close to twenty one. I don't think. Like, so she'd she's still 19. be good. Yeah, nineteen. Okay. Oh, she's getting close, I guess. Yeah, and it's definitely not going to be legal in all of our states in the next two years. Do you guys have anything on your ballot for marijuana this year? Because we have three different things about marijuana on our ballot, and they're uh, not expected to win, though. Uh, no, they they kind of are like. I, I rethought about it and talked to my grandparents who are like rural Southern Missouri voters. And if I had to act, ask them, you know, eight, nine years ago, like, how do you feel about marijuana? They'd be like, hell no. I don't want people smoking, driving, being retards all over the place, like whatever they would say. Mm-hmm. Like now that the opium crisis has gotten so real in rural areas, like, I even like I brought it up, I think like last year or something like that, where I'm like, yeah, we should just legalize it now, start making some money off of this like the way Colorado is. And they're like, yeah, I totally agree. You know, people are talking about marijuana uh, sessions, talking about marijuana, like people in rural areas aren't dealing with overdoses from opium all day, every day. Like how about we pay a little attention to this, to, to this huge opium problem. Like that's the rural thought process for those old people. Now they don't give a fuck about weed. Like they want that, this opium uh, problem handled. Uh, so I think it's going to pass. The first one is like, I think it's like, uh, yeah, it's, it's not for legalization, it's for medical use. The first one's like, oh, you can use it medically, but you, there's a 2% tax, and it goes to uh, the troops, like uh, veterans who get back and need help. There's another one that's a 4% tax for the veterans, exact same thing, and there's one that's a 15% tax uh, to give to some like government like, what think tank. What if they tank. all pass? <laughs> Does this uh, roll in at 18%? Yeah, that's... <laughs> but like, what that's, I think is going to happen math, is right? that... like. Uh, like it's a conservative enough state that I think most people are going to vote for the four percent one because they'll want to give the most to the veterans who get back, but people in Missouri are not going to like the idea of giving it to some random think tank at fifteen percent. So I think it's going to pass here. Like all the even older conservatives I talk to are are on board with it. Yeah, I think we've already got medical here, but um, it's uh, there's no way to acquire it. What's so that they, mean? They, like, like, there's no way, like, like, even if you qualify for it, where do you get it legally? That's the situation. Oh, so it's almost like it's just lip service legal. Sort of, yeah. Like, the first step is done, and but, but they'll have to figure out a way to facilitate the supply to those medical patients, which has not been done. It's showing there are 30 states. I wish there was a fucking date on this article. Oh no, August 20th, 2018. So this is this is current. There are 30 states where marijuana is legal for medicinal purposes. It's legalized like good to go in 
Oregon, Washington, Nevada, California, Alaska, Colorado, Vermont, Massachusetts, and Maine, and D.C. It's medical and decriminalized in Minnesota, Illinois, Ohio, New York, Maryland, and Delaware, and Rhode Island. It's medical in Montana, North, uh, North Dakota, New Mexico, Arizona, Oklahoma, Arkansas, Florida, West Virginia, Pennsylvania, New Jersey, and it's fully illegal where both of you are. Or no, it's, it's decriminalized where you and I are, Woody. So it's not like fully illegal, but it's fully illegal in Georgia, Kyle. So good no, to know. It's, uh, it's also, de- I think it's decriminalized in the city of Metro Atlanta. Hmm. But, oh. but if you get picked up in Metro Atlanta by like the wrong cop, you know, then that's no good. You yeah. need to get caught by an Atlanta <laughs> police department officer. To get <laughs> you don't want one of those state law cops. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Man, North I Carolina didn't, none has, of these oh. states had labels on them, and I knew fucking all of them. So <laughs> third grade, Miss Stevenson, <laughs> hell yeah, you taught me. You taught me the states pretty good. North let Carolina. Me, uh, oh, good. I was gonna say, let me knock out the rest of these uh, these last two ads. Okay. Uh, experience PUBG Mobile, the mobile game IGN calls a remarkable technical achievement. PUBG Mobile is the official mobile version of PlayerUnknown's Battlegrounds, featuring highly intuitive and customizable controls. It's one of the best mobile games available, and it's also free to play. Enjoy eye-popping graphics, super smooth controls, and a variety of exciting play modes. Survive pulse-pounding 100-player battles on a remote island filled with danger and opportunity. Make your way through sprawling rural, and urban environments as you scavenge weapons, vehicles, and supplies inside a relentless, shrinking battle zone. Mix it up with different play modes that include teaming up with up to three other players in squad matches. Play war mode, mini zone, and quick matches for fast-paced, arcade-style play. Drop in, gear up, and stay alive as long as you can. No techie, no techie calls PUBG... Uh, no techie calls PUBG Mobile the daddy of Battle Royale. Defeat every player, stay in the zone, and before you know it, you'll be shouting your victory cry. Download the official mobile version of PlayerUnknown's Battlegrounds for free. Go to your Android or iOS app store and type PUBG Mobile. Uh, Collect a special reward using the link and promo code provided in the episode description below. Play now. And also, support for today's show comes from Fallout 76. Bethesda Game Studios, award-winning creators of Skyrim and Fallout 4, welcome you to Fallout 76, the online prequel where every surviving human is a real person. Work together, or not, to survive. Under the threat of nuclear annihilation, you'll experience the largest, most dynamic world ever created in the legendary Fallout universe. Reclamation Day 2102. 25 years before the bombs fell, you and your fellow vault dwellers chosen from the nation's best and brightest emerge into post-nuclear America. Play solo or join together as you explore, quest, build, and triumph against the Wasteland's greatest threats. Fallout 76 will be available worldwide on Wednesday, November 14th. So pre-order now at uh, participating retailers and play the beta. Games play best on Xbox One. Very cool. I have an AMA question. So this guy's asking me, but he wants your opinions too, I suppose. Uh, nice. I work in a hemp farm as a grower in Roxboro, North Carolina, and I was wondering your, your opinion of hemp. Hemp is cannabis, but with not much THC, can't get you high. I know you live in North Carolina, and so do I, and I was wondering what your opinion on the plant itself is, and if you see the market for it going up or falling. I'm like the worst guy to ask about this. I don't know the first thing about hemp, but I know that it's legal in other countries, and... 
they don't like make all their clothes out of hemp and they don't make all their ropes out of it. Like it's not a miracle plant in places where it could be. So I don't know why it would be here. Do you guys know anything about hemp? I mean, I know it's, see, it's so hard because like, you know that it's a useful plant. Like it is useful. People use it for things, but then you're also, it's the same way with marijuana where if, if the pro pot legalizing people were just like, Hey, this really is not nearly as harmful as alcohol. It's, it's pretty safe. You know, people don't do many dumb things on marijuana. It's, it's ridiculous for it to be illegal. It'd be like, yeah, hundred percent totally agree. But like when they take it really far and they're like, actually, it's like a miracle cure for this, a miracle mm-hmm. cure for that. It's it does things that we can't figure out here. <laughs> right. And it's like, well, I mean, okay, m- maybe, maybe some of that's true, but let's, let's keep it realistic. Cause you're just giving opponents to your point of view footholds when you say things like that, where they can be like, actually you've been promised, uh, you know, some, some fucking cunt in the opium industry, in the, in the pills industry. And if you don't think that's the reason that marijuana is still illegal, then I got a bridge to sell you because that's exactly why it's still illegal because that's going to dip hard into pill sales when they legalize it because you'll be able to get much better, much safer, much less, de- uh, addiction, uh, you know, propensity when you can just smoke weed or take a pill or some shit as opposed to these really dangerous pills. And so they don't want it legal. They absolutely don't. That's the big pushback is big pharma. But as far as hemp goes, what's your source on who that? fucking cares? Because the big pharma uh, they, has uh, some pot related patents too, where they stand to make a lot of money. They do, but they don't selectively uh, own those patents the way they do on things like uh, uh, Vicodin or Oxycontin. And what they'll do is they'll like the same way it worked for EpiPens mm-hmm. is they'll have contracts with the government to say, all right, the only uh, pill of this style that you can use in the U.S. is fucking Percocet. And so I'm sorry. Oh, there's a way cheaper one made in Canada. Sorry, we have a contract with the government that's not available here. You have to pay a higher price for our pill. And so like that that artificially raises our medical costs greatly. Like me- medical marijuana gets more people off of pills. Like it's it's shown that like, I'll I'll have to like take some time and pull it up. But people who were previously on pills and like had problems with it when they come back and like for pain relief or something use marijuana or THC. They don't get addicted. They still get the pain relief or almost as much as you would. You know, it's not nearly as powerful. I feel like as they don't solve the same problems, right? Like marijuana and opioids, right? Uh, they, they both deal with pain relief. I'm out of my depth. That, that's the problem. Like, I'm not, I'm not prepared to talk about pot. I just thought pot was an anti-inflammatory and, uh, you know, it gets you high. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah and I, I could be so wrong. Like, I'm, I'm uh-huh. saying what I've heard from a friend of mine who's really into pot and all the legality of it and everything. And he's a big pothead. And he's still of the opinion of, like, you know, we really need to, you know, on the pro pot thing, make sure that we stop overextending our hand. And I'm like, oh, that, that actually kind of makes some sense. Mm-hmm. So who knows? There's probably some potheads in our audience who are like, Taylor, you're a total idiot and you're wrong. And I, you might be right, guys. I feel like hemp has done that to some extent. Now, I, I know hemp is not pot, but. They've kind of been like, man, if hemp was legal, we'd all be wearing really scratchy shirts. <laughs> it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's almost you... like this hemp plant. It does a lot of things way better than we could have done with raw materials 400 years ago. <laughs> uh, but you know, we've we've kind of figured that out. We got over the mixing fabrics, and now like polyester and cotton is a little better than hemp. Wasn't the constitution? You know, isn't the Constitution written on hemp paper? No, it's written on on just a bunch of joints taped together. It's straight <laughs> up pot. It's a bunch of doobies and blunts. Dude, Washington, you don't know this. He smoked 
up to up to 10 grams of marijuana a day. It was not written on hemp paper. I, no, I, I, but the other I, things I said weren't true either, so it even sounds... <laughs> it was it written was on parchment. parchment, which is treated animal skin, typically sheep skin. So. Yeah, that's an urban legend, I guess. I remember I had a friend in I high school who would like who would make a to-do, like when we were out at parties or something, and he was like, I'm going to smoke some weed. You want some? He's like, nah, you, you do you. And he would like take out a Bible and like rip a page out and like roll joints on Bible paper. And I would be like, Old Testaments are new. <laughs> Old. Oh, okay. Well, both. <laughs> Mix of both. No! Uh, he, he, smoked what, he smoked what he was feeling. And like he would do that, and part of me is like, number one, there's ink on those pages. That can't be good for you. Number two, you know, I'm not religious, but if there is a God, who? No, like aren't you're going down special a new path. In the way they respond to like lick, you lick them and they stick or something. Like I don't, I've never. It was just because uh, so the rolling papers they use for marijuana is the same as the papers they use to make cigarettes. It's just like thin rolling paper. Like mm-hmm. Europeans roll their own cigarettes. That's a thing, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah, they roll their own cigarettes. So they've always got papers on them. Well, they're they've got they've got gum on them that uh, there's a strip oh. of sticky shit, you know, on rolling paper. Yeah, I was gonna say like it, like a like a stamp. I've never rolled a joint before, but I would guess rolling papers are the ideal thing to roll it from. If I were to I'm take sure a there page are page from a book. Like, how would that work? Why well, would he, he even was stay an together? edgy, well, an edgy it, sixteen year old, <laughs> and the reason it worked is because Bible pages are so thin. Like, they're almost translucent. They're so thin. Okay. And so that worked. Well, I, I know it works because I watched him smoke joints. Man, I like the to Bible. think it was gilded and slightly poisonous. Yeah, it was just <laughs> I've heard. like, man, I just love that, you know, fake rose gold hit in the back of my throat. <laughs> I've heard uh, Snoop Dogg talk about, like, like, that's one of his biggest regrets is at some point, like, he didn't have any rolling papers and he used, uh, uh, he used pages from a Bible. And, and and he's he's like I feel bad about that still. That was fucked up. <laughs> hmm. That is fucked up. Jesus. Yeah, I'm not religious he, at all, and it still seems disrespectful. Part of me is like, you know, it's just a book. But then I like if you use the Koran or the Torah, I think it's called the Torah. I, I wouldn't feel good about that either. Come on, man. A book of lies it is. There's a lot of paper around. There's, can't there's you just strong arm robbery some swishers and get the tobacco out at least yeah. do it with like the book of mormon or oh, even yeah. if a mormon saw you it's like hey buddy you i don't care for this but you do you i love you i care about you <laughs> i care about your family i'll do whatever is needed and i made a casserole for you like joseph that's smith what a mormon is, would do joseph smith will strike you dead <laughs> okay <laughs> you know that's a <laughs> yeah i bet you know that's a real thing though that jesus says you will know a tree by its fruits and if you look at the Mormon church, who is kinder on a more like regular basis than Mormons? Like who donates more per capita? I know like Protestant Christians and the evangelicals and shit, like they donate a ton of fucking money. But like Mormons, for how relatively small of a group they are, even though they're growing faster than any other religious group in this country because they all have 10 kids, like they're, they're just nice, kind people. I would have thought all of it was a nice, meme until kind, I moved people. out there. They don't want to be called Mormons anymore. And was Mormons like, anymore. wow, these people are just kind. They, say- don't want to be, they don't want to be called Mormons anymore. Yeah, they prefer the Church of Latter-day Saints. But yeah, or LDS they're pretty short. stuck with Mormonism. Um, Mormons. I, I found it really interesting. I, I watched The Expanse this week. Hmm. And it seems that Season the only... Sur- I watched it all. 
And it seems that the only uh, surviving religion is, uh, is, is LDS. And in the That's future, like, they have the money, apparently, to build the largest spacecraft ever created. It's like two kilometers long and half a kilometer wide cylinder. And, on and the it front, crashes because the driver's not allowed to drink coffee. <laughs> <laughs> and they want to go on this hundred-year journey to another solar system. It's, it's pretty nuts. And, and like, they've got that, like, uh, like, like, the Angel Gabriel or whatever, like, on this giant golden spire that sticks out the front of it blowing his horn. It's it's pretty it's pretty cool. It'd be and funny to see like the Mormon planning for it, where it's like, all right, we built a ship that holds three thousand people. We're gonna be on there a hundred years though, so a lot of offspring. So we're allowing nine people. How <laughs> <laughs> no more like than the three expanse? women. I've been thinking like that oh. for a while. Yeah. Um, right out of the gate, they establish a universe that sucked me in. You know, the yeah. the Belters, the Martians, and the Earthlings. And the, them as kind of rival factions and the way that it played out. Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty interesting. Um, I like, I like, I'm fine with the special effects. They're 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 fine. I'll tell you what, the weakest thing in that show is the main actor. I I feel like he's just poorly written or poorly acted or maybe a bit of both. He doesn't <laughs> inspire me a bit. All the other characters are very interesting. Um, the muscle-bound guy who just kind of does what the lady the says. The muscle-bound guy is not quite muscle-bound enough for me, but I still like it. Did you see him with his shirt? I thought he... I, I guess I'm just wanting him to be a... I, I tell you what, half Ooh. of the Avengers could beat that guy in arm wrestling. You got... And keep in mind, they're in a world where, like, everybody's quite the weakling, right? Out mm -hmm. there on the belt. And then you've got this guy who who's, like, two, like, six feet tall, 200 pounds of just solid muscle. And when he takes his shirt off, he's all cut up. He's very muscular. The guy He's not that plays Thor beats the crap out of him. The guy that plays I, Captain America easily beats the. Like, I disagree. Okay. I I I, I, I don't know. I'll, I'll see if you can find a picture of him shirtless. Like like I can't. You know, I'm gonna just Google strong guy from Expanse. That's exactly what I was googling. Strong guy shirtless. He's he's pretty jacked, dude. And I mean the main guy's pretty jacked, but but this guy is is yeah. Here we go. Almost Burton is that his name? Let's see. I hope this link works. Yeah, Come on, load up, load up. Name. Uh, maybe I can get a direct link. Open image in your tab. Yeah, there we go. Did you find a good picture of him shirtless? Yeah, I got the exact one I was thinking of. This guy's pretty fucking jacked, especially in like the universe of people in which he exists, where a lot, they all exist in like 0.7 Gs. And like when they go to Earth, they can barely walk. Look, he's already—he's got two bullet wounds at this point. <laughs> like, like, he, he's undoubtedly pretty jacked. Like I—I I mean, he's like top one percent, I guess. And but when I look at him, I, I still see like—I don't know. I bet someone from your high school is stronger than that. Uh how tall is he? Six feet. Yeah, he doesn't tower over the other characters. He's strong. Uh, one of the things that makes him tough is that he's. He's kind of fearless. I feel like he doesn't place a really high value on his own life. Um, he's killed a lot of people. He's killed a lot of people, so he's not like a hesitation kind of guy. And um, he's just he's just really badass, badass, unafraid, skilled with weapons, etc. But in terms of like whether he fits the role that he's supposed to be, I feel like he's on the lower end of acceptable. He's he's just a regular person. I he's um, not a very good actor. No, he's, he's good. good. He's yeah. one of my favorite parts. He's excellent in his role as like tough guy who follows orders. The um the the girl the 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 black girl, mm -hmm. love her. Yep. She's she's very good, very well acted. 
the um the I, I think maybe he's Arabic, but he speaks with like a Texas accent. The Martian and, fly, and flies the plane around, and he's always talking to the the spacecraft like it's a lovely lady. Come on, baby, we can make it through this nebula. <laughs> Come on, I can do it. He sounds like that a little bit. I love him. He is very good. But the main guy is this vanilla kind of this white dude who just doesn't stay, stick out. And he's the main guy. And meanwhile, like the badass cop from the, the space station, that that guy's played by a fucking mm-hmm. legit actor. Like, I can't think of that actor's name, but he's the guy who played like the Punisher originally. And he was in The Mist. Like, like he's a well-known actor and he's excellent. He's great at his role. And the guy who plays like um, the the one who the black guy who runs that space station, also a very good actor. He was he was in that HBO series The Wire. He was the guy who gets out of jail and he used to be. I really love that Kyle doesn't know their names either. Like we're 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 together on this one in the yeah. I don't know the I I don't know the actors' names. Sometimes you do. But but I want to jump in the main character. To me, it's not that he's a bad actor; it's that he's poorly written. the The main character. This is like the the lead white dude spaceship guy. He's always having these like existential crises. He's not sure if he's doing right or wrong. He's a little, he's, he has some indecision and self-doubt in him. And I get that. And I experience that. Like I, I see it, but it's not what I'm looking for from the guy in that role. The guy in that role should be a little more sure of himself. He should be a little brave. He should be like attacking these problems with the certainty and force and convictions of his actions. He should have a mission. And instead, he's always uncertain and scared and dealing okay with, with his that. emotions. Mm. I'm okay with that because he's being thrown into this this position that he's in. You know, he was he was the guy who was shirking any kind of responsibility to begin with. He didn't want to be the the XO of the original ship they were on and everything. The series as a whole, though, it really goes into fast-forward mode, which is a good thing, in season two. Like, shit starts happening, and that's great. And the reason for that, I've learned, is that they knew that the axe was coming, that they were going to be canceled. I think you mean. Am I crazy? There is no season three. Maybe you're right. So, season three uh, will be coming from Amazon, who, who bought the property. But in season two, they knew that the axe was coming. So they really go fast forward mode and they get, start getting shit done and really progressing the plot. And big shit starts happening. I would say like global shit, but it's bigger than the globe. It's, you know, it's, it's solar system wide shit starts happening and occurring. It's really cool. Um, I, I like the story. I like uh, I, I really liked that uh, the girl who's a Martian Marine. Um, she is thick as fuck. She is. <laughs> Oh my I'm right, god! It's season three, you're thinking of? Is that possible? There's a season three? Yeah. Why is it not available on? Uh, where was I watching this? That's possible, but I've seen all three seasons. Ooh, I have more expanse. Yeah. The last thing I saw, they had fought off the humanoid proto molecule. On Mars. Uh, um. Well, they fought it on Mars, and then it got aboard the ship, and then they got it. They they got it off the ship, and then you learned that that Fred guy who runs the space station also has the proto molecule. Now, the girl gives him the speech. She's like, "Earth has the proto molecule. Mars has it. The belt needs it too." And and then they show like the black guy like removing the proto molecule from the missile. That I think that's the end of season two, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you haven't seen. Holy three. shit! I got more. Yeah, you yes. Do. <laughs> yes! Yeah, here's, That's what I'm doing tonight. This is totally not a spoiler, but this is what they say about season three. 
I'll read it to everyone. Rotten Tomatoes this season has a score of 100% with an average rating of 875 out of 10. Uh, it builds on their earlier success and continues to impress with no signs of abating. See, spoiler free. Yeah, let me see where do I watch that. I'm so I'm glad I found this. Out. I'm glad we discussed this because like <laughs> I I got to the end of season two on like maybe maybe Amazon Prime maybe that's where it is. Um, Amazon again, and and I was like, oh man, I bet I've got to wait like an entire year before there's more of this. But nope. Non thriller set 200 years in the future. Rosneck, the rose. Sinante crew deals with the fallout over Naomi's betrayal. Yeah, yeah. Holy shit. That's badass. All <laughs> right. I got to rent it, but whatever. I'll buy the season tonight. 30 bucks. Cool. Um, well, I've only seen two seasons of it, and I am definitely sold on the series. It's very good. I'd say it's a solid 7 out of 10. Like, And a 10 for me is like Game of Thrones and The Wire. And uh, and and so 7 is for like most really good shows fall for me. Like, like I felt like Vikings is a 7. I, I feel know like you really like The Sopranos. Is it better than Game of Thrones to you? No, it's a it, the, the okay, and it's it, it's it hasn't aged all that well. And I've seen I've seen all of Sopranos probably four maybe five times. Mm-hmm. Definitely seen some episodes five or six times. Um, the the why acting is. Ex- why would you say some, it hasn't aged well? Um, some of the fight scenes are all of the fight scenes are kind of hard to watch when you, when you, when you watch like the violence that's being done, they're very poorly choreographed. The sound effects that are used can come off a bit cheesy if you really pay attention. And, uh, and that's not good in a show where sort of the, the way you're sold on certain characters being the tough guy or the intimidator is their physical prowess and what they will do to you. If can I jump in, you know, I, I find that to be true with a lot of mob movies like that. For some reason, mobsters don't have to look really badass, right? Joe Pesci's a tough guy in mob movies. I could beat up Joe Pesci. Guy's like five foot nothing. Uh, Oftentimes, there's a tough guy in the mob who is 300 pounds overweight, right? And you know in real life that guy can't be that imposing, right? He would just be exhausted immediately. And a lot of mobsters who are tough are also old, like over 55, over 60, and you're just like, man, are you telling me that guy hasn't lost a step? He must. Well, I'm talking have. about. I'm talking about something a little different than that, though, because like uh, often I, I get what you're saying and I agree with it 100. percent But like the thing that makes like Paul e. Walnut scary mm-hmm. isn't that isn't that we can step into a ring and he's going to outbox me or he's going to outgrapple me on the ground at like 60, whatever he was toward the end. It's that Paulie's going to show up with two things, three things. Paulie's going to show up with a buddy. Paulie's going to show up with a pipe, and Paulie's going to show up with a 1911. He's gonna, his buddy's going to be watching him while he breaks your kneecap with that pipe, because that's his first move. He doesn't talk to you. Like I'm thinking of a specific scene. He walks up to the guy, immediately like breaks his knee with the pipe. The guy's on the ground crying. Then he pulls the pistol out and puts it in his face and says, look, I'm gonna, I get 5000 a week, every week. And if Tony ever hears about this, I'm going to fucking come back here, and I'm going to fucking shove this up your ass. Is that guy in gonna... lawn care he did it to no, that's a oh. that's a different guy. He was actually friends with that guy. He liked that guy. <laughs> right. um, I'm it, it's it's um it, it's a bit boring to go into, but but it was basically the son of the guy who owned the garbage business that was Tony's um um tax return. That's okay. how he was falsifying his his income to make it look look legit. And that and that the the guy who owned the business dies, leaves it to the son. The son wants to sell. Tony's in the hospital, so he from his own shooting, so he can't really oversee the matter properly, and 
outside of Tony's supervision, the son sells the business. And so Paulie goes to that guy and, and roughs him up and like cuts himself into his own deal. And it's Paulie's scary because of that, because Paulie doesn't seem to, doesn't mind doing murder and That's extreme a typical violence. mob thing too. In, in movies, I don't know real life, but in movies, a lot of times it's like, well, this guy might not look badass. Maybe half of the guys in your high school could beat him up, but they go from zero to a hundred instantly. They start off with this, with a, a pen in their hand that they stick in your eye and that's their opening volley. Whereas, yeah, that's you know, why they're intimidating. Yeah, whereas like most people's opening volley is a two-handed push to the chest. <laughs> yeah, and, and he's backed up, right? It, it doesn't matter if you get through him. If you were to beat up Pauly, that, that would be the worst thing you could possibly do. Because now like other guys are coming, and they're, they're going to really mean business when they show up. They're, they're going to kill you when they get yeah. there, or they're going to cripple you. you know? It's like the collective nature of the violence that makes it scary. Where it's like, yeah, you might win this one fight with a fucking pen sticking out of your throat but you know joey two hands and you know <laughs> frankie fingers is coming for you tomorrow like you're not terrible to survive. names everyone <laughs> has two hands and fingers <laughs> <laughs> taylor yeah, one knows you know he uh he fucking he's got all of them so far you know, he's gonna... it's it's absolutely no different than dealing with a police officer we've all seen a police officer mm -hmm. we can beat up mm -hmm. but yeah. how's that gonna end for you the women ones. <laughs> like, 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 if you yeah. beat up this lady cop who's writing you the ticket, do you think that's all right? No ticket for me. No, <laughs> dude. That, You're gonna I get more tickets. Yeah. That happened in Raleigh, like we recently. Did we watch the video together? I think we might have. With is it? Was a big, strong guy. He was, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah. And there were like there were two women and two men there. And the first man didn't beat him, but. You get that. That's going to happen sometimes. It took two guys. But it looked like he fought off four people because two of them were girls. <sighs> and Worthless. it had sticks. Uh, they were hitting him like full on with those batons, and he was absorbing it. He was a bad shot him with a taser, I mean, too. he's probably on PCP or well, something. Well, the, the thing about, like, whenever you see someone taking a taser, mm -hmm. it's because it didn't work. Like, nobody absorbs a taser because it's not a, a matter of, like... Can, uh, can it work partially? Is that a thing? Yeah, it can work partially. Um... It, you can have a, di a clothing disconnect where one of the barbs maybe goes through your shirt and sticks in your chest, in your flesh, in your chest, and the other one just penetrates your pants leg. And so it's arcing from the Poorly. inside of your pants leg to your leg, like there's an arc there. But if both barbs are in you, no one can resist that. Like it doesn't matter if they're on some drug. It doesn't matter if they're really muscular. That's actually worse. If, if you're the bigger and more muscular you are, the more effective the taser is against you. The other it's, thing I've heard, though, is the thing about a taser is the second it turns off, you're okay again, mm -hmm. right? Whereas, like, pepper spray, for example, the second I stop spraying, you still have a problem, right? You've yeah. got pepper spray all over you. You can fight through the pepper spray. You might be blind doing it, but you can absolutely battle through it. The, th the thing about the taser, mm. you just pull the trigger again. And again. If it's still in, yeah. Yeah, but it's rare that they actually get it out. It's, it's weird and hard to, like, get it. There's so much like loose slack that you might grab it and pull, and your arm length isn't even enough to like get it out of you. You have to get the barb yeah. out, and it's like a spider so, web almost. Like it's yeah. just so much, yeah, yeah. When I tased Jeremy, uh, we it, there was a clothing disconnect, so he wasn't, but still, it crippled his ass, and he was crying afterwards. You know, he he was he was all tear teared up and. Uh, a little upset because he didn't know I was going to hit him that second time. <laughs> but my adrenaline was going so much uh, in that moment that five seconds from the first volley felt like one second. I was like, this is terrible. 
this, we got no footage here. I felt like <laughs> one second of video. I got to hit him again. Mm-hmm. And so they eh, gave him a 10 second ride, which is just brutal. Just brutal. He got hmm. paid. But yeah, yeah, the expanse, you know, coming full circle. <laughs> totally recommend the expanse. I really enjoyed it. I love the proto molecule and everything that is. I, 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 I'm not quite sure if the proto molecule molecule originated from uh, is extra solar, as in it came from somewhere else, or if those scientists created it. I think I heard a scientist say that they made it, but I'm not sure about that. Um, You'll I, learn I, more next season. And another sort of non-spoiler next season. The strong character, I like him even most in season three so far. Yeah, I want to find a picture of the um, the Martian Marine girl. Um, yeah, it, I find that she was poorly cast. Woo, you wrong about that. Really? <laughs> can, can we find a picture of, uh, of her for the people? Kyle seems oh. to have a strong opinion on this one. Oh, I don't know if you're going to sway him. Can you link real, it, Kyle? She's a real Amazonian-type lady. She is she thick is... as fuck. So, so this is a, one of those universes in which women are just as tough as men. Right, so you just accept that. It's a Hollywood, yeah. And uh, she doesn't come off that tough to me. She she looks a little fat, to be quite honest. And, and she's she supposed to be like a real badass, but I'm I'm not seeing it. I'm I'm looking for a picture for the audience. Um, here's it's honestly so much harder to suspend bis- disbelief for like badass women fighters than it is for like wizards and warlocks, because it's like. <laughs> Yeah, I can imagine a wizard. That's like totally ridiculous. It's like, well, but it seems like in this world, women are the same as women in our world, and they're weak as fuck. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, uh... Well, the thing about her is she's in this power. First of all, she's like super well trained or whatever, but she's in power armor, right? So, so like she can, you know, the armor's doing most. Can you of imagine the- a bigger waste of space army funds than giving a power suit to a woman? I, no, it, I don't it, agree. Because it would, why? it would make they're stronger than. You've got limited power suits, I would think. But why? What difference would it make if they were male or female? If they're in like a super suit? If it gives you like fifty percent bonus or whatever, that's she has enough. The highest. She has enough strength to grab a full-grown man and like neck raise him in the air with one hand. Oh, or so it's like, like a robot suit ish, where it's yeah. like power like armor, nanobots and things. It, it's called okay. they, they call it power armor. She she literally oh. swats grown men like through the air with. Like, she's like a superhero wearing this thing. If I had a an Armani suit that when I put it on I could beat the shit out of Brock Lesnar, am I a badass or do I have a cool suit? <laughs> Look, at, scroll down on the um, page that Kyle linked there, mm-hmm. and you'll see her arm wrestling. Tell me she's not kind of miscast, right? Like that. That's she's. Not, she doesn't even There's look like she There's not even a lists. discernible bicep there. Right? Like, I mean, yeah, look that's at the a shoulder that's closer to arm. us. Yeah. There's no back muscle in there. That, like, that's, that's not even a... By Hollywood standards, that's not even fit. I'm all about this. I'm tell, I, I, oh, you're I, all about it? I, I want to... Let me just find the actress's name and like, like try to get off of... Um, let me see. Actress. If you scroll down again and you look at her figure... She's not even hot. <laughs> I am all about this chick. Let me no, see. I'm coming down on Woody's side with this. She's not. Yeah. Very Are you seeing good her looking. looking at the bald guy? Uh, she she just doesn't look very attractive. I, I looked at all the pictures in that article. Okay. Yeah, I, I wasn't impressed. Yeah, she's not a beauty. She's. What do you like so much about her? It, it, I mean, I haven't seen the show, so you must like her acting and character development and stuff like that, and that's spilling over into <laughs> liking her. No, I, I, I find I think she's sexy in her own kind of way. Um and, and I think she looks really good in her like tight spandex spacesuit 
uh, when she's not in the power armor. I think she's got like a big ass and like big titties and and like a thick midsection and and she's the big just... ass thing is kind of neat. So I'm down for a big ass as much as the next guy, right? Like it, it... but a banging ass is a. I was listening to Rogan say this. I don't mean to steal his thoughts, but that's a new phenomenon. Like in the '80s, when they talked about Christy Brinkley, then no one looked at her banging ass. They just wanted like a flat tummy and some well-developed boobs and a pretty girl, and you were set. Right? That was what hot was. Now, if you want to talk about who's hot, like whether it be an actress or a model or whatever, they have to have a banging ass, and and it, it's a it's the thing that wasn't always the case. Beauty standards have changed in my lifetime. I always thought it happened faster or slower than that. I mean to say. Yeah, I really don't think she's she's that attractive, Kyle. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't think she's a beauty. Like I said, I'm not I, even seeing a banging ass in this picture. Yeah, that's why I linked this one. I was confused what you're saying. Maybe those jeans are just real tight. Yeah, they, they might not be flattering. I put her in some yoga pants, and you can probably make something out of that. <laughs> you, you can probably make something out of it. Who knows? <laughs> if not, toss her in the trash. <laughs> Yeah, I, I like it a lot. I like watching her in the show. It's a, it's a good show. It's a good show. Lots of really strong acting performances all the way around. I love the world that they've created. I look forward to that world expanding when the, when Amazon picks it up. I look forward to titties and ass that'll that'll surely come along with Amazon. Mm. And uh, I heard some f bombs in season two, which surprised me because I thought this was a sci fi show. Well, Maybe I will not be tuning in. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I don't know I don't know how that works. Um, but uh, but but yeah, the Expanse is a good. Uh, sci-fi TV show. Uh, there aren't a whole lot of them. I don't think it's Battlestar Galactica level. Uh, if you it, Battlestar Galactica is is in my opinion the greatest fucking sci-fi TV show uh, that there's been. I, I think it's better than Star Trek, and I'm a massive Star Trek fan. Battlestar Galactica is excellent, especially like the first two, three seasons, <laughs> something like that. Uh, and you want to talk about hot chicks in a show? There are some smoking hot chicks in Battlestar Galactica. If that show had been on HBO and we'd gotten to see that blonde. I mean, I found the pictures of the blonde chick naked. But if I'd gotten to see her in the show, that would have that would have playing the character naked. That would have that would have meant a lot more to me. But uh, Battlestar Galactica is amazing. Expanse is a uh, is is not that, but it is very good, and I liked it a lot. And I'll be watching season three tonight. Uh, I'm, I'm glad that we had this talk. In news that's that's relevant to me, I checked uh, the Blues game when we started because I missed one to to be here, obviously, and. Two to nothing at the end of the first, favoring the Blues. That's good news. Checked back in. A nice seven to four loss. <laughs> so that's fun. Well, <laughs> I know at this before the show started, I mentioned there were three teams doing worse than them. I wonder if that's still true. Uh, it's probably two now. <laughs> Unless I'd have to check. I don't know if one of them won tonight. Like, like oh, so fucking ridiculous. All right, they're gonna, I hope I, they fire our coach. My team sucks too. The Flyers are four and six right now. They just lost again tonight. Uh, the Hurricanes. We were all excited about their like three and zero start. It started out well. They're like three and four now. Like they. Just, oh really? It's bad. I'll double check. They're actually five and three. That's good. But they did start off like three and zero. Like so it's it's been quite the fall. Yeah. Oh no, you're right. Yep. Dallas won tonight, so we are now in. Only two teams below us, the LA Kings and the Arizona Coyotes. Taylor did not give me the response I was looking for, though. I was like, Taylor, does it make you feel good? It's all dripping with sarcasm that there's three teams worse. He's like, ah, it's early. This is not my first start of a blue season. No, like, I'll, I'll joke about it every time they suck. But like, at no point do I expect them to do well. 
Like genuinely, like every they, time I watch they and they're the like one of the good for teams. Like Twenty five years in a row, they won presidents' cups. Yeah, and they still can't get the job done. So it's like you know if they if they're not going to get it done in that quarter century, they're not about to get it done now. So we'll see. But like, there's so much parody in hockey compared to the other that sports. A fun though, fun season though. Like if you win the presidents' cup and get a round or two deep, in, I mean it's not what you were hoping for. You want a Stanley Cup. Well, but, when we won the President's Cup, we lost in the first round to the eighth-seed San Jose Sharks in 2000. Scott Shields was their goalie. I remember sitting in front of the boob tube glass TV watching as we lost our best season in history. And even sitting there, I'm like, we have, but we have like Chris Pronger and Al McInnes and Pavel Dimitra and all. And we like, it was like a, a moment where I was like, but we weren't supposed to lose, Dad. <laughs> it's like, like this that is meme bullshit. on <laughs> was it the, the hockey subreddit. The, the, the guy wanted to do the playoffs again because, come on, you oh, know yeah, what I'm yeah, talking yeah. about. Okay. I, it I don't know if you can quote it. Uh, I, I think the Blackhawks lost and they, were, they had maybe won the two previous cups. And he was just like, you know, they're a good team and all, but I really feel like this uh, didn't come out right and we should play yeah. again. <laughs> we should redo it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and now Chicago's doing better than us this year, which isn't surprising. Like it, It's funny. Every year up until now, it's been like, man, our defense is fucking one of the best in the league. We just can't score enough goals. And now we're potting plenty of goals. And it's like, ah, it's crazy how in the last three months our defense became terrible. Odd because it's mostly the same people. Like, how could it, how could <laughs> but it possibly four years older. much? Yeah, but uh, uh, it's frustrating. Oh, well. How's, uh, how's Georgia doing? Have they lost anymore? I don't know. Georgia, I, I read that. <laughs> I was looking. If Georgia wins out. They have like still a twenty-two percent chance of making the playoffs. Like they're in a real bad spot, and to win out in the SEC would probably involve like championship. They'd still miss it. Georgia's only lost one to LSU. But there's a something I mean, there's about a, them not having a, a chance to avenge it. Uh, there's a playoff. There's a playoff system. They could definitely get into the playoffs. Well, I, in the in the AP rankings, not even one person voted for a team other than Alabama to be number one. <laughs> Not a single person. Yeah. You know, they could still lose. They're not going to lose. Really? You think they're so dominant that it's a foregone conclusion they'll be national champions? Oh, That's yeah. That's not how college football works. They're, for most teams, you're right. Uh, they're for playing Alabama, LSU. they are so fucking good. Like, I'll oh, take they're going to stomp LSU. So I get yeah, every we'll other team for the rest of the year and you get Alabama? Yeah, you have to give me X to one odds where X is the number of teams. That <laughs> <That's you. terrible>. <laughs> <laughs> it's like including D2 schools, like hundreds and hundreds. <laughs> well, we put up $4 and it looks like I owe you $7,000. You know, like, <laughs> in retrospect, Taylor, this was a bad bet for me. <laughs> if uh, Yeah, they're going to win out unless uh, LSU does something about it. LSU, of course, beat Georgia. LSU ranked number four in the country. That's their biggest challenge. Then, they, then it's fucking Mississippi State. Citadel and Auburn, and Auburn's not a bad school, but Citadel and Al- and Mississippi State are. So LSU is the really, really the only hurdle it seems to to prevent them. From yeah, Auburn's there. not nearly as good as they were last year. Nope. Still a good ship. school. Still well coached school. We'll see. We'll see. Is it in the World Series happening right now? Yeah, Dodgers and Red Sox. I Red Sox swept uh, two games to none last time I checked. Uh, don't really care. Right. Do you have any preference on who wins at all? Yeah, uh, Red Sox. You would rather the Red Sox win? Yeah. Why? Uh, I just have more allegiance to them. I've watched more of their games. Um, I remember um, maybe in 04, 
when um, when uh, there was that crazy miracle game where um, what what was the the guy they called Big Poppy David Ortiz when Ortiz hit like I don't know how many RBIs to keep them in that game and then they ended up winning it and going to the series it it was it was really impressive it was it was a fucking miracle it was cool to watch hmm. and I don't give a shit about the Dodgers. Yeah, I don't know shit about the Dodgers. I don't know shit about any team in baseball. God, this is it. You know the World Series had ha- had started yet until yesterday. Yeah, really? Or maybe it was this morning. Where I was like, isn't the World Series on to someone? Like I, I just I don't watch baseball at all. I can't remember the last time I watched a, a game of baseball. It's just so fucking boring. I don't watch it either, but um but you know, there's news organizations and the radio. Yeah, so. sometimes I click on it, see if the Phillies uh have a chance at making the playoffs, and then when they don't I stop watching or even reading about baseball. What's Carolina's baseball team? Do they have one? They don't have one. Yeah. The Braves kind of own the South as far as baseball goes. We have the um, the Durham Bulls locally, which is a minor league team. It's a movie. Um, so they're a thing. Yeah, Kevin Costner. Yeah, Kevin Costner. Yeah, well, and, uh, Durham, Bull Durham, Susan, right? Or Kevin Durham? Costner, Susan Sarandon, and um, what's his name? That, 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 that other guy. The guy from... Um, Shawshank Redemption. Tim Robbins? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I bet you've seen it and maybe you just don't remember it. One of the best baseball movies ever made. How about that one where the guy builds a field so they'll come? That's Field of Dreams. Also Kevin Costner. Uh, As you might imagine, Kevin Kevin Costner is a big baseball fan and real life. I like the one where he says, clear the mechanism. Clear the mechanism? I don't even know that. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's, That's Bull Durham, right? No. He plays an older baseball player who's like trying to get one more season out of himself. Like, and it, I think he cut his hand at one point in the, in the movie and like sort of really kept score on who thought he was over and it has been because of the injury and who thought he was going to return. And uh, there's a scene in it where like someone's like, you're having a perfect game. And he's like, yeah, but I'm done. He's like, no. All the boys are here for you. One more time. It's inspired. I like that movie. Uh, for love of the game. I knew Wasn't that know. weird how at the end of Angel and the Outfields that that black coach just adopted those two kids? Yeah, y'all gonna be with me now. Remember that? <laughs> yeah, I remember. I just, I just remember Christopher Lloyd fucking cheating their way to a pennant. Yeah, they did cheat. This they is... didn't deserve that pennant. And so the father at the end was right to drive away on his motorcycle because yeah. his son was a liar and a, and cheat. a cheater. Yeah. But and was... he didn't tell his dad so his dad could put some good money on the game. Bastard. Mm. What was the movie where uh, the woman from Speed adopted an enormous black person so their football <laughs> team would do well? Yeah, yeah. That's, uh, that, that seems a little racist, doesn't it? <laughs> it's uh, it's like, hey, wait, I'm going to adopt you. And you can keep playing football, but I need a few things done around the house. You know, <laughs> like, I mean, it's, it's just an, an elaborate ruse for her to get like slave labor. It's, it's <laughs> she's called, playing it off like she's the good guy. It's like, hey, the, I adopted this giant black man who happens to enjoy yard work at my home. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's called the blind. You planted side. a the cotton blinds. field, Susan. You know, that's like, <laughs> he loves it. <laughs> Look at him go. It's like he was made for it. <laughs> Man, that would be movies would be funnier if they took terrible twists at the end like that. <laughs> he runs the forty in three seconds flat, but you could see him. You know how many pounds of cotton he can get in an hour? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we understand you adopted him. Why do you make him live in a shed out back? 
<laughs> he prefers it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm itchy as shit. Uh, right? Post rolls? Ah! Um, I think there might be two. Uh, yeah, definitely a couple here. Uh, support for today's show comes from Fallout 76. Bethesda Game Studios, the award-winning creators of Skyrim and Fallout 4, welcome you to Fallout 76, the online prequel where every surviving human is a real person. Work together or not to survive. Fallout 76 will be available worldwide on Wednesday, November 14th. Pre-order now at participating retailers and play the beta. Games play best on Xbox One. Also, experience PUBG Mobile, the mobile game IGN calls a remarkable technical achievement. PUBG Mobile is the on-the-go battle royale at its greatest, with eye-popping graphics, graphics, super smooth gameplay, and a variety of exciting play modes. Download the official mobile version of PlayerUnknown's Battlegrounds for free. Go to Android or iOS app stores and type PUBG Mobile. Collect a special reward using the link and promo code provided in the episode's description. Play now. I am... 99.9% sure that is all the pre-rolls, but I'm going to scroll up so that I don't fuck up. You wouldn't want to fuck up. You we are the Lord your God. Not to. The Lord my God. <laughs> I am. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Time. I, I hope you're going to be hanging on to that thing later on tonight. Oh, I will. Yeah, I think that's, uh, that, that's all of them. So, yeah, check out that's all it. of our wonderful sponsors. Of course, uh, Smart Mouth is one that's close and dear to our hearts. Be sure to use that link that comes with smart mouth going to amazon use our code very important very good PK. every time you guys use that code i get a free bottle of smart mouth i have thousands of <laughs> <laughs> pka 410 